So for the record, Scott, before I forget, I I, I think Ooh, I need to sit down with you and get Delta Green ro running advice because <laughs> I keep having these sessions where the players are so like cautious and professional in their approach to things that they don't actually encounter the horrible shit that's supposed <laughs> to destroy so, them. Uh, I hate to say it, but I have no problem with players playing Delta Green like that because anything's better than a fucking hover fortress with F-16s. Remember that story? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a story, uh, was it on role-playing public radio? Somebody somebody wrote in talking about their... It's probably on the mailing list or You're something. You're right, it was on, the, on, um, on Yogg. Oh, okay. Where some Yogg saw, somebody wrote in and said, Yeah, I, it's amazing I ever tried Delta Green twice because my first encounter with it, uh, we our, our game master had us drive out to an empty cornfield in Kansas and we get out there for our meeting to get our assignment and... Lo and behold, there's Al Alphonse, the head of the conspiracy, shows up uh, in the middle of this cornfield. Say, gentlemen, we have an important mission for you. Okay, boss, head of the conspiracy, who we're never supposed to meet. Right. We, we, we'd love the assignment. What's the assignment? And he gets on the radio and goes, you know, Delta 7, land, you know, we're ready for pickup. And this stealth helicopter lands, <laughs> big black stealth helicopter, and everyone gets on the stealth helicopter and flies up to the... Nick Fury of S.H.I.E.L.D. hover fortress, <laughs> which they're apparently going to use to attack a Majestic and destroy them once and for all. Nice. In this climactic battle in their first game. In their first game, they decide they're going to, the Keeper decides we're going to unravel the entire yeah. universe. The yeah. entire game universe. I was like, yeah. well, thank God we didn't have to deal with any bothers of mystery. It's his first day on the job. <laughs> I have five or six hundred pages of setting here. We yeah. have one out, one session to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, brace yourselves. I don't know what you do for an encore after that. <laughs> it's like so. I provided coffee and well, cocaine. <laughs> Should anyone need it? Yeah, yeah. seeing two of the Marines' first and second expeditionary forces land at Relia and kick the <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, or if the guys running it's having a good time, and the guys playing it are having a good time, yeah, they really weren't having a good time. <laughs> I didn't think so. Only half of them were having a good time. And I'm yeah. going to let you guess which half it was. It was not the players. Um, yeah, so we had a palpable sense of paranoia going on, which was nice, but they were just so careful. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Unless you, you know, you want them to blunder. I wanted sanity loss. I felt like I had cheated them by not they, having uh, what, a Call of Cthulhu what, what, what session. It was, it was Black Cod, Black Cod okay. Island. So, you know, well, it was... In some scenarios, it doesn't matter how cautious you are, like, um, what's the one? Uh, Wallace Sacrifice Zero. Uh -huh. Oh God! Zero. You yeah. go to see what the problem is, and by looking at the problem right. from a safe distance and wearing gloves, you die. <laughs> you're catapulted into the Pleistocene when there's no oxygen, or you know, there's just trilobites or something, and you die. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's that's it's, the one scenario. Incredibly... Even I've been reluctant to run because it's yes, like, wow. I, I don't know how I get well, it. dude, you need to run that with Aaron in the group. <laughs> Uh, I guess I should get started. This is Ross Payton here, Rogue Plane Pop Radio. We're uh, playing Call of Cthulhu with Scott Glancy. Uh, does this scenario have a name yet? Or the moment, I am using the name U-Boat Raus, which is from a U old U-Boat Raus, which is a right. he'll pronounce it better because he's German. One of multiple U-Boats submarines. Yeah, this is from a. It's just this poster I saw. It's an old World War One poster, a propaganda poster. Uh, yeah. So that's U-Boats. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like U-Boat awesome. Let's go, awesome. U-Boats. Let's um, go. <laughs> so, like, cool. And we're sure not to tell you the truth until you get on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's very romantic out there in the U-Boat service. Eating green molten bread. 
it's all jolly fun times. That's why the Lusitania happened. Like, look at those fuckers. Breathing <laughs> <laughs> fresh Look at those guys in first class getting their filet mignon. I'll give you something to wash down the filet mignon with. How about some briny death, you fucks? King of the world, huh? <laughs> let's have some regicide here. <laughs> That's awesome. Now let's have a rave. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm sorry. King of the world. <laughs> oh, that's that's lovely. All right. Say your name. Yes. Right now, the scenario is called the U-Boat and Talaus. You want me to interrupt? It yeah. is set. Clearly the uh, beginning date on this is August 28, 1917. You guys are uh, assigned to the, uh, the Mediterranean, uh, the second Mediterranean U-Boat flotilla based at Katara, which is this odd little fjord-like uh, uh, navy base uh, in modern-day Montenegro. They call it Katar now. It's K-A-T-O-R. Before. But uh, back in the days of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, it was Katara. Um, it's a uh, charming little navy base that is essentially this, this fjord shaped like a question mark. So it's just impossible for for anything to get in there uh, and not get shredded by the shore defenses. Uh, it's very far down the coast of the Adriatic. It's just north of Albania, uh, so it makes it the primary uh, projection point for uh, both the Austrian and German U-boat services uh, going out into the Mediterranean and really kicking the holy crap out of the Allies. The Mediterranean is. A stunning shooting gallery during World War One, and the reason is is that there are no airplanes. I mean, yeah, there are airplanes, but when you know your range is so limited, your time in the air is limited. It's not like being up in a B-24 Liberator where you can sit up there for 36 hours and look for look for U-boats. Um, and no carriers. Yeah, and no, you know, the carriers are very limited. There's just a few of them. Most of that stuff's experimental, of course. So are U-boats. But the Mediterranean is a very transparent ocean, and during World War II, it was suicide to be in the Mediterranean. Um, even submerged, you'd be spotted in the air and you'd be blown up. But in World War One, this is where all the great U-boat aces are. This is where uh, Mr. Van Trapp of the Van Trapp Family Singers is sinking ships uh, for the for the honor of Franz Joseph, the Emperor of Austria. This is where Lothar uh, Arnaud de la Perrier the greatest U-boat ace of all time is hanging out, um, sinking 190-some-odd ships in his career, uh, only firing three torpedoes in his entire career. Which brings us to an important point about how this U-boat warfare takes place. This is during a period of unrestricted U-boat warfare. It's after April of 1917. Um, however, U-boat warfare is not what it is in World War II. You don't just see the target, torpedo it, and that's the end of it. Granted, um, you can do that, and yes, even in World War II, they were limited by the amount of torpedoes they can carry. You didn't want to use up a torpedo on a smaller you know, target. But generally speaking, and this is what Della Perrier did during his career, and there's even footage that he shot during World War I that was turned into a silent movie. You can get off of Netflix if you really want to see it. Um, uh, they would simply chase down merchant ship on the surface, uh, aim the deck at on them, uh, put up the flag signals that say pull over and show us your driver's license and registration. 
they'd force the ships to show over, even neutrals. And they would just, they would uh, signal with flag signals to have the captain and his crew abandon the ship, get in the rowboat, and get in the lifeboats, paddle over, and present the ship's papers. Delaparia would go through their papers on the deck, on the surface, and if there were war material, he'd sink the ship. He wouldn't necessarily use a deck gun. He'd send a crew over to plant scuttling charges, open the seacocks, let the valves fill the ship up, and, you know, he'd sink a ship without having to even put a fish in it or even use a deck gun that much. <laughs> um, that, so That's boarding. Teutonic efficiency. So there's a lot of boarding actions during this period. There's a lot of boarding actions, which means that the scenario is no longer you guys stuck in a can. Nice. You get to interact with the locals. And you said we wouldn't go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Nobody goes crazy in a U-boat. <laughs> they were the best German U-boat crew until they pulled over the wrong shit. <laughs> yeah, if you see like, a Chinese junk with tattered sails, just let that one go by. You know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't have any war material on there. <laughs> No, no, clearly they're just carrying in a cargo of enormous calamari, judging from what I see waving at the border. Or, or, or possibly coffins filled with zombie dead Templars. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's another good wrecked ship, yes. They're from the blind dead films. Ghost Galleon, oh, yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, the plan is you guys get your, you know, marching orders, that is, your, your uh, overlayments. Oh, sorry, your reserve seas, your, your executive officer and your captain. Your captain is a gentleman named uh, Wolfgang von Wurmbrock. Yeah, captain we, von Wurmbrock. Do we have spare writing implements by any chance? Yeah. Uh, yes, I have like some writing implements. I should bag. have some more, but I don't know where. Oh, in my bag is a good idea. Just so, like. William von... Oh, I thought I had pens. I do. Who needs a pen? I got you. I'll take one. I got your pen. Thank you. Those were stolen from the University of South Florida. Excellent. I didn't say that. Floridian pens. Now you know how Richard. So should we all introduce each other so we know who stole the pens from South Florida University? Uh, I mean, didn't. Didn't do that at all. That's Ross Page. Yes, I'm Ross Page, your host of Real Brain Public Radio. He had to do that voice, didn't he? Exactly. Uh, I'll be playing Bootsman or uh, Otto Becker, and I am the gun crewman. So uh, I just want everybody to know I have 55% chance with the uh, deck gun, which does 12d6 damage in a two-yard radius. That'll be useful when Cthulhu shows up. Yeah. In the Mediterranean, where he's supposed to, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, At least you'll feel better with your giant lobby. Yeah. What a shame you can't put wheels on it and take it ashore. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. What's the range on this? <laughs> I call her Linda. <laughs> That's not a very German name. Shut up. <laughs> uh, my name is Shane no, Ivy, and no, I am uh, Busman Max Gretman's bas- uh, ballast operator. And I don't think I have a uh, fire ballast skill like he does with his big gun. But I do speak a lot of languages. Well, the one thing that unites everybody on this in this NPC, these PCs is that everybody has foreign language code. Okay. Well, know in that, that case, my language skills are not at all remarkable. The thing about operate ballast is and operate rudder. Essentially, you have a skill that says pilot U-boat. That's sufficient under your pilot skill. That's sufficient for you to be able to obey the commands from the people who actually know how to pilot the U-boat. Down okay. forty degrees. Yeah. 
So as long as you're able to hear and follow instructions. Now, if, ever, if all your officers are dead and uh, you know, you're left on your own at the bottom of the ocean, you'd really like the surface, you know? Yes, you're going to have to... I'll operate the hell out of that ballast. Yes, you're yeah. gonna, it'll be time for you to whip out the pilot U-boat. Uh, all right. Who's next, Mr. Stolte? <clears throat> ah, wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That'll be Russian, you wank. <laughs> we found the spy already. We found the spy. <laughs> and that's why... That's how I died before the game <laughs> Greg Stolte, I will be playing Ubermat Peter Teppert, who is the rudder operator. And the pharmacist mate. So I figure I'll be the last one they send into danger. As the guy who can... Well, actually, that's not exactly true, because you will notice on the back of your sheet, you guys got a pretty good uh, rifle skill. That's because your character has a background in hunting uh, and uh, medical school before you joined the Navy as a good patriotic German. Medical yeah. schools must be badass in Germany. <laughs> yeah. I've also got ride 25%. Like, well, like, like any good aristocrat. Oh, yeah, the Hippocratic Oath. Do yeah. no harm unless the fucker's messing with you. Unless I, unless I deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Do <laughs> no harm to Germans right. or is, Austrians. Isn't is an, is an Obermott better than a Bootsmann? Hell uh, yeah. No, the Bosun is a higher rank than a uh, yeah. uh, senior mate. Oh, Bootsmann really? is Bosun. Yeah, Bosun. Oh, oh, I see. I thought it just I, meant. Yeah, I thought chair. it just meant like, yeah, yeah. All right. It's Bosun's mate. Yes. You're going to be taking orders from Shane. Yes, you are. Just like real life. Uh, just just wait till the sign item slowly slipping into his tea every day, a little bit at a time. <laughs> All right, your turn. Introduce yeah. yourself to the microphone. Okay. Um, let's find out fights. Uh, I'm German, and I'm playing Oberleutnant Susie Klaus Petersen. Um, this is the reason why we won't be able to do our German accents. <laughs> yeah. We're real German here. We can't do our, oh, our please, Hogan's Heroes please German, do German accents. accents. No Colonel Clank for us. Hogan! Hogan! I will really try to... Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Glancy, who's going to be your keeper. And over here we got... I'm Tom Church, the other guy from RPPR who hates Ross. Yeah. I am playing Mats Ludwig Fromm. The, I am the hydrophone operator, which is not the sonar. No. It's a sonar-like thing. Sonar's yeah, retarded ancestor. Songs of the sirens first. End of the whale. He's like, excuse me, Captain. I what did we use in Dig to Victory? Uh, what right was now. the guy who listened in Dig to Victory? What was it? Did they just have a big uh, oh, yeah. phone? Because they had some sort of... They had one called a, a geophone. Geophone, that's it. Who was the geophone it's a, operator? It's a giant... It's, again, it's a giant uh, scope. Okay. But it's stereo. Okay. There's two listening devices, so you can judge distance, I guess. I don't know. It worked. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to hear that and look around and say, who are you people and where's my horse? Because I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. My name is Frank Fry. I am Feldwebel Johann Buchheim. And I am the uh, gun crew commander of the U-boat. Oh, man. I'm the boss. <laughs> uh, career Imperial German Naval Infantry, the C Battalion. Or Matros Truppen. Yeah. Either one. Uh, Mariner Truppen. So you're a Marine? Yeah, I'm a Marine. The few, the proud, the soon to be dead. Uh, <laughs> be ordering first me to my death first. Uh, that's one of the pleasures of this game. Uh, he's a pretty good shape. He's like 70% with a rifle. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, 50% with a handgun. You're definitely first in. And uh, 35% with the 88mm deck gun, but he can also fire the MG-08 
Maxim gun. I got a Maxim too, but all my percentages are worse. I can do that too. Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm also, I lost my university deferment, so I'm here. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're the most enthused. You're the only person on the boat that hasn't been volunteered. So what's the artillery Luger carbine? Well, I'll explain that. All right. But I can play the violin. The other weapons I recognize, it's just... All right, so... Who am I taking orders from and giving orders to? Well, ultimately you're taking orders from Captain Villenbrock. X-O... Villenbrock. Oh, it's not Von Brock. There may be... I think there's a Von in there because, frankly... It's almost impossible to be a German officer in World War One and not have a Vaughn in there somewhere. It's well, so I don't know. A fellow named Ludendorff did pretty good. He didn't have a Vaughn in front yeah, of his name. Yeah, but he put one in later, didn't he? <laughs> no, I don't know if he did or not. Yeah, he, yes. he started affecting Yeah, that's what I thought. He started affecting well, a Vaughn. What about Gehring? That's World War Two. I know. Well, he was a pilot. He was a pilot. Oh, yeah, he was just a pilot then. <laughs> Hell, he commanded. He was, uh, I'm sorry. Jesus, of course. He commanded. Look, well, he, well, he needed a giant shoehorn to get in the plane. World War II. <laughs> he was, he was fat. Maybe some, maybe some grease. Yes, Derdicka. <laughs> yeah, Derdicka. But um, how do you say grease me up in German? Oh God, I'm out of here. Hans, over your plane. We'll need that in the Navy. Lieutenant is the executive officer. There is an NPC navigator. I don't want to bog us down with the names of all the NPCs. Yes, everybody's named. But there is a Obersturman, which is the navigator, who's really the, the third in command, named Talba. At that point, uh, the next guy in line really is um, would be the uh, again Hornig, who is the uh, engineer. Uh, there's a lot of NPCs between you guys and the top of the food chain. Um, Buchheim, the gun commander, has actually got a fairly high rank, but as a, he would only be in charge if pretty much all the other officers and um, uh, warrant officers are dead. The engineer is not a full-ranked officer. The navigator is not a full-ranked officer. They are warrant officers instead. Um, there's a grand total, I believe, of 32 guys on this boat. Um, the actual boat itself... 34. Guys incredibly small. No this is the layout of the boat. Please feel free to pass it around. There's about four or five chambers to this thing, uh, you know, airtight chambers. There's no upper or lower level. It's just a big tube of steel with some doors closing off the various sections. Uh, and yeah, it's all about hot bunking. Um, frankly, most of the time, it looks like in World War One, these guys stayed on deck. You were not actually at your station doing something. And we're not completely exhausted. You stayed on deck so that the fumes didn't choke you and the stink didn't overpower you. Uh, people stayed on deck most of the time. When the ships surfaced, and they're surfaced most of the time. Most of the time. I mean, so the they slept on deck? Sometimes they can put up uh, uh, hammocks uh, from the railing and sleep in that. Um, but uh, not very often, still sleeping in bunks. Um, because you could be washed over when you were asleep. There's something in crisis or something. Something comes up and you're not ready for it. They would prefer you to be in your bunk when the way of this. Um, the um, like I said, there's only uh, I think I said there's only um, ten torpedoes on the whole boat. Uh, there's 160 shells and there's a small arms locker. Now 
Captain Von Willenbrock has flushed out the arms locker slightly uh, because you guys do boarding actions or have done boarding actions in the past. And frankly, you guys have never had a boarding action that turned violent. That is to say, no crew has ever pulled over, surrendered, rode over in their boats, and then started some shit. Uh, you guys have not hit any Q ships, but this is always a possibility that you're going to hit a Q ship. I presume you guys all know what a Q ship is. Q nope. ships are for the listeners. For the listeners, yeah, the listeners, Q ships are British. The, the, the British uh, started arming up merchant ships. Where they would take a merchant ship, they'd uh, put a bunch of deck guns on them. Uh, they would uh, disguise the deck guns with you know false uh, buildings or false uh, piles of cargo on the deck. The sides would fall down, and there'd be all these deck guns, and they'd, they'd hose down the German U-boat. Um, they would also take the cargo hold of the ship and fill it from front to back with cork. And so no matter how many times you put a hole in this thing, they just would not sink. <laughs> uh, and I just res- recently read that the, the, there was some, the, the numbers are not great on two ships. They maybe only sank like 40 U-boats and they lost like 119 two ships during the war. But it was one of the reasons the Germans stopped, you know, waving guys down and saying, pull over. You know, you, you'd do that, you'd obey the rules of war and the British and blast you. Um, oh, typical. So then, uh, you know, and then, you know, oh, no, you, you know, and then the British would flag their ships as American vessels, and then the British, would, the Germans would shoot neutral ships. And, oh, those dastardly Huns, they're firing on neutral ships. But the British were apparently flagging their ships as, as Norwegians, as, as, uh, as Danish, as, uh, you know, and American ships all the time. Britannia um, waves the rules. Well, they, they have uh, they had a great they had a great uh, propaganda system. Really, um, the German propaganda system in World War One sucked. If they ever had a point, it was never got across to their side. And the British were managed to convince the world that the Germans had a corpse rendering plant in Belgium and were crucifying British soldiers on the sides of you know barns and there's other there's other classic stories. Um, that but we're still not letting an, you off. That wouldn't happen for another 25 years. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Burning the library of Levain was very bad, wasn't it, Frank? Um, 250,000 volumes and over 300 ancient medieval manuscripts destroyed. And it's going to have nothing to do with the scenario that Frank is writing for this collection. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> One bad book and they all got to go. <laughs> it spreads to the other Thank book. you, Sarah Palin. <laughs> uh, as I say, there's a small arms locker. There are a grand total of eight uh, miles of bolt action rifles. Uh, there are two uh, naval model Lugers. Um, a naval Luger is essentially a standard classic Luger pistol that every villain in Hollywood carries, except uh, except this, this thing has a weird, long barrel. Um, it's the same as the artillery model. No, it's actually a little weirdly different. So oh, that's really? really long, that's the long barrel on the naval Luger. Nice. Let, me, um, let me go ahead and pull up all the weapons on one file, and then I can just... So for the listeners, that looked like a Luger with a long barrel. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we have grenades? Yes. I, I love grenades. There, I just, some, there is a there are like um, I believe it's like thirty grenades on the boat. Do we have rifle grenades? Oh, no. Yeah. No. All right. So there's your good old fashioned uh, bolt action uh, Mauser ninety eight with the crazy long uh, butcher's blade. Uh, this is not something you will be effectively losing inside. The U-boat, because the damn thing's nearly four feet long. It's still ridiculously long. 
World War One rifle. And I'm this, probably not allowed to go out and shoot seagulls with it, am I? Oh, no, not. There's a limited amount of ammo. So that would be the naval Luger with the really long, weird, wicked barrel. Uh, that is a photograph of one. There's your MG08. It's got a shoulder stock, unlike the, uh, the old Maxim guns. It's designed, it has a little attachment to attach to the, uh, the railing of the conning tower, but it's it's brought up out of the ship. It's not out there, just flapping yeah. in the breeze. Okay. Sir, the correct designation is MG08-15. Oh, boy. It depends on the <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being corrected by the vet. Damn it. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have let him come along. No, I, can't. <laughs> I don't sound as smart as I think I am. All right, now... You sound smart to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. So there's yes. your there's your naval lugers. You're saying you're, uh, there. This is the difference with the artillery luger. It's got this wacky sight thing in the front yeah. on the barrel. Mm-hmm. Now and the, the shoulder uh, stock. I would call the shoulder stock a lot more wacky than the sight thing. Apparently, the um, naval luger could also have a shoulder stock, but and they were they were issued well. Captain Villenbrock has actually made seen to it that there are three. I don't know. I'll have to check my notes three artillery Lugers on board the boat um, with the drum magazines. One drum magazine apiece. Uh, the reason being is uh, that for boarding a ship and going room to room, uh, you really can't do better than a semi-automatic pistol with a shoulder stock and a 32 round drum. Because they haven't invented the damn submachine okay. gun yet. No, that'd be about a year from now, the Bergman MP-18. Just, so just one year and it'll, it'll have the same crazy drum magazine on the pistol. The drum magazine. So there are three of these in your ship's inventory. That is a crazy-ass gun. Do you, do you know, I'm just really curious about sort of... No, not with the, not with the, not with the, the, the bayonet attached so that it can't, you know, you can't turn around in a hallway with it. I'm, I'm curious about sort of the physical logistics of using that with that gigantic drum coming out the bottom of it. it. Comes out I mean, do you kind of, of hold that in out. a hand or something? Yes, or you do. Yeah? Um, you're literally holding it with the shoulder stock here and the pistol here, and you're either holding the magazine here or you're holding the pistol with two hands. Okay, so But it the, is heavy, and it is weird and wobbly, so and it doesn't center mass the pistol. Right. But welcome to the, you know, early 20th century. Excitement for, for, yeah. close, for close quarters, like on board of a ship... Yeah, shooting a guy across the room, it's, that's going to mm. be good enough. You're not going to need to bullseye a guy from a thousand yards. It's not and if happen. the first round misses, you got how many? 30, 31 more Clint shots. Was using one in, you can't uh, make it in that. You shouldn't be in the middle. Yeah, clearly you should just hang up your boots and yeah. okay, call it a day. Here it is. I'm James done. coming by. So, oh, okay. Uh, let's I just see So basically, uh, your mission should you choose not to desert the Navy, <laughs> take this opportunity to desert, is you guys will be leaving the Navy base at Kataro, which is basically right about here on the coast of, uh, well, the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Sadly, this is a later map. It was like a World War II vintage map. Uh, leaving through here, getting through what's called the Otranto Barrage, which is this little area between Greece and Italy that the Allies have filled full of trawlers and other ships armed with hydrophones and they've even at one point put a boom across the opening of the Adriatic to try and stop Austrians and Germans from getting out. Um, the Otranto Barrage is really a gigantic embarrassment for the Allies. They spent a lot of time and effort trying to bottle up the Austrians and the Germans in the Adriatic and it fails utterly all the time. I mean, the, the German and Austrian U-boats pretty much leave at will mm-hmm. and uh, wreak havoc throughout the Mediterranean. i got to ask a question here. Sure. What is the boom? 
boom. Uh, basically, what they did is they, they, they floated these, they literally tried to float these giant buoys in the ocean with a chain between them, and, a, and the chain was attached to an underwater net. They tried to build a fence in the water, <laughs> which works exactly as well <laughs> as it sounds. sounds. Whose <laughs> idea was this? This would be the Italians, the British, and the French. Oh, well, the Italians. Th- that yeah. figures. Yeah. So, <laughs> good bread, though. Good bread, though. Uh, all, well, two of them, anyway. How about the British? Uh, <laughs> British bread? No, I meant the Italians. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a very. The mission is real simple. It's just a military. It's a military patrol. Uh, you'll be leaving out through the Otranto Barrage. You'll be cruising around south of Sicily, between Sicily and uh, French Tunisia, south of uh, uh, Sardinia, uh, south of the Balearic Islands, and your patrol area is actually over here at the mouth of Gibraltar. Um, submarine warfare in World War One, because there's no coordination with air power. Radioing in position. It's not like the wolf pack of World War II. You literally just go out, sit in high traffic areas like a mine that just happens to have a crew on board, <laughs> and uh, sit there and wait for something to, you know, go by. You know, look at, we're sitting there waiting for to see a smokestack that's going in a direction and at a speed that you can intercept. And not all the time does it work out. Sometimes every time you spot a column of coal smoke from the ship, it's going the other direction. Uh, there's no way to catch up to them at only 14 knots on the surface. Mm. All right? Now, most uh, merchant ships are going unbelievably slow, like 8 to 6 knots on a coal-driven ship. Very few of these ships at this time have radios. I mean, they're just cruising out there. If something goes wrong, well, if nobody sees the flare, that's just the way it works out. <laughs> that's why we have lifeboats. So um, you just go into these high-traffic areas, like around the Irish Sea, outside of ports, and sit there waiting to, to, to catch a lucky break. Uh, other big patrol areas, of course, are outside the Suez Canal uh, and in and around um, uh, the ports of Greece to uh, torpedo ships that are coming to resupply the war effort in Salonika or ships that are coming into Italian ports on the, um, I guess it's the east coast of Italy uh, that are coming to resupply the Italians up in the, um, up in the Alps here between Italy and Austria-Hungary. And, probably, and I'm guessing a lot of the point of this is not to sink the ships, but to make them go way the hell out of the way well, to avoid the chance of being sunk. At this point in 1917, as I understand it, the Allies don't have mandatory convoying until like November of 1917. They're still letting ships wander through the Mediterranean shooting gallery by themselves unescorted. <laughs> not only that, but if I remember correctly, in 1917, the Italians were getting the crap kicked out of them. Uh, what, what, I know what you're thinking of, and that big, horrible... Caporetto. Caporetto hasn't happened yet. Caporetto's about to happen. Um, but, uh, so the Italian front has not collapsed yet. But it's, it at this point, the Russians are out of the game. The Americans have just said that they're in the game. The Bolsheviks have not turned up yet. Uh, it looks like, it might be possible, Germany's not going to lose. Um... <laughs> You know, it's yeah, still, Germany, it might still, we might still pull it off, but um, sadly, that's not the way it's going to go. Uh, but you guys don't know that. There's still some hope. Sadly for the world. Yeah. If we just let them win the first time, we wouldn't have to see that asshole for, you know, take two. <laughs> you know? What would have had to complain about? How dare we win and be, you know, not humiliated in the eyes? Shoot. <laughs> you know. Anyways. I could have I won better. <laughs> exactly. Well, I insist on a do-over. <laughs> <laughs> to 
Ooh, we could have done better. Well, Only we, you know, mind do over. Mind do over. Never made it, <laughs> Chancellor. Mind Mulligan. Mind Mulligan. Mulligan. That was that's a mind But 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 uh, in some alternate histories I've read, you know, the very well thought out, the very good chance Germany would have been dominated by a militaristic. Oh, like hell of some yes, it sort. still would have been yeah, but Ludendorff and Bismarck but the, running but the show. We wouldn't have had the fascism like that. We wouldn't have the racism. The yeah. weird racism. Oh, yeah. We had racism yes. and the occult. All the oh, and the occult stuff from all those. When I, when I ran party my playtest yeah. for uh, the Adventures of Levain, one of the player characters is a German officer. He's a pioneer officer. He's Jewish. And everybody's like, I didn't know there were Jewish officers. Hundreds. Thousands of thousands of them. Somewhere in, 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 somewhere the in one of these army. Osprey books, there's a there's a there's a uniform for a German Imperial Army uh, chaplain rabbi. Feld rabbi. Yeah. Feld, Feld rabbi. Yeah. Feld rabbi. Yeah. Feld rabbi. <laughs> the hell? There were there were tons of Jews in the German Army in the second in the first World War, which makes it even more unbelievable that 20 years later, and all they were some of the most they were some of the most nationalistic yeah. and absolute. They were Germans by, and they would yes. tell you they are Germans who happen to be Jews. Yes. Mm-hmm. That apparently didn't hold any weight with the crazy people. That's yeah. partially <laughs> true. They get a lot of people that served in the war. Got uh, a pass. Yeah, like leave the country before you get point, before you get put in the camps. Yeah. Yeah. The now there. look, I'm going to turn my back and go have a nice warm beer. <laughs> and you'd better not walk across <laughs> that border while it's unprotected. Because <laughs> if you do... Once you get across there, there's nothing I can do to make you stay and be forced to work to death. But I will be very cross indeed if you take advantage of it was my trust. There's a story that uh, Jerry used to have this saying that he would decide who was and was not Jewish. If he had people on his staff who right. were useful and did their job, yeah. he's like, uh, no, I think I can tell a Jew when I say one. Clearly he's not. There so was, let's move right along to the next subject. There was, there was tons of opportunism, obviously, like that, but yeah. So, was known moving for that right too. along, uh, we've now done the background for what the, what the situation is in the world. Um, this is meant to be a very standard uh, uh, wartime uh, troll. There's no special mission. Um, now, Go there, shoot or, that, yeah. now, come back and reveal. This is actually a fairly large scenario. See how many ships you can I'm see without spending a single round. And keep the, uh, the historical pattern to a bare minimum because we have a lot of crap to get through. So, uh, moving right along, is there anything uh, that you guys particularly want to do before this boat is, uh, you know, before the Austrian uh, harbor pilot gets on it and pilots you out of the few, out of the windy, uh, the windy uh, harbor of the I do have a, a historical question for you. How yeah. prevalent was syphilis among the prostitutes of Kataro? <laughs> you know... Why is it always the married guys? Since, since we're just since we're just down to sulfa drugs right now, um, I'm not really sure. It's probably not great. But <laughs> like, like I said, why is it always the married guys? On our on our we come to play games to do things we can't do. Hey, one out of three. Huh? Bang. Silver for best writing. Okay. Good. Cool. I'm kind of waiting for Candlewick. Going up there. I'd be like, hi. Hi. I'm kind of with her. Honestly, Greg, from what I've read about Kataro, 
It's a tiny little mountain right, village. Cool. Um, no ally trades trade for the naval port. There, there, there does yeah, not appear yeah, to be as many camp followers as, right. as composed cool. up the right, coast to Pola and Trieste. What about sheep and goats? Uh, there, uh, since this Why is the Balkans, the yes, humans? there's plenty of goats. <laughs> you're you're all do just fine. They'll just slap some uh, just guard a guard belt and a veil on it. It's like, yeah, that's gonna be just. Just use your ride <laughs> skill and take a horse. Well, okay. No, I meant ride <laughs> up the road to where there's. Oh, horses. that was my mistake. So oh. seriously, go away. <laughs> On a related note, uh, uh, how much authority does a bosun have to uh, abuse and keep discipline? Well, <laughs> I prefer you get to a minimum, but discipline in the uh, Imperial Navy is pretty severe. It's like any Navy of this period, frankly. They're, the British only stopped flogging like 20 years ago. They stopped? Yeah. It yeah. wasn't politically correct. Well, you don't remember Damn the Defiant? Turns out it's not that okay. good for the morale in the long term. Yeah, strangely, that and the green meat they served the Russian Navy. Just... Uh, so, keeps you regular. I'll make sure I got that violin. Got, got help now, morale if I didn't have it. Now, when you were how much uh, authority does the uh, boss's mate have to meet out discipline, I'm... Presuming you weren't referring to the long tradition of Navy Sea Wives, were you? Where the <laughs> youngest and least hairy member of the crew <laughs> no, gets more I, discipline I was, than the no, average sailor. Well, no, no. <laughs> Thank God. I meant more of the traditional uh, sadistic bosun's kind of discipline. Uh, well, I was thinking a uh, Feldwebel is actually uh, the equivalent. It depends, actually. The rank is uh, uh, almost like company sergeant major. Because the rank below that was Wiesfeld Weibel, who was a platoon sergeant. That's in the German army, by the way. The German army is actually rather odd that it has. It, they give a lot of authority to, to very low ranking. Yep. Oh, yeah, very low ranking officers yes. have a lot of authority, a lot of independence of action. You'll have caporals running platoons. Yep. Unter officers running companies. So, is there anything you want to take care of? Or look into before you guys hit the uh, briny. Um, I'll send my last paycheck to the uh, my family wherever they are. <laughs> uh, feeling and also getting a diary, feeling that this for some reason that this journey will be memorable. But uh, <laughs> all right, I, my, uh, yeah, that all uh, all uh, uh, men should always keep a diary of their actions at times of war for the When this great war is over, I will find my college the college head of the dean and. Time to a stake in a field, douse him in kerosene, and oh, you know the rest. <laughs> uh, no doubt the entire crew will, you know, I do not know. I, there's always, you see these pictures of, of, you know, ship crews, boat crews, photograph. I always wondered if they photographed before they went out. You know, did they just do the one photograph to do every time they go out on a cruise? You know, um, so that'll be their last known photograph as you snap. Right, right. Of course, we all look good, you know, cleaned up. And, right. And yep. then they take the picture when you're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> because no shaving. Literally, they know. Yeah, well, you've all got, you know, three months worth of beard. And, uh, like, you haven't yeah. bathed in, uh, you know, a month and a half. Like, you want to know what hell smells like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're dead. Ah, it smells like I should, ass. Know, I should know that on the subject of piracy. Ah. Um, it's, it is, there's plenty of documented instances where the Germans go over and they sink a, they, they scuttle a ship. 
they loot them for food. They, they, they take everything that's not rotten because their supplies and their bread is all moldy by now. And if they're lucky enough to find a ship that's got better stores. Piracy it's, is such an ugly word. And we, uh, we also make off with all We that. prefer efficiency. They also, it's called inventory and requisition. Or how about just, we call it it's a, fine. Yeah, we, it's we, a much slower form of destroying your goods. Yes, it's very disciplined term for it. It sounds so much better if you, if you call it inventory and requisition. Like, We're <laughs> taking this stuff, just uh, you know, tell us if you're objecting. No? Could you please sign that we took this from you? <laughs> that sounds. That actually sounds terribly Teutonic, that there would be yeah. a receipt for the loot. Yeah. Uh, we took your record player, and we, took, we left the count base, and we took the Duke Ellen <laughs> like, Just get back to us after the war. Yeah, and you can, you can please turn in the receipt to the German Imperial War, you know, quartermaster's office here at Kiel. And you'll... Nice. But, I'm uh, leaving the letter at headquarters. Oh, yes, the traditional... And uh, checking the, uh, you know, checking the little Buddha statue I got while serving in Sing Tao with the Third C Battalion. It's not weeping tears of blood. Good. Good. Time and, to go. And fortunately, no, no uncle you've never heard of before didn't mail you a strange book wrapped in a parcel, <laughs> so, you know, saying, "Nephew, I've never heard of before. You must get rid of this book before it's too late. It's like, Throw it into the ocean." Like, All right. <laughs> done, done and done. Done and done. <laughs> Scenario over. <laughs> Um, Wait, what can I get uh, a pawn shop for? <laughs> Peter is probably just going to go see if he can scare up a horse, go riding in the hills, you know, look for interesting <laughs> plants with his biology skill, and or, yeah, or find a milk, some milkmaid, some Montenegrin milkmaid with your, you know, with your spot hidden. Of, actually, no, I think if it's Montenegro, and these people are known for blood feuds, maybe scoring the local trim is a terrible idea. <laughs> Yeah, considering that... This is why we leave it to the professionals. Considering that Slobodan <laughs> Milosevic was a Montenegrin, not yeah. a Serb. Have you ever seen his wife? Kind of, uh, kind of grilling, sort of a little hairy. Oh, yeah, you know. And I, there's something about a woman with no neck and steel teeth. <laughs> I'm happy to say I haven't seen Slobodan 200 pounds and about half percent body fat. Yeah, yeah, very doctor's, doctor's ass. Sorry, zero, very zero. Um, right. We, um... In that case, you guys are bundled onto the boat bright and early uh, before dawn, just in case there's any chance of some Montenegrin picking up a few extra shekels on the side by riding down the comings and goings out of the port. Um, the Guten Tag, Herren. Sometime about 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, the boat is uh, towed away, towed away from the uh, docks. You've got an Austrian, they're probably... Austrian subject, probably a Montenegrin, who's your you know, assigned um, uh, harbor pilot, who sits there on the top of the sits there on the conning tower and steers the ship through the rather you know the rather astounding turns in this harbor uh, out into the Adriatic. When you hit the mouth of the Adriatic, he hops off onto that steam uh, motor launch uh, that's with the Sniff you jerks later. Yeah, bye. <laughs> he, he said the something. last time I said bye to guys who never came back. <laughs> Does Actually, anybody speak the Montenegrin dialect? I hate to say it, but frankly, in the Mediterranean, it's not so bad. The thing that kills more U-boats than anything else is Germany runs out of rubber at some point in the war, and they they can't send boats out because all the seals on the hatches are cracked, I'm, I'm, and they can't they can't replace the rubber seals. Uh, and the boats, are, they're, they're stripping one boat for another to try and get enough parts to get one boat Darn. 
Wow. Stuck yeah. in Port while our like, boat can't go underwater, trapping us in a horrible living hell. Transfer to the army. Simple uh, join the yeah, uh, join the naval division yeah, fighting in Flanders. This is a cakewalk. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, the service. But that is where my brother is. The service I, has got I a bad. The service has got be. a bad casualty rate. It's not as bad as World War Two, but it's bad. It's you know it's it, it's it's not like World War Two U-boat numbers. It's like what. <laughs> 70% or something horrible like that. Uh, but it's it's pretty bad, and most of it is accidents. I mean, they got boats that are going down. Mine lane submarines blow up all the time because the fuses are bad or the mines go off. Just as it drops out We don't have any mines, do we? No, this is not a mine lane boat. I vaguely considered <laughs> that as the submarine for the scenario, but I couldn't find a deck plan. Thank God. Lucky us. For a uh, mine lane submarine. Well, there's a bunch of them. Your, your mission would have been go out and lay mines outside of uh, Gibraltar. What could be simpler? Simpler every time. Pop in the eye with a sharp stick. Yeah, that would yeah. be a lot simpler. All right. Um, well, because in case I die, tell my family I love them. Yes, yes, like every time. <laughs> is that is that the message, the message you're giving to the prostitute to pass on? No, tell my family I hated them and I to see them in hell. But she shows up like, no. I, like I met your son. He said to give me more money. <laughs> he said, he said to present this bill. <laughs> my message to the prostitutes is, remember, if you get pregnant, my name is Klaus Peterson. <laughs> Go see my mother in Hamburg. She will take care of my grandchild. Of her grandchild. <laughs> Uh, you are a bastard, Stolzi. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> but bless you at the same time. Alright. Um, the passage of the Otranto Barrage uh, is relatively painless. The captain, since he's yet to be incapacitated, and I'm sure he'll be fine with us. Um, <laughs> I'd follow that man to hell and back. Remember, you said that the last time, then you actually ended up going to hell. Do you remember that? I reconsidered. <laughs> I'd follow this man to hell. You've, you've found a giant wall underground. <laughs> Never so, mind. Like, Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and you hear drums on the other side of it. Damn. <laughs> Good going, Stolzi. Why don't you wish for an asteroid in back? <laughs> See what else comes true. Um, the patch of the Otranto Barrage is relatively painless as... Per usual, um, the worst thing that happened during the during the trip is that you had to submerge twice to avoid patrol ships. That's it. Um, going under, it it's though. really a matter of coming within, you know, a few miles of the the freaking underwater fence, submerging, going down to a, a you know a, a safe depth, and just cruising under. I mean, this the barrage is only like 50 feet deep. Uh, and, and it's not even uniformly, you know, all the way across. So this thing can, this thing has like a, it's a 75 meter um, depth yeah, on it. Yeah, 246 feet. Yeah, uh, and it's just easy as hell to cruise right under this thing. It's rather pathetic. <laughs> really? This is, the, this is the best you can come up with. <laughs> Could there at least have been a dog by the fence? <laughs> the American <laughs> patrol boats who were assigned to this, this area... Uh, we were called the Splinter Fleet by the guys on board because their ships were blown into splinters on so many occasions by the Austrian torpedo boats. It was, it was not pretty. Um, Going to talk on American. The Austrians do okay during the war. It's, uh, they don't they do not embarrass themselves too badly here down there. Not like the Italians. 
No, the Italians are a non-stop laugh riot uh, on most fronts. Actually, they, they had some fancy actions with the Austrians, like digging under a mountain to blow it up. All the Austrians hit on top, but then it didn't work because the Austrians did uh, a charge on top to, to collapse the tunnel that the Italians were building. On top. Uh, I knew there was some. I know there was some tunneling in the uh, in the. Uh, the The White War. I picked up a book oh, yeah. about it. Yeah, you know yeah. all about tunneling. Yeah, that was that was last year. Yeah, yeah last year I think was the, tunneling under the, the Germans. In I the think Italians' this, defense. And sadly, nice wine, though. <laughs> sadly, they didn't find any good bread. I think the scariest <laughs> thing I ever read, though, was in um, Storm of Steel, where they're talking about they're they're in it's just German, and he's uh, Junger, Ernst Junger, and they're listening and they can hear the British tunneling towards their trench. So by about the time the British get up there. They knock a hole in their in their bunker wall and stick a flamethrower through it and just hose it down. And I'm like, oh god! And then close it back up so it doesn't suck the oxygen out yeah. of the bunker. It's yeah. Like, yeah. What well, is? You're still here screaming? Nope. Okay, they're done. <laughs> it's like you want like twenty bucks. Ding. Um, the uh, getting to the attractive garage is no problem. Um, you guys are then. For the most part, cruising around on the surface of the that was probably ocean the hottest part of summer. the whole mission. <laughs> um, okay, scenario done. Well, yeah, great. no Let's big deal. Home. Uh, work on my tan. <laughs> uh, working your yeah, way you towards the um, working your way towards the Western Med, and your partner probably can't fish off one of these. Random, so. random encounters. Basically, as you're going down there, do you guys come within sight of anything worth shooting at? Rolling some dice. Well, yeah, I Peter's up on the deck with a I, uh, rifle. Just, you know, an empty rifle. Click. <laughs> he's not going to dry fire it. That's really bad for the pit. Oh, okay. yeah. He's just practicing. Bang! Um, as you guys are cruising around... Bang! The, uh, past the southern tip of, uh, the southern, well, past Syracuse, past Sicily. Between Sicily and, um, and Tunisia. Um... Let's see here. Everybody make me a luck roll. Tell me who rolls lowest. Luck is 75. Hot three. Hot three is your tough beat. Nine, nine. 53. 33. 33. 84. Hey, we got two 33s. How unlikely is that? We got a 47. And Greg? 53. That's a success. All right, that means I'm just going to put everyone who rolled a 33 as you two, Mr. O3, I'll get to make a. Spot hidden roll because you guys are sitting in the conning tower. Uh, hey, I'm really good at spot hidden. So go ahead and make your spot is hidden. Is the roll, conning please. tower open air? <laughs> oh my oh, god! Yes, absolutely. Hot four. Well, you definitely made the spot hidden. I didn't make it. Uh, I made it as well. All right. Well, Tom Cleese is at first with O four. <laughs> actually, Tom will be able to provide more information. What you're seeing is, um, and actually seeing an escorted convoy. Um, you're the first guy to spot it. The first plume of coal smoke. Uh, you do actually. This is uh, this is the kind of thing that uh, you spend a fish on. Um, you're not going to engage uh, a convoy with that guy. That's just not. Um, but um, you've spotted a you've spotted a uh, an escorted convoy of uh, from what you can tell, somewhere more than ten vessels. And you guys can plot an intercept course. They are actually. Uh, based on their, their speed and direction, they're actually, if you guys stop, they're going to take you. They're coming from the uh, east, from Suez, basically. 
heading to Gibraltar. That's, How do the Americans say? Scream, alarm. Alarm! alarm. Jackpot! <laughs> so, um, I presume you notify your officers. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is the one of the officers. Uh, you notify the officers. The uh, real officers. Unless you say, it's not, unless you say we're just going to take a nap. It goes up the. Uh, unless you say right. we're going to take a nap. It goes to the captain. Now, how many of these ships are cargo and how many of them are. Can't tell. Ships? Right now, we're talking about plumes, smoke plumes. Okay. Uh, and again, everything put burns. Everything except your U boat burns coal at this time. I mean, the submarine's diesel, but every other ship on the, on the, the ocean uh, burns coal, except, of course, the Italians who are still putting gasoline in their submarines. Which would asphyxiate the crew, cause them to have hallucinations as the ship fills up with um, the jolliest, food. the jolliest <laughs> ships in <laughs> the <laughs> Italian <laughs> Navy. Like, like, I see a cigar <laughs> smoking snake. Anyway. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he's right there. There's a story that I, uh, about uh, an Austrian submarine. It's at night and they see another submarine, and the other submarine waves at them. They just bumping to each other on the surface, and they're like, "Oh shit! Is it one of ours? Is it one of theirs?" And the other ship waves at them, and they're like. Wave them back, but they still don't know. And then they they smell the gas, and they're like, it's an Italian, and he's crossing right in front of us. Like, Just keep waving. Yeah. <laughs> Have a flare. If you're close enough, that might work. I mean, literally, the thing is has if a cloud could, yeah, of gas. You can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> the wind changes direction, like oh goody. Like ah, uh, the wintry tang of petrochemicals. <laughs> so. Um, Basically, you guys are all bossed around down the food chain. The bot captain bosses him, bosses him, bosses him. Uh, the deck gun crew just have to sit there holding their dicks because this is going to be a job for the Tapita crew and the Tapita mechanics who um, you guys? go through their emotions. I do ballast. I do, I do runners. Um, all right. Oh, yes. <laughs> Over the next... What was that? Over the next four hours or so, the submarine maneuvers itself into position, um, sits in this this water that is just pond calm. It's the the med and the only waves are the freaking... The Titanic. Yeah, the only waves is the water breaking from the convoy. And again, you guys don't often get a chance to fire the torpedoes, but one of the rules... Of uh, what's called cruiser rules, because these rules were designed with cruisers in mind about attacking merchant ships. Was that you weren't allowed to fire on an you could not fire fire on an unescorted merchant or unarmed merchant ship. But if they're escorted, all bets are off. All bets are off. You can you can shoot torpedoes and them. It's not against the rules. So are we descending <laughs> to to, to prepare to do this, or are we yeah, staying? The ship because it's this happened during the daylight hours. Yeah. Uh, the submarine is submerged to fire, although plenty of times at night they do not. There's no yeah. point. Yeah. Um, so this just mention, could not have fallen out better for us. Not the, not to mention, they're overtaking you. Oh my God, it's the best possible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way it could be better is if they, you know, and again, the four hours that the captain maneuvers the boat, he's trying to maneuver the boat so they'll be crossing the teeth rather than firing directly into the, right. into the, into the ships. It's just. So it's 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 basically the submariner's wet dream uh, as far as a setup. Captain even allows one moment jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be guys underwater. Have a lot of those. (laughs) Uh, Quick combat wank for everyone. (laughs) 
the only way so, it could be better is if that crew was made of candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone does their jobs, um, unless anyone's going to tell me they're taking a nap. Um, uh, hell no. All right. The thing about uh, submarine combat is that it's, it, it really comes down to this weird thing where the crew becomes an extension of the captain. I mean, this thing is, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, he's the fighter pilot, everybody else is just the interface between him and the machine mm -hmm. to put it in line. And, and so he rolls real well. They line up the shot, they uh, put four fish in the water. Um, and um, you, you, uh, 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 get to hear that, so that, that's entertaining. As you hear the impacts, and let me just check this. Um, you hear three impacts. Um, the only person who gets eyes on the on the target, of course, is the captain who's looking through the through the periscope. Um, once those impacts happen, uh, just the, there's no time. They just drop the periscope. Change depth, change direction, yep, and yep. sit quiet. Mm -hmm. While you listen to the sounds of bulkheads failing. <laughs> oh, I love that sound. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, can, uh, can I listen too? Get <laughs> like, um, your get your own. <laughs> I love the sound of bulkheads failing in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sound of victory. Um, in well, celebration of our good luck, all crew will have one drop of sherry, except for. A torpedo that missed, they will have one flogging. <laughs> that is all. That seems fair. Um, Sherry is for closers. I should note that the, the, the distances that these torpedoes were fired at, it's World War One. it's 500 meters. <laughs> 500 meters is torpedo range in in, in World War One. It's close enough to poke the side of the ship with the front of the boat. It's, it's, it's scary, unbelievable close. It's why, uh, what's his name, uh, Lothar del Perry, uh, when they ran out of supplies in the Adriatic, they got a working submarine together and the Germans evacuated Katara. And uh, they left with 14 boats, 11 made it to Kiel. Um, and they had to get through the Straits of Gibraltar. You know, they had to run that minefield and, uh, and then go up to the English Channel as well, which is also another nightmare. Um, but uh, they gave them some big end of the war uh, U cruiser. This thing that had enough fuel and range to go to America and then hang out for a week or two, come back. It was really long range. Bristling with guns, they still put all these deck guns on it, you know, like three deck guns. Um, he got out and shot a uh, convoy. And again, at the range is like no more than 500 to 700 meters. They shot the convoy up, they submerged. One of the convoy ships had been hit, was heading towards them, and as it sank, it kept going forward and it landed on them. Um, the, the ship was sinking and pinned the submarine. It was, the, 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 it was pinned under the keel as it was going down. And so as they're being dragged to the bottom with the ship, they're running the engine and blowing the ballast tanks, and they finally get loose, bopped to the surface. It pretty much sliced open the conning tower, which is now useless. You couldn't be in it to be submerged. Um, it cut the conning tower in half. And, you know, they almost got dragged to the bottom. When you're shooting at those kind of ranges, that is not... Hmm. Uncommon. That's not a freak. Not a freak occurrence. No, no. And you know about it because you know, unbelievably, the guy survived. Um, <laughs> it took the Luftwaffe to kill him. They crashed him in a plane in 1940 while flying him someplace. He died of an airplane passenger. <laughs> 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 you know, Ouch. You know, There's well, a lesson in there for all of us. Just also, like, an engine failure. Just like Yamamoto. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
point quite the same thing. <laughs> well, shut. It was a point. But no, so, so the, the no one was of... angry at Lothar. He was just... <laughs> he was just going from point A to point B. He thought he was on Delta. So the range would be out. about from here to that door over there. What was that? The range of the torpedo would be from about here to that door. That's a hundred. That's like that's 100. not even a hundred meters. It's 60, okay. sixty, maybe eighty. Okay, so, so it's maybe think we're talking about a city think, block. Think, think okay. yards, but think still, yards. yeah, it's like a city block. It's like eighteen hundred. Yeah. Like three, on three feet to a yard. Well, on, the, the boat? on the ocean, that's the not too like? far. Fifty-five point three zero overall. Fifty-five meters. So it's ten. It's ten boat lengths. That's kind of close. Yeah, closer. That that's pissing distance. So, anyways, there. The boat goes down. The boat uh, maneuvers. Um, unfortunately, like most of you boat captains, uh, our captain has got to know whether he hit anything or not, and what he hit. So the boat is brought back up to periscope depth, and he takes a look. And uh, <laughs> he just, you know, he he look he looks up kind of from the. From the from the periscope, it's like uh, that's enough. We can go back. Nothing to see. And um, as the as you're gonna take a peek as an officer. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and um, make me a spot hidden, please. Yes. All right. Uh, go ahead and make uh, a luck roll. Yes. Don't make me a sandwich. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Yes. All right. <laughs> what you see looking through the periscope is there is a ship that is sinking that clearly was filled with livestock. It looks like it was filled with horses. And as the ship is going down, um, uh, and it's not really going down, it's sitting there in the water burning, um, there are animals loose on the deck. There are guys trying to get the lifeboats off the off yeah. the ship while horses are running around. And as you're looking, there there are animals going over the side, jumping over the side into the water. Um, and as you nothing to see here. Yeah. And as you look, uh, one of the one of the one of the horses jumps over the side and cuts a lifeboat in half as it goes. You lose oh. zero sanity points for seeing something fairly unpleasant. <laughs> we should dive. We should dive. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> And sadly, that is a true story. So moving along, um, I just worked the, my rudder. The boat goes down now. I know Tom, give me a listen roll. No. All right. You can hear um, you can hear a lot of screws going upstairs uh, mm-hmm. once the boat's parked. You know, parked uh, 50 meters down or so. so. Um, you hear all of the screws going upstairs, and, and you're not sure, but it sounds like there must be more than a dozen, because um, and they they don't sound. It doesn't based on that on that list of all. You can't quite tell what they're doing. It sounds like either they're going in a circle or going back and forth. It's, it's hard to tell. But all right. Um, Give me another listen, Noel. Yes. All right. Um, you guys hit the bottom for about two hours. Uh, eventually, what you realize is that you can, uh, eventually you couldn't lose your listen rolls forever, and you never. It would be impossible to fumble the rolls so badly you think they stop looking for you when they haven't. 
But because they're still running their screws, there's a search pattern going on up today. They're going back and forth listening to you with their crappy hydrophones. You're sitting dead in the water, holding your thumbs. Nobody fart. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's four or five hours running that. in danger. <laughs> um, if you just sit in the water, guys, they can park these boats for a day, too, underwater. Um, it's when you start running the batteries that, that it starts being a problem. Um, they only have like a range of, I think it's like 50 kilometers or 60 kilometers yeah. uh, running the batteries. Um, total maneuver distance. But um, with the, uh, just sitting dead in the water, literally you can sit still for like 48 hours. Or something. So there's enough oxygen. Oh, absolutely. Until dark, which is basically what you guys are going to be waiting for is when it gets to be dark, the boat will be surfaced and dark is what's the clock say? You know, Nobody no fart. But uh, in the meantime, nobody fires, nobody plays. It's a long way to Tipperary. Um, the, uh, <laughs> um, no, they... Put the violin down, you fool. <laughs> it's like, and now, it's a, it is my security blanket. <laughs> and now, then I want get to hold the phones. <laughs> okay, going down to Georgia. <laughs> Probably not what they're gonna you're gonna play, but maybe something by Mozart. Although they're here, like that's wacky, <laughs> especially since it probably wasn't written yet. No, uh, that, that's that's another. And like, somewhere, like, hey, they're playing an anachronism. Somewhere upstairs, there's a some British guy or French sailor who's listening on his guy who's trying to hear you too. He's like, fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I hope well, they fart. <laughs> Six p.m. rolls around, or rather, since it's August, it's probably more like um, seven thirty, eight o'clock rolls around, um, and. Um, the boat is surfaced. Uh, again, it's 19th century, you know, leader school of leadership. So when they pop that hatch, first guy out is the, is, is the captain. They don't send the, you know, the bosun's mate to stick his nose out and get killed. They don't make smart decisions. Um, the uh, captain goes upstairs, pokes his nose outside first, you know, and then um, uh, uh, calls down engines quarter speed forward, you know, and. Uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of the uh, observation crew is brought up, and I'm just going to go ahead and say that'll be Peterson and you and you since you were the guys on deck. How about if I bring the gun crew up too? Um, if we're going to <laughs> if they're waiting up here for us, we're diving. We're not going to duke it out. There's no duking it out. There's, <laughs> run, there's running for it and there's running and hiding. We are a submarine. Um, if it turns, if it turns out there's a, there's, a, destroyers there. there's a destroyer there, and you know, there's, there's Why did they call them that anyway? You know, what do you call them? Because <laughs> they're soft and cuddly and filled with love. Yeah. <laughs> and death charges. And destroyer? Death charges. I heard they even know. And death charges, that's, that's full of love. Somebody shoot that man. <laughs> so, what you guys see on the surfaces, you can still see the in the water, even though it's dark out, there's still the reflection on the water of, uh, of oils from the, the ships. Not diesel fuel, but the lubricants. They've broken loose and they're coating the surface. Um, the captain, uh, from his observations on the, um, on the periscope, saw two ships hit, one that sank, right away the second vessel 
There's one of the horses I only got hit once. Sat on the surface and burned. At this point, it's it's uh, the fires are out. It's not lighting up the air anymore. But it's not. It hasn't disappeared completely under the waves. It's um, now there's still uh, uh, mass and whatever in the cargo mass still sticking up over the water, and it's just a wash. And you'll see a couple of miles away. Um, but the convoy has moved on. There don't appear to be any lifeboats in the water, which looks like that they did the incredibly dumb thing of stopping to pick up the lifeboats while the escorts looked for them, which is, would never, ever happen in World War II. Um, but they apparently policed up there, if there were any survivors, which there, were, there, there would have been a few, they were able to police up uh, a fair number of them. Which, by all accounts, always seems to be treated as a good thing, uh, as people tended to treat the ship as a target and the crew as people who were just in the way of the target. They got picked up and saved, you know, all the better. But, um, with the convoy out of the area, the uh, ship just, you know, the captain just orders us back on course, heading uh, west toward Gibraltar at, um, uh, at half speed in the hopes that it will also give the convoy, which is probably moving as fast as it possibly can at this point, just out distance from going west. There's no chance of you bumping into the tail end of it. Yeah. Dear Since they're going to likely be on their guard this time. Today we had a jolly good bit of fun with a convoy. <laughs> though there was a, probably a sight very horrible I'm glad I didn't see. No, everything was alright, just nothing to see. Uh, there are probably he horse looked. carcasses floating in the water at this point. Yeah, yeah. When the officer backs away from the periscope and says, nothing to see, we know there's something to see in there. We just don't want to. But I'm trying to say, that boat had a big I mean, red cross on the side. I think we talked about I have never seen Peterson turn so pale so fast. <laughs> we didn't fuck I mean, to up. To be honest, Some other usually I don't think up. random crew members get to look through the periscope anyway. Hey, does anyone want Hey, that's funny. you got to look at this except guy. The, except for the, uh, you know, the, the executive officer. I can't even imagine anyone else to, yeah, to, 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 to touch them. Yeah. Do you want to touch my periscope? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, the good news is it's fresh meat. It's already barbecued. <laughs> yeah, and it's already salt cured, so I'm yeah. sure it'll last if we bring it on board. <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out, though, is do they turn like this so all four legs are sticking up out of the water? <laughs> I don't know what a ground horse looks like. <laughs> I guess on the side. Lord knows I do. I'm, is it, I'm, you think I'm it already has bigger margins, or is it more floating flop? I'm presuming that they, they're... I'm actually presuming they're, they're actually below the surface at this point because they haven't ballooned up with gas yet. There's a pleasant thought. The sharks will get to them long before that. Or just wait, like three, sharks? two, one. <laughs> there the they are. Either the sharks or the French, one or the other. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not enough to eat all that, that orange, but you are going to get so many more comments in this one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I can't wait for I can't wait for the one tomorrow, which is in Africa, where... All the players have to play the uh, Congolese Ascari. <laughs> Everyone's going to adopt their, um, their uh, uh, Tarzan 
you know, uh, <laughs> luggage bear accent and call the white officers uh, offendy or, you know. Buana. Buana, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the white officers, Buana. Well, <laughs> so God, I cannot fake another accent. I hope we have a different Well, we can all fake accents then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, you'll have Belgian officers and, and, uh, and uh, uh, Congolese stars. So, yeah. so tell me of these. Waffles here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous waffles. And how many MFBBs do we have? Now, that event, I should just be clear, that was like uh, five or six days out of Qatar. Getting to the Otranto Barrage was like a day and a half. And That's another three days out of Kataro. Um, during this time, you saw one plume of smoke that could have been a potential target, but its course and speed was such that getting an intercept at 14 knots on the surface just proved to be impossible. However, on the third day, right and early in the morning, uh, you guys, um, uh, let's see here. Make me some uh, luck rolls to see who's on deck. Oh, oh four. Oh, balls. Damn. Oh, six. Oh, nine. Oh, 78. I'm so not going to Oh, six. And who else? Oh, nine. 41. 27. Yeah, you know, These conditions are bad with the unlucky guy is the one who's <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> Make your spot hidden roll, please. Wait, uh, three highest? This right here. Oh, okay. I made it. 18. I no failed problem. it. Well, you guys detect a um, plume of coal smoke. Where? Uh, east, east, uh, well, south, southeast, I should say. More to the south than to the east. Sorry. Are you sure? I don't I'm see a sea. It's, <laughs> it's, north, it, it's uh, south of you, uh, a little bit to the, uh, to the, to the west. So. Huh? Achtung Nebel. It appears to be heading basically. Nebel. Achtung Nebel. Achtung Nebel, yeah. It appears to be going basically north from the coast of Africa. Oh, oh. So. Can't let that again, happen. Tom yells, alarm! Because he saw a dust bird. That's all, that's, that's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. Don't judge me. And Schnell. Um, everyone is everyone is bustled out of their bunks. Everybody goes to their decks. Yes, this time, this time, Mr. Fry, the deck crew is assembled. Yay. Everybody's brought up on deck to man the gun. How big is the uh, gun deck crew all together? Um, there are a grand total, I believe, uh, four gunners and uh, one crew captain. So there's a grand total of five. You really only need, at max, you really only need two guys to run the gun, one to load it, one to fire it. One guy ends up standing around. The other guys end up looking around, looking pretty. Well, the deck captain uh, ends up being uh, like Sigourney Weaver on um, uh, was it, what, was that, what was that movie, um, Galaxy Quest, which just has to repeat everything that the captain says. <laughs> captain says fire, and then he says to the you know he has been fire, and then you with your 55 actual gunnery skill actually pull the lanyard that fires the gun, while somebody else put the shell in it. What is it, pure? Nice. <laughs> can I get on the Can I get on the boarding party? 
I've decided Peter's gung-ho. It's called boarding party for a reason. <laughs> Everyone's invited. Everybody join in. We're going to end up pulling the love train. Hop <laughs> aboard the man train. Um, but this count is a full crime? Nine. <laughs> a crime against my eyes. <laughs> well, got to poke those out now. Okay, I've got that image in my head now, Greg, and the only way to get it out was a little pull it. Make a sun roll. Thank you, Brigham. <laughs> I fail. There's no way I got an 89 sanity. <laughs> um, all right. Um... The gun crew is mustered up on deck. Uh, the breach and the barrel are opened up. Uh, the uh, uh, magazine on deck is opened up. There's some sort of, not sure how it works exactly, but there's some sort of magazine uh, that's in a hatch. They just, they just wrench it open. Yep. Or it's like with a wrench. Open it up and it's apparently watertight and they start pulling the it's shells magic. out. It's magic. It's, uh, it's, it's the ready ammo mag. Um, I, don't ready know how ammo the, I don't know how the shells get out. I think there may be sort of a like a dumbwaiter system except it's the length of the ship whereas you pull a, a group of shells out like nine shells in a group pull them out one at a time you throw the, the rack out and the next rack rolls down from the front of the ship because there's no way there'd be a spring that could push them up like a you know like a yeah. magazine of a gun it, it's magical fairy dust regardless you got 160 these 88 millimeter shells so <laughs> again <laughs> I love shooting my gun <laughs> um, this is my rifle this is my gun well, uh, at this point, everybody, all the player characters are on deck because there's no way I'm leaving the player character uh, trapped in this can. That's why nobody's an engineer, you'll notice. And the player character, there's nobody playing the chief engineer uh, because he'd be stuck in the can yeah. going, is everybody all right up there? Can I roll some dice? Uh, oh uh, what's going on? Do you prefer, how many of us are wearing red shirts? I actually well, would suggest you have an engineer. He can go and get the beer for the rest of the party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're keeping the beer cold in the in the, in the bilge. Um, <laughs> are you that of their? Are you that of their? Distilling some hellacious torpedo juice. I have no idea if they've got a beer ration on the submarine, but they sure as shit had them on the had on the capital ships. Yeah. There was a there was definitely a beer ration on the service ships. In the we'll dump the ammo before we dump that. <laughs> they had priorities. <laughs> exactly. Well, before they got the dry docks finished at, at Sing Tao in China for repairing the ship, the brew is online, which is why we still have the beer. That's why it, and God bless God them bless too. bless the Kaiser for giving us Sing Tao beer. Um, the uh, uh, so go ahead, everybody, go out across the board, make your spot hidden rolls. Uh, please give me a number uh, which you make, not just that. Forty-nine. You're really starting to frighten me. I'm I know. Just die out. Zero eight. Zero two. Just a series of one. Fifty-five. Everybody makes their spot no. hidden rolls. Yes, I failed. Right. I made, I made you see it a boat. It's the dice ship. God <laughs> gave me. What you guys see is a single funnel uh, which ship. One? Um, with a uh, central castle, you know, uh, uh, in it, and sort of a race four castle, and a uh, sort of a—I hate to call it a building—but there. Uh, one day I'll learn all the proper nautical terms. But it's got that uh, a structure on the back. Near, I guess we call it a fan. It's a poop deck. Um, it's got uh, two uh, cargo cranes. Uh, cargo masts on it. Three Island Steamers, they were called. This is not as big as the Three Island Steamer. It's okay. very small, in fact. It's a coastal. Um, by the standards of, uh, of, of ocean-going vessels. Uh, it's also 
um, actually very freaking fast. Um, your surface speed is top speed is 14 knots, I believe, is what it says in the document. Um, this thing. 13.6, yes. All right. You guys start catching up to it, and since you guys are burning diesel, not coal, and your ship's about as wide as this table we're sitting around, um, it does not, you guys actually close quite a bit on this thing before they finally notice that you are. Uh, Can we tell how they're flagged? Yes. Uh, they are flagged with uh, Spanish uh, colors. Um, the it's some, You guys get close enough to the thing to read the name off it before they notice you. Uh, the name of the ship is the Cuervo. Anybody speak Spanish? That's affirmative. Right. Then you know the word Cuervo means raven. Um, it's like Spanish, but like any neutral, uh, you guys pull them over all the time and sink them all the time. <laughs> if they've got war material bound for a hostile port, they go to the bottom. Um, it's just that it's especially important to do boarding actions and, and, and cargo manifest checks on neutral ships because, well, the Kaiser has enough problems at this point. We don't need the Spanish getting into the war too or the Danes or the Dutch or anyone who shares a border with the Reich at this point. It's, it's, um, it's getting a little crowded in the Western Front, what with French, Belgians, British, Americans, Portuguese, Russian expeditionary force. Um, it would just be, it would be no good to open a new front, say, north of the Kiel Canal if Denmark came in or... Uh, or uh, if the if the Dutch came in as well, that would don't make the Kaiser cry. Don't make the Kaiser cry. Yeah, he's doing a lot of that these days. <laughs> Over with by Christmas. <laughs> well, so much for my and we waste him with the eighty-eight millimeter. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. Well, okay. School diplomacy. August twenty. Once these guys notice you, and at this point you're sort of approaching them rather. You know, you're approaching them rather uh, boldly because you guys are flying the signal flags. You know, that say. You know, pull over, cut your engines. Keep your hands where I can see yeah. them. Um, all the communication is apparently carried out with the signal flags. These guys actually speed up. Let, oh, no, they didn't. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they go from about 8 knots, which is pretty good, to about, 12, they get up about 12 knots. Come over Which is there. really fast for a, a uh, merchant ship. They get up to 12 knots. Wow. That's like the kind they, of speed you expect out of military vessels. Are they? How low in the water are they? Not very. You can see the uh, you can see the, the difference in paint scheme. They're riding fairly high in the water, so uh, but maybe they, unladen. They, hmm? Maybe unladen, and that's why they can go so fast. There's no such thing as an unladen ship, uh, except you know in our modern day we always see super tankers go from being you know having about two feet of clearance to having twelve stories of clearance. Well, once you dump the fuel, you're, you're empty. There's nothing coming back in the ship, but a cargo vessel. Shouldn't Always. take a step that there isn't cargo being paid for, you know, paying for that that fuel to move it from one place to another. But unless it's yeah, yeah. But if it's that high in the water, what's the cargo? Popcorn? Yeah, uh, styrofoam, pork, you know, something. But whatever, pork? whatever it is, it's uh, not terribly heavy. Shit. Um, pork. Well, if it's a Q ship, then it wouldn't have uh, accelerated; it would have slowed down. So, typical Q ship thing is. Um, 
they have a typical cruise ship. You guys have all been briefed on this and, and, and heard the horror stories, mostly from uh, you know the, the submarine flotillas in the North Sea. Um, they uh, they let you they, they let the uh, the ship the U-boat fire on them. Uh, they have a panic party. A bunch of men are designed who who are supposed to jump in the lifeboats and bail out and paddle away. Um, they play with us first. and look like they're abandoning the ship. Uh, in some particularly unbelievable and scary scenarios, they'll have the panic party get in the lifeboats and paddle towards the German ship like they're going to surrender, and then they'll open fire over the heads of the guys in the boat to hit the submarine. You know, which wow, uh, douchebags. Well, you got to have a lot of faith in the gunners if you're going to let them <laughs> shoot over your head. Um, uh, you don't want I'll, the autistic kid. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. You don't want the yeah. You don't want the village idiot who uh, uh, was put in the navy because he wouldn't stop touching the uh, you know neighbor McGillicuddy's horse uh, to be in charge of the <laughs> be in charge of the gun crew at that point. Why Hoping, didn't you love me? Why mother? is everybody looking at me all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, Stan. You know that uh, that ten pounds I owe you. I'll pay you back after this panic party. <laughs> <laughs> I got, anything. I got it right here in my pocket. Because, friend. you know, they, they, the Germans would tumble to the fact that, well, they're not paddling towards us, they're paddling, you know, perpendicular us. It's a Q-ship, open fire or, you know, duck. And so they said, well, gee, they, they won't fall for that. I guess we'll have to put the, put the uh, panic party be- between the two ships. You know, I... <laughs> I'm stunned by that thinking, but it worked several times. Uh. <laughs> I just want you to know, Captain, I despise you. <laughs> so, um, these guys actually accelerate and try and take off. That doesn't mean a Q-ship won't put up a token fight. Um, however, it is not, uh, you don't see any sign of armament on this thing. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, Q-ships will go ahead and actually have some armament on board. Uh, usually on the on the poop deck, the fantail, they'll have added a small six to eight pound naval gun, uh, which is really in a lot of ways useless because they're generally never manned by professional crews. They're manned by reservists or in the merchant marine. Or, you know, last time they fired a cannon, it was the Battle of Trafalgar. So um, it doesn't mean that it wouldn't hurt if you get hit, but it's not like going up against the Royal Navy, um, at least on merchant ships. Yes, when it's a Q-ship, it's actually the Royal Navy. Um, but these guys go ahead and pour on coal and try and take off. Um, the captain uh, goes ahead and just orders up, you know, uh, you know full-speed-ahead flank speed to chase these guys down um, and uh, orders the gun crew to go ahead and, uh, after they run up the right signal flags, and say, gee, we're going we're gonna to shoot you now. You know that, right? I mean, that's essentially what it says. You brought this on your Yeah. So you'll want an idiot. No there were shell. any number of ways you could have avoided this outcome, and you wouldn't do any of them. <laughs> it's like, it's like, despise us not, for we have done flags. our duty. <laughs> they, uh, they run up the right number of signal flags to basically tell them, okay, you're going to be fired on. Um, Due diligence. There is an Aldous lamp on the ship for, you know, doing, the, doing that sound call communication, but it's the middle of the daytime, so that's not very effective. Um... The gun crew is uh, is told that you know, uh, wait since it doesn't appear to be armed, to wait until these guys are within uh, will be short range for the gun, and then just start taking pot shots at uh, at the prop, looking to shear the uh, shear the drive shaft or jam the rudder or something like that. Which means 
Rosk is to roll some dice. Yay! Roll right. some dice, Ross. So, uh, uh, my question for you now, um, as far as firing the gun, your skill with that is 55, right? Yes. All right. Now, shooting from a boat is a big, giant, hairy pain in the ass because the boat's moving, and so both boats are moving, so your gun platform is really, not that steady. Yeah. Sea surface conditions are, uh, they're actually pretty calm. It's not like that. It's not the pool table you were shooting on uh, <laughs> last week, but um, it, uh, it's, not, it's not bad at all. But with the ship, if this is a small ship, it's going to bounce around the ocean a lot because it's so narrow right. and it's uh, so short compared to a you know, ship of the line. And both of them are jamming. Uh, and both of you are going full out. So what's your uh, uh, pilot ship or boating? Uh, pilot small boat is yeah. at 40%. 40%? All right. So your chance to hit these guys is 55 times 40%. Okay. At short range, you have a 22% chance to hit these guys. Um, Per shot. Per shot. Um, and you got 160 tries. So. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Fire every, <laughs> fire every shot. Okay, come on. We explained yeah. how we used all our ammunition. So we were there. We, we, we ran out of bullets, so we came home. I just have someone be there, like, doing this, like, you can do it. He's a punk. Come on. Wait a minute. How if do you, you say uh, fuck this bitch You can take up to three rounds to aim. Okay. Um... We, oh are, we have an aiming rule for, you know, for rifles. You see, no reason why you can't use it for field guns. What that would do is each round gives 20% of your base skill to the to the roll. So yeah. if you wait three combat rounds, you can get 55 times 1.6, then times 0.4. So 55 times, here comes the math. <laughs> this is why you, you play just add it. Add his, 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 a fifth of his base skill is 11. 35% chance to hit these guys. Per die to the dice pool. 35 if I wait. If you fire, instead of firing every round, or every other round, you, you know, it takes a round to reload it. You wait three rounds and fire. And again, a round, a round is, is three seconds. So you're yeah. not, you know. It, and I'm not in a hurry. You're not in a hurry. All right. So, the captain approves of that. Yeah. I'll uh, take my time and uh, go for the 35% chance. All right. Go ahead. Roll the dice. I around every uh, 11. I think that's an impale, actually. Uh, uh, not with 35. No. Uh, impale oh, yeah, would be 7. Hit, sorry. Yeah. Impale would be 7. However, you hit them. Yes. Go ahead and give me uh, your 12d6 damage. And... Uh, <laughs> I will see what that can. Let me just. Uh, but this is going to. I think we can all contribute a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, uh, unless we're going to get them all more. mixed up. I, mean, I, I have twelve. All good. Let's just lend him the tiny yeah. ones. I, I have twelve. Uh, you have twelve. I'll just roll, roll six twice. twice. Yeah. Or roll six twice. Let's go. Eleven, eleven is more. Fifteen, twenty. Oh, yeah, nice. Eighteen, twenty. <laughs> Twenty-two, twenty-two plus twenty, forty-two damage. Okay. Forty-two damage. Yes. Right. Clunks. Uh, it's a little above average. Um, the shell does not uh, hit the. Uh, so sort of, I'll, I'll call it a castle. It's just that it's that structure on the back of the ship. Doesn't yeah. hit that. You end up going below the railings, below the portholes in this thing. The certain version of the But so. not far enough. You're not, you're not hitting, you didn't hit it uh, down uh, in the area of the, you actually hit it real hot. Real high um, but yeah, it smacks on the side of the ship and um, uh, you 
you can clearly see that you've knocked a hole in the, the shell went in. Yeah. Knocked a hole in the armor. Um, yeah, there, just there's, put the there's an appropriately one loud bang. Um, these guys don't look like they're slowing down another. Um, Good shooting. They're really asking for it, yeah. <laughs> give them another now, one. Now you're taking it personally. Yeah. What'd you say Nothing. about my mother land? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 18 land. hit again. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me another hit. Nothing says slow down and stop like being An 88 millimeter yeah. cannon. Yeah, yeah it, worked, it worked wonders four. in Normandy. <laughs> Nothing tells a Sherman to stop quicker than an 88 millimeter round through the front blade. Oh, wow. Look at all those sixes. Out the back. It, it is, ah, and these very, are, not, these are these, uh, this gun 15, is 15 not quite the 80, not quite the 88. 28 World plus. War II, no, it's a 3.1 inch naval gun. Uh, 52. 52. Yeah. 52. 52. All right. Another hit. Um, wow. Yeah. Take that, Raven. That's so rare. Nevermore. Nevermore. We're going to be hearing that joke a lot tonight. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm the one that started it. I feel good. You beat me to it. I'm sorry. I just bought these too. You guys, uh, you really, the the, the, the weapons reloaded. You're sitting there aiming, waiting for something to happen. Whatever has now. In the time it takes for you to reload and uh, get your sight picture, yeah. They do not alter their behavior. <laughs> Again, it's only 12 seconds. Only 12 seconds. <laughs> How much right. That one missed. All right. That one you end up putting in the water, yeah. uh, and, you know, and uh, around the rudder, but the impact just it goes off and it, it does not impact the ship or anything. Right. Way that it just pushes it forward. There's a giant geyser of water instead of the. the uh, I mean, at this point, you can see smoke coming out the portholes from the area you put the two shells into. Nice. Um, as you're getting ready for another hit, um, you can see that. Uh, uh, go ahead and make a spot hidden. Uh, everyone or everyone just on the deck makes a spot hidden. Made oh, it. I see nothing. Made I see it. nothing for a change. Yeah. Oh, six. Continue to fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made it. Oh, right. six. Yeah. Uh, what you're seeing at this point is. Um, uh, you can see that they have. Stopped. Yeah, I mean, they've stopped. They've stopped the, the, the prop. Uh, it's not churning anymore. Now, where you're hitting it, you're probably damaging the crew quarters Oops. <laughs> um, that are back there. They should there. have been on duty. So they um, <laughs> you're not. You know, the, the, the engine rooms are under the under the stack, right. which is in the dead center of the ship, and you weren't hitting low enough to hit the shaft. But uh, you fired three times and hit twice. That apparently got their full. Enough. They probably you fired their. You probably changed their mind after the second hit, <laughs> but it just takes some time for people to get around, and, you know, to, to get the order from here to there. And but they start. Uh, uh, you can see that they've stopped the prop. The uh, funnel, you know, obviously the smoke. Although it's still, still smoke still coming out the uh, funnel. It's sort of cut off. It slows down. <laughs> um, the captain does go ahead and give an order to hold your hold your fire, yeah. and uh, these guys uh, apparently have um, uh, decided against this course of action. However, nobody's running to the back end of the boat, which is getting shot at to wave the flag. There's there's now people sort of hanging off the side of the ship, or who are on the uh, the, the, the deck, the raised uh, uh, forecastle forecastle area. Who are waving, you know, undershirts or something to get your attention? Um, 
run to the back of the boat. Nine, it's probably yeah. a bad idea to put them around and they splatter them all over the deck. But they're, yeah. they're clearly trying to signal for a touchdown at this point. <laughs> okay. Um, I would advise to yeah. load the torpedo tubes. Just in case. They're dying a bit of light in the water. Um, the captain goes ahead and calls down the order to the, uh, um, I believe it's the senior torpedo mechanic to begin loading the tubes. Uh, frankly, the tubes are probably already loaded. There's only, like I said, 10 fish on the boat. I believe they're carried in the tubes. The four of them are carried in the tubes. The spare is carried in the cruise section. So once, the, once the four were fired at that convoy, they're probably all loaded in already. Uh, just to make room. But, yeah, I mean, they still have to be flooded and mm. made hot, so... Yeah. I'm gonna guess, Ross. Yeah. Who's house? Who's <laughs> house? Um... Nice shooting. Uh, the, um, the very few people get to fire at a, a field gun in Call of Duty. Well, now you can say you have. <laughs> yes. You've actually gotten a skill check in it. <laughs> I almost got to which, will be, which will be important for the rest of the game. I almost, got to, fire, campaign. I almost got to fire a Maxim in Massive Mount Hotep. Then I went insane right as I was on the <laughs> About hand. to pull a lever on it. And that's, that's when like, the Black Goddess showed up. What a, what, oh, you got cock I did. I totally did. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. That's not fair. I played Call of Duty for, I think it was, I must have gone to Call of Duty for 10 years before we got to fire an automatic weapon once. <laughs> wow. Well, we... I fell off a Zeppelin and fired We kept taking you know, archaeologists, and they don't usually start off with well, machine what, gun skill. Well, that's I mean, eventually they get there, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know. that, that, that's how the mask started. Everyone was a you know, scholar, archaeologist. By the time it was over, everyone's like, mercenary, World War One fed, gun runner. <laughs> and this is not... And this is not and you didn't roll up new characters. Your archaeologists became gun runners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and commandos before it's over with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, these guys in the Cuervo go ahead and signal for a touchdown at this point. Um, they yeah, look well, like yeah, at this you know they look like they're um, uh, trying to play square. Um, over the course of about you know this whole running them down, uh, this whole thing running them down probably took about two hours of time to close in on them, close in close enough for range fire. It's probably going to take another. 30 minutes to an hour to put the boat in position so that the uh, tubes are pointed towards the uh, ship. Uh, that's not unusual what to do, but these guys are a little friskier than most. Um, point the tubes and the deck gun towards the ship, and these guys come, uh, the guys in the Cuervo start putting uh, lifeboats over the side. They have two, one on either side of the, uh, of the castle, and they, uh, they begin running those, uh, those, and they're big, they're like, you know, 30-person lifeboats. They begin lowering these things down the side of the ship, one of which is being lowered on the outside of the ship, which you can't see. Right. Not a lot you can do about that unless you want to leave a guy in a dinghy with uh, a flare gun to watch the other side of the boat. We've had guys suggest that. But no, that's not the way it works. I can swim. We'll just spool out a long telephone line and I'll, I'll wear a rubber, you know, an inner tube with a with What a are they going to do? They come over, they start something, they're like, okay, I'll just point the field gun at them. Yeah. Uh, well, at this point... We get the backup um, with the max up here. Uh, at this point, um, there's a wonderful job you're doing on the field gun. Captain orders you up to the conning tower to get behind the maxim gun. Okay. So, oddly enough, you're pretty handy at both. Um, our full level now is down to three guys instead of four. But, again, the gun's overcrewed at this point anyway. Um, because these guys are a little extra frisky, uh, the captain also orders up on deck 
Um, clearly, all the players. And um, basically, enough guys to stand behind every rifle the ship has. So, let's see here. Um, uh, who has uh, like our officers? Um, you guys, are, you guys are strapped on the we, side. We have arms. to side arms, right? Um, which, oddly enough, uh, are carried in shoulder holsters because apparently carrying them on your hip gets With them caught. It, 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 it catches on the hatches coming up out of the hatch. They, yep. They've got this odd shoulder yep. holster rig that you can't fast draw like Dirty Harry, but it keeps it out of the way. It's just, yeah. Um, you guys are armed with those pistols. You're standing behind the Maxim gun. The uh, artillery pistols? Uh, the artillery pistols are brought up top. Um, I'll go ahead and hand those out. If you prefer the artillery pistol to a bolt-action rifle, say yes. Uh, there's one, two, three, four of you. Um, I'm going to start with the bolt-action rifle. Okay. Uh, I'll take a bolt-action. Right. Once I, shit I, gets I, real, I want, I'm striking. I want the funky pistol. With now, the, the pistol with the... is fired with the, when it's got a shoulder holster in it, a shoulder stock, excuse me, and it, it's fired using the rifle stick. Right. So, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you don't have to use pistols to fire it. Yeah. Take yeah, stock off. with the pistol, but I'm good with the rifle. All right. Mr. Fry? Uh, I'll take the pistol as well, and a couple of grenades. All right. Uh, you, you're in charge of this kind of stuff. If you want to have your deck crew armed up with a pair of uh, stick grenades apiece. A pair of stick grenades apiece, and when they go in the tops of the boots. Okay. Um, they're probably Don't. in the mouth. These guys aren't wearing boots, though. These guys are wearing, uh, the, 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 the crews and these subs are wearing these uh, oh, sort of rubber soles. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they're not oh. sneakers exactly, but they're not. You, um, you don't want to wear nailed boots in a submarine that doesn't want to be hurt. Captain, I had a clang, clang, clang. Okay, depth charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. Not, not to mention, there, there's no the, that that steel uh, the, the 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 nail boots, the hobnail boots, yeah. skidding around them on, yeah. on the deck yeah. on right. metal. So they're they're wearing a kind of sneaker. They go on the belt yeah. then. Like clank, right. clank. Hey, that's the magic word for the summon depth charge spell. Yeah, and apparently that was the same problem the Germans had digging tunnels. They, they'd stomp around on the wooden what floors of the tunnels, and everyone could hear it. Um, yeah, I keep thinking of the Sea Battalion, uh, like from uh, the Boxer Rebellion, where they those were, guys uh, have the hobnail. They have the they have the marching boots, and uh, later units they had the uh, puttees and the low quarter shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but these guys are wearing, and I'm I, I'm really not sure actually what the footwear is. Clearly, I should have found it. They're basically canvas boating shoes. Yeah. Um, so. Can I start out with the, you know, the Mauser for cover, just in case something goes crazy, and then if we're boarding, switch to one of the. Uh, once the players are going to board, and yeah, we'll be players doing the boarding action. It's yeah, you can oh, switch and, out. And Scott, okay. I'm taking the bayonet though off that Mauser. Oh yeah, bayonet and scabbard. <laughs> uh, clearly, you're expecting Chinese river pirates, but all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, fine. I, did everyone watch uh, the? Did everyone watch the Sand Pebbles before they went to yeah. Gen Con? All right. Uh, um, Did they still issue sailors for officers? You know, that's I have not been able to find out. Um, that's not I'll a the true. The British have them because there's an ugly incident where a British Q ship, a uh, British Q ship, uh, sank a German U-boat uh, that had pulled over an American ship, and there was a German boarding party on the American ship searching it for contraband, and the British Q ship showed up and sank the U-boat. When the Q ship came over. And sent a party of Marines over to the American ship, who then proceeded to hunt down and kill the German boarding party without letting them surrender Ow. with cutlasses. Ow. <laughs> they actually had the, the cutlasses and Webley revolvers. Make they just killed them in front of the Americans who were just 
couldn't freaking believe it. They got back into the American papers uh, in like 1917, right when they were gearing up for war, and suddenly it's like, uh, who are the good guys again? I don't, you know. Those princess barbarians. Uh, it, and, and again, it's a testimony to the British spin. You know, we didn't hear it. it that, went away. Uh, that, that problem went away. Uh, that, people, uh, yeah, that penultimately, World War One. you could honestly say there were no good guys. They were all douchebags. Yeah, it's uh, the only, the, the enemy's the war. You know, the bad guy's the war, and it just won't go away. You're, you're a Joe Average soldier. It's no big mystery why the, why the 20s are all watching socialists and communists. You know, after the adults showed you how to run the world between 1914 and 1918, yeah, I think I can uh, let the proletariat control the means. But I, no, I'm taking those. I am taking the bayonet because if we're boarding that ship, you want to have we want to have something close combat. The uh, honestly, my my punching is better than my knives. So I'll stick to the maximum. <laughs> my good old come on, man, Mr. Cuffs. <laughs> What's the English the name? The I've been drinking. It's like a machete you use it if you're born to shoot. Cutlass. The cutlass would be the, uh, I think, the term you're looking for. It's one-bladed. One-bladed sort of one relative chopping. It's a chopping, yeah. Yeah, that would be Yeah, you know, they really wish I had just a trench knife. They And they, they there's apparently uh, at least one other incident of a, of a tug, a British tug uh, in the... Um, in the English Channel that bumped into a U-boat in the fog and they just jumped over onto the U-boat with cutlasses and pistols and, you know, attacked the crew. Yeah, <laughs> Who won that? Uh, the Brits did, I believe. Wow. Uh, well, you know, just, there's not that many guns on board. And, uh... Tug you know, had a bigger crew? Yeah, Tug had more crew and everybody had a gun. You know, there's only like half a dozen guns amongst 30, 30 Germans. Well, it doesn't really matter if there's... You know, well, if you're smart, you're close to hatch and dive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, and Scott, uh, the snail drum. Yeah. Could have gone a rucksack. I'm just going to go in with a straight magazine. It's oh, you stick, stick a regular eight-round magazine. Yeah, because it's easier to maneuver in a close in close quarters. Okay. You'll regret that on bullet number nine. Uh, <laughs> if by, I, I have to go bullet number nine. Bullet number eight's already gone into the brain. So. <laughs> no, bullet number nine should be the grenade one. <laughs> there is that too. Bullet number nine. All right, um, these guys jump in there, lower themselves down, and they uh, they paddle their one lifeboat around the stern of the vessel, so that they're both on this side. And they're going to be paddling over you guys, and they're you know there looks like there's about thirty guys, and there maybe uh, maybe something range like twenty six or thirty guys in these two boats. That's really about right for a, a ship this size, maybe a little low. Um, these ships are cold by guys, I mean, they're fueled by guys with shovels. You know, and it takes a lot of assholes with a lot of, you know, swinging a lot of shovels. A lot of assholes and elbows. To, to make it, you know, to make this thing go. So, unlike a diesel ship, you know, where the fuel just is pumped into just it. just have perhaps one of the lifeboats rendezvous with us at a time while the other stays back? Can generally we? speaking, um, that's, generally speaking, and on, that has never been, you guys would not have done that before. Um, Generally speaking, they don't run away from us and they're not really high in the water. True enough. Um, well, it's a the point is, what can the other lifeboat do? If it blows away on the other side, well, if something goes wrong, we blow that thing out of water anyway. We have flooded torpedoes. Uh, Scott, yeah. I'm taking a look at the binoculars. What do these guys look like? Funny you should ask. Why don't you all spot it? Twenty-four. Right. I made it. Well, standing on the... Wow. 
of her Hailless first lifeboat is a guy dressed seen. not unlike um, terrible dental. a Greek fisherman. And he's got one of those caps. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a pea coat um, and a turtle neck. And uh, he's standing with one boot up on the prow of the ship while the guys behind him are, are uh, Captain Jack. rowing the rowing the, uh, the oars. Uh, it's three oars, uh, two guys per wheel. Uh, head in this direction. Um, These guys don't look like they're surrendering. They look like they're heading for us. I was three oars per side. They're heading three for or, us. I said three oars per side. Okay. I'm sorry. I meant to say three oars per side, two guys per oar, about 13 guys per first boat. Uh, you do a complete head count, you're, you're, there's about 28 guys. It's 13 guys first boat, 15 guys in the second boat. Yeah, Lieutenant, I don't think these people will surrender. They don't look like it. They look like a damn boarding party. They, uh, you, you got the spot hidden well, so go ahead and make your roll for the spot and take a look. Um, oh, that is actually the wrong dice because it's two times the same dice. And no that, one. I was going to say 28, but okay. you're going you're to have to pull a dice out of there and just designate one of them as a tens number. Okay, 57. Okay. Um, you'll both be seeing this before anyone else does because right now they're just, you know, well, shapes, they're, they're just look- silhouettes in the, they're looking through binoculars. This yeah. is the crew chief of the cannon. He actually has a pair of binoculars. And the officers, they come equipped with them at birth. Um, so I can't, there's no way I can draw a bead on the ship you itself. You can draw a bead on the ship yourself and take a look at, you want to look at the actual ship, yeah. not the guys in the lifeboat. Go ahead and make me a spot in on that. And tell me what out of what. Uh, 16 out of 50. Okay. You do not see any beady little eyes or little knobby heads looking up over the edge of it, the, the railing edge. How about that? You do see that... Should there be? There really shouldn't be. If there's a bunch of guys peeking over the edge, that would be bad. Um, you don't see anything like that. You do see, however, that it looks like that fire that was set by him banging holes in the back of the ship is... It's not, there's not flames shooting out the portholes, but there's big clouds of black smoke still... Uh, coming out the portholes and out of the uh, deck hatches in the rear part of the boat, rear part of the ship. So it's still kind of burning. So any what's so smoldering? Yeah, it's still smoldering. It, 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 there's no. It's no open fire. There's no open fire. Which and the point is, make an idea not, roll. Not a lot of both things, of us. Yeah. Not a lot of things should be neither oh, burning four. openly nor. If it was, uh, it, oh, it, it, 86. Uh, you don't get it, but he gets it, and maybe if he's kind of or you. But um, my now it should be now. A lot of the interiors of the ship are wood construction. Um, there's uh, a lot of times there's wood walls inside the crew compartments. I mean, there's certain watertight doors in these chambers, but the stuff that breaks up the crew's quarters is not steel all the time. It isn't military ships. Right. But in civilian vessels, a lot of the interior walls will be wood. And this smoldering would suggest that uh, either someone has put the fire out or somebody is still trying to put the fire out. It was, if it was uncontrolled, uh, it would be, I mean, half an hour has gone by since the shooting. It should either be blazing away or it should be, uh, if it, went out, it either went out on its own, it would be out. Or it's being, it's being, um, it would be blazing away, but somebody's attempting to put it out. As if there's a damage control party. I'll explain this to him. Stupid question. Yeah? I should know how a coal fire looks. 
in a, on a coal ship. This is not a coal fire. Right, but it's, it's a similar thing. You have not enough oxygen for a real fire to go, but you have something that's smaller. If you're worried about, like, they've got buckets of coal that they put around and lit on fire to yeah. create smoke to make it look like ships burning, um, this does not look like that. This looks like... Um, it looks, it looks like, like a wood fire I, I that is being fought thinking. in a very professional seaman fashion. Uh, or there's not enough guys. Uh, it, it if out. it was a really professional crew, they'd have put it out by now. Okay. There may be one or two guys trying to keep it from, uh, or fewer, right now. I should say fewer. It could be like a few guys, three or four, trying to put this thing out uh, with buckets of sand or water, seawater pumped from the bilges. Um, but because the area was so badly damaged by two shells, um, they're they're having a little bit of trouble keeping it out. Uh, so it is kind of sputtering and guttering and, 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 and oozing smoke rather than burning smoke or open flame, which it probably should have. Um, but Frank, I didn't get uh, I did not get to complete the description of these assholes. Um, I should also note that um, as they're running over, uh, you cannot help but see. That because you rolled what was it, 0-2 or something? Yeah. That, the first row. Right? First row. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys dressed up like the Gorton's fishermen. Uh, there are rain slippers. There are um, watch caps, knit watch caps. There are um, pea coats in August in the Mediterranean. Yeah. And you know what you can hide under those. Oh, also, yeah, turtleneck in August in the Mediterranean. That's, that's a good point. Stills? Wait, no. <laughs> no, guns. Oh, no. Weapons. Can, so, we, can we throw a stick grenade into one of the boats and say, no. oops, it slipped? <laughs> no, no, what we're going to do is we're opening fire with a, with a maximum. Well, like, we'll mow them down if that happens. No. Well, at this point, stitch a line in front of the boat and tell them to stop. Yeah. At this point, the captain has a handheld, not electronic megaphone and tries out a couple of his languages. See what he's got. Well, he, rolled, he gets a critical success on his French <laughs> and his German. Well, not a critical success. Um, he yells across in, uh, in, in uh, tries German, tries French, um, and basically, uh, if you speak French, you understand him. If you speak German, which I guess you all do, you presume he's telling them the same thing, which is. Um, Show me your hands, you know, telling them that, uh, telling them to, uh, uh, you know, uh, put their hands up, you know, um, uh, you know, don't approach the boat any closer. Put your hands up. On the hook. You know, and um, the hook. Um, the um, the guy at the front of the boat, you know, goes. Um, I'm going to start aiming at him. I would recommend to stitch a line into the water to clearly signal to stop rolling. Well, that would be your job, and the captain agrees. Put some uh, put some bullets in front of the lead boat. <laughs> Whether Oops. you obey the order or not <laughs> is up to you. I will obey the order to the best of my ability. So, right. uh, How many rounds are you going to put in the water? Um, well, with the maximum, what kind of control do what? I have? Can you I? Can, you can, uh, according to game rules, you can fire a 20-round burst. Uh, you can fire as few as... I think it'd be since it is a fully automatic weapon and doesn't actually have a selective fire option. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'd say you're you wouldn't have any trouble putting four to five rounds in the water. Yeah. All right, I'll put five rounds in the water. Okay. I mean, the they water. don't have that high of a cadence back then. So. Yeah. 
Uh, ten out of fifty. So I would imagine. You crit. Yeah. You crit your your <laughs> warning shot. <laughs> Take that, ocean. Um, so it's inches in front. Apparently, yes. Yeah, so you put it just inches in front of the. Just brrr, and you know. Like they're not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> The captain, you know, uh, 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 you know, this, this time, um, the guy on the end of the boat um, learns French. Uh, Puts his leg down. Suddenly learns French and then, you know, uh, turns to the crew and says something away from you. And at this point, they're still like, you know, forty yards away. Um, it's hard to hear them. It's hard to hear what he says. But he turns around to the crew and says something, and you know, these guys put put their hands up. Now they're just sitting in the water 40 yards away. And he yells something back. Um, well, the captain heard him. Um, he yells back in French. Um, I speak French. Everybody speaks French? French? He speaks yeah. French. Now, again, uh, language rules in this game for me are, if you speak with 40% of skill, you'll have no trouble having a standard conversation with anyone about any subject. Um, yes, you're going to have an accent. No one will ever believe that you're... You know, whatever that language it is. But you'll be fluent in the language. When you start translating Bithos books, you're, yes, you're going to have to make a roll because it's going to really make a difference whether you hunt uh, the sacrifice open or whether you tear the sacrifice open. Whatever bad vocabulary moment it is, um, that's when it becomes important. But for basic conversation, 40% is enough. 20% of the skill of language is. Where's the toilet? Yeah, where's the toilet? But it's still enough that you can get by for very basic things, directions, how much for a happy ending, you know, important <laughs> military stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Where's the toilet? Correct. I'm sorry. See <laughs> Uh, yes, how do you say around the world? See the play Mademoiselle. Or around the world. So. Um, Anyone who speaks French, the captain, the guy basically says something to the fact that, you know, well, how are we supposed to, how are we supposed to come over there for, you know, with our, how is it the road there with our hands up? Do we have, we probably can't throw a line that far and then just reel them in. Yeah. Oh, they can get over to, on their own. You, you need to have it's a really, it's, it's really strong person to throw a line like 30 yards. Yeah. Um, well, the captain yells back for them to the front boat, the front, he says the front guys, Take your oars, come closer, we'll throw you a line. When we throw you a line, tie it off, we'll pull you in. When we're when the rope's secured, put your fucking hands up. Well, not fucking because it's it's nineteen seventeen and everyone's incredibly polite while they're killing each other. Put your damned hands up. Gosh, Please. Verdammte. So the the, the, the the guy in the front of the, the parent captain Looks like, uh, you're, you know, why are you making such a performance out of this? He, <laughs> he, he tells his crew, they throw a line between the two rowboats and tie them off. And you can see these guys move, maneuvering around out there. And again, everyone's kind of noticed by this time that, yeah, they're kind of bundled up. In I'm the middle going of to uh, take use of the aim rules. Yeah, yeah I same here. I would suggest, uh, we recommend, uh, we ask them to take off their superficial clothes. While they're still sideways. Alright. Can I get down in a nice stable shooting stance to aim? Uh, yes. Oh, if you want to take the moment, uh, you take the time to, to kneel on the deck. Prone's going to be a little tough no if you're running around the deck, but uh, kneeling is not a problem. Um, 
and you'll get the benefits of the aiming rule if you pick out a target. And captain. Captain. Everyone's going to shoot the captain. <laughs> okay, right. captain There's 30 guys in these boats, and every player character shoots the captain. He just explodes into fine mist, you know, while the right, rest I'll, of the guys overwhelm the boat. That's a good plan. I'll take the third oar from the left. Screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has shifty eyes. Boring, Corey Shaley. Well, I should note something about that comment. They have Actually, shifty no, eyes. I'll the aim at the boat. Fa- the only guy who's faced the boat is the captain. Everybody else is sitting in the, in the ah, bottom of the boat rolling. facing towards the uh, stern. Except for the guy on the tiller. Well, you know, I'll say... Well, because they're rowing. I'll say, I've got the captain. Who's manning the gun currently? This guy is manning the Maxim gun. Uh, Frank's uh, standing around with a pair of binoculars. No, I mean the... There are three NPCs. The captain. uh, There are three NPCs manning the the gun crew. Load a shell. Oh, yeah, it's been loaded since... Oh, okay. Since... uh, since, uh, Yeah, it's a shame we didn't bore sight it. Yeah. You're going to wheel the gun around so you, stay, so you can... The problem is once they get next to the ship, you can't depress the barrel enough to actually shoot the lifeboat. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and that's actually a good question. Uh, are you going to... Uh, right now, the gun's aimed at the uh, at the ship, at the Cuervo. Well, it's not aimed at the lifeboats. We should aim it at the lifeboats. We have actually, to I'll just aim the maximum at the ship, at the lifeboat itself. So How's that? If they started any shit, I'll just sink their lifeboat with the maximum. Well, a Maxim gun would probably be just as horrifying as a as a as a eighty eight millimeter shell. Um, you seen the last scene of the Rambo movie? Yeah, it was fairly ugly. Um, yeah, I yeah. that. was fairly ugly. I, I have to admit, I thought it was hilarious when the guy the guy in the front seat of the jeep exploded. <laughs> but that's the only part of the movie <laughs> I saw because it's on YouTube. It's it's like, awkward, well, right? Why should I sit through the whole movie when I go to YouTube <laughs> and watch the guy explode? Yeah. So that, that's what a Maxim would do. Well, the best part is you've got an entire boatload of guys all you know squinched together, so it's sort of that Saving Private Ryan yeah. D-Day effect of big skiff, you know, wheat being mowed down. Um, all right, well, uh, somebody suggested making these guys take you know, their coats off. off, and um, the um, Mister. Whoa. Okay. Captain says he you know, yells out. Surely you must be hot. Why not make yourselves comfortable by uh, taking your coats off? Uh, before you know, uh, taking, uh, he tells them to take their coats off. Like and, and, um, <laughs> I try. The uh, the guy in the front of the uh, the guy in the front of the boat says something like, again in French, and he's um, he speaks very heavily accented French. Um, it may not be a first language. Uh, in fact, it probably isn't a first language. Um, Je suis beaucoup de chaud. Um, but um, where did you learn your French? Innsmouth Middle School. The oh. uh, I should point out that um, he's clearly um, uh, either been struck in the throat by um, an oar recently, or uh, has uh, esophageal cancer. Because <laughs> he's, when he's better, crawling better. across, it's not you know. French is not supposed to sound like this. You know? They always give the Germans a hard time about a guttural language. This Wait guy, a minute, of course the French are supposed to sound like this. They're frogs. This guy uh, sounds... Uh, oh, 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 there's oh. another controversial comment. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be getting letters about that. <laughs> Wait till we start talking about gays and women. <laughs> Democrats. They're all French. Are <laughs> um, you not French? Only the really good ones. Um, oh, I would 
The, the uh, they have really nice cheese, though. They have really they nice have cheese. Awesome cheese. That's definitely true. There's great cheese in France. Um, this, guy, this guy has a very guttural, very um, and why? Uh, strangled kind of voice, which doesn't sound like it was designed to yell across this open space. He's having his voice scratches and breaks when he's yelling across. And he's, he basically says, why should we take off our jackets? And then he says, there's there's no reason for us to take off our jackets. Uh, would you please emphasize? And the captain, <laughs> uh, you and you are sitting up on top of the conning tower. Everybody else is down on the deck. You and you, give me a spot hidden here. We're going to use the bad dice for this. So. The bad dice for yeah. this? Not the ones I've been rolling all the successes. You made it. Son of a bitch. All right, I made it. <laughs> you made it? Yes. The burden of the awesome man. Yes. Oh, he's a nice um, looking dice. Yeah. Game science. Well, you're looking, you're, you've got that guy sighted in. Yeah. He says, he's standing on the deck of the ship and he goes, he says, you know, why should we have to show us your shirt, take off our, uh, our jackets? There's no reason for us to take off our jackets. Okay. We're standing next to the captain. The captain um, you know, is standing with the bullhorn. He drops the bullhorn and grabs over the edge of the contact for a second. Holds on to the rail, holds on to the, the, the steel railing for a second. And is all... He just looks like... It looks like a first-year cadet something being a lot for seasickness. And he sort of looks shaken for a second and he looks angry and he just says you'll take <laughs> you'll take your jackets off or you'll die in them <laughs> and a little good nervous sir the captain. <laughs> um, was that was the sea captain making those gestures as he was yeah. yelling yeah. Oh, was yeah. that something that it, was that he was just trying to be communicative I mean it seemed just that it seemed didn't to seem to have it didn't the things he did with his hands didn't look like they had anything to do with uh, with uh, trying to emphasize a point. In fact, yeah. his moves were counterintuitive to the... Now, do you speak any French? No, I speak Dutch. Okay. Um, it didn't I go along guys. with the cadence... It didn't go along with the cadence of the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. These are not the jackets you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I say, sir, I should very much. Please like don't look to behind the, the outerwear. Yeah. yeah, they say uh, the captain. Uh, you know, again, tells them that they will. They'll take the jackets off, or they'll die them. And he and he looks really, really agitated, out of the blue, uh, 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 and, and and says to you, you know, uh, you know, I, I want you to ventilate those, uh, ventilate those light, uh, firing those lifeboats when I get the order. Okay, I'm zeroing in. I'm going to zero in on right. the captain. He's making this gesture. I'm fine. Just ask him. Um, he says, you know, basically, you know, again, tells him to take off those, those, take off those jackets and show us your, you know, show us your surrendering. And, um, Jesus Christ. Uh, and again, um, the guy, you know, does the same thing with his hands, you know, and yelling across. And God damn it. the uh, and and the captain has sort of the same uh, reaction, where he, you know, looks hard. unsteady and he's 
Say you know, fire. closing his eyes, and he's like, "Say fire, <laughs> please say fire, please." And, say, say and, fire. He, and he bellows out again. And he's like, "You know, we're not going to warn you again. Do it now." And um, you know, the the guy in the front of the, of the book <laughs> says something to these guys, and they all look kind of, kind of look up from the tunnels and. They start taking off these jackets, you know, and they start, these guys start disrobing. Um, uh, I'm waiting for those magic words. There's gold. Make really a sand check. Do I make a sand check? Um, everybody wants to make spot hiddens. Yeah. Go right ahead. Why not? Those of you with binoculars get even worse. All right. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, 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 seven. God damn it. Oh, I no. almost oh. missed making it. I was aiming oh, at the craft. Critical success is for everybody. What did you get? Eleven. I got an O seven. I got an eight. I just made it normal. I've All been, right. Well, you've got binoculars, and you've got binoculars. Yes. So you get the extra tasty information. <laughs> I've been um, just watching the captain real close. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, here's I was what you guys, here's what you guys see. They're disrobing. But you can see that guys are taking their jackets off, and there's a couple of ham-fisted attempts to make the the Bowie knife come out of the back of the pants and go into the jacket, you know. And uh, you know, guys are t- guy takes off one, shrugs off, shrugs off one sleeve, and then pulls this one down, and try, you know, like he's trying to you know keep something up the sleeve from being seen. They do a very bad job of trying to, to disarm. <laughs> Let me just take this shirt off. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, they're not doing a good job of that. Everyone who made their spot hit in this big sees that they... These guys had shit under their jackets. I was more like, oh. I, uh, um, I'm going to yell out to... I'm, I'm oh, gonna, nine, the captain makes his I'm going to yell out to the conning tower, they're armed. Um, well, during the course... Just give the word, captain. During the course, the captain is going to be yelling out at them that... You know, you're gonna have now. He says he's yelling at them. Throw your shit over the side. The jackets, everything goes. If I don't see guns and knives falling into the water, (laughs) I'm gonna presume you still have them and open fire. So if you don't have any guns, you better get some. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's 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 uh, that's the that's the expurgated version. You know, note to self. Have a little whip around among the crew to buy the captain something nice for Christmas. <laughs> hey man, the dice rolls are going with you guys this time. Um, and, and and so they'll we'll see how they react to that ultimatum. But those of you guys who have binoculars rolled a seven and an eight. eight. Yeah, except I'm gonna roll a double odd when the sand check comes. Yeah. So you know. Now it's time for that first gunshot. Oh, double odd. Oh, yeah, I shot gun. myself in the foot. Sand the gun exploded in my hand. You ban it, your fellow crewman, by accident. I lunch the sa- I lunch the sand check. It's like, oh yeah, your mind dribbles out your ears. Don't worry, there's no such thing as fumbling a sand check. I'm gonna wow. double the damage because you rolled a double odd. <laughs> I won't threw that do grenade that really far. Oh, wait, um, that was the pain. It's going to be painful enough as it is. Exactly. Um, what you see is not sand-worthy yet. Good. But what you're seeing is guys taking off these uh, um, uh, taking off these uh, jackets, peacoats, and rain slippers. And a lot of them were just wearing, you know, white beater T-shirts on them or uh, sleeveless uh Shirts on these things. Um, 
the crew doesn't look so good uh, without their jackets. Um, they looked a lot better before. Uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, olive sort of uh, Mediterranean skin tones that you expect out here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there are no there are apparently no black members of the crew. Only that dark, but there's you know. Uh, you know, Levantine, Greek, Italian, sort of Southern yeah. French sort of uh, complexions out there. But there's a lot of really ugly, angry, mottled pink flesh. Like these guys were doused in gasoline randomly and burned. Like they're covered with burns. Um, they've got patches on their shoulders, on their arms, as you can see now, that are, is this unhealthy, bad-looking pink, nasty skin. Uh, for those of you who've got your O8s, there's a fair amount of uh, scaly, peeling flesh around these I know exactly the first thing he's going to yell out. My God, they're lepers. <laughs> <laughs> um, they look they look like uh, a fanciful description of a leper. A leper would be... But that's what he's different. yelling. My God, they're lepers. Yeah, they look like yeah, they look like your standard pop <coughs> culture idea of what a leper's going right. to um, for those of you who you critted with binoculars, there's more than a few uh, guys, there's more than a couple of people who have fucked up hands. Now they, I know they're lepers. They got hands that have got, uh, they look like they're missing a, they look like they're missing a, a joint. Like maybe their, their fingers are only two joints long. Um, stubby, stubby short fingers. Um, uh, I will note that none of them took off their hats. They took off the jackets. <coughs> but nobody doffed their their knit watch cap or their <coughs> not that they've got a stick grenade in <laughs> watch cap, but nobody took their watch caps off. Yep. However, um, you will see that you'll probably notice that just at least for the guys with the watch caps, because they don't have a uh, the brim doesn't go down on the neck. You're seeing the hair that's poking a lot of these guys have full heads of black hair. There's a couple guys aren't wearing any caps at all. Not everybody's wearing a cap. But those that are, look at the watch caps, you, you can detect that the amount of hair that's wisping out from one of these things looks like they must be on their 8 or 9th chemotherapy treatment. They're lepers. Yeah. Yep. These men seem to be lepers. All them to disrupt completely. We don't, we cannot get in contact. Well, at this point, these, you know, because they, you know, they got caught badly ditching their weapons in the, the bottom of the boat. Um, they didn't throw them over the well, side? Well, they, 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 when, they, when they tried to take the jackets off. At this point, the captain's talking to his men, talking to his men, and they're like... We should sink they're, the boat. They're, they're standing, the guy, they're now, they're, he's, he's going, getting the collection, and you can see things going over the side. There's, you know, ugly big knives going over the side. You can see a couple of revolvers going over the side. There's a what appears to be a sawed-off shotgun goes over the side. They start, they're obeying that last order while you guys are standing around going, holy crap. It's like, these motherfucking lepers are strapped. Yeah, the lepers are apparently really well-armed. They looks like they, I mean... Now, are they, you know, are they thin and wasted or big and burly? They're burly. Yeah, but... They're big. That That's not in contradiction to leper. Okay. Um, they, well, uh, I've, got, I'm, I've got the medical training, actually. Go ahead and make me a medicine roll. What the hell? That's that appropriate. Forty-five. No, sir. I don't um, think it's leprosy. You do not think it's leprosy, but you can't make another guess. Well, they look 
enough like leprosy to me, Captain. We cannot take any risk. They try to board us. Well, it's just like let's 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 see if let's see how they do about the you know dumping the weapons. I would really not recommend any personal contact. We, we don't want to have the next three months with lepers. Well, they have a lovely colony just down the coast. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll all fit in there. You know, save up some money at the end of the month. How close are they, Scott? I said about 40 yards, 40 meters away. Let's let's keep it on European measurements since it's World War One. Um, they're about 40 meters away. Uh, they're, I guess 40 meters is about to the end of the railing down there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're out of grenade range. Yeah, they're, no, they're not in grenade range. Still in the range of the 88. Um, <laughs> honestly, so pretty good at long that range, range I hate to say it, you might have trouble um, uh, depressing the gun barrel enough to hit the light bolts. Um, <laughs> How am I going to do with the Mauser? Oh, uh, that's inside its shortest, it, its short range. Is it so hard to the gun barrel of a, of a submarine? Uh, the submarine gun barrel goes down to, I mean, it's like, it's like a, it, it has like a, a, a traverse of like, it's about 70 degrees, uh, and it only, it only depresses uh, a few degrees because right. you don't want to shoot the end of the boat. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyways, um, uh, since the well, submarine sits so low in the water, if it's just at a 90 degree angle on the, you know, the yeah. perpendicular to the water, you're still hitting the, the darn uh, uh, at, at you know, like 100 yards range. Yeah. And from the movie, the silent movies I've seen, uh, they're really close when they're using the deck gun to finish yeah. off a ship. Um, you're hitting below the water. So can, there's some depression, but hitting something that's, real, that's that, right in that the water like that. Yeah, it's not meant to. to Felt verbal? Would you they, prefer uh, for me to aim for the captain's head or for the center of his torso? Center Restorso. Um, these guys, uh, they, they, they throw a few things overboard, and you guys see, between the two ships, you see probably, and they're being fairly, they're being fairly obvious about it. The captain's collecting the weapons, and he holds it up and throws it over the side, and he holds it up and throws it over the side. And, and he's like, you know, okay, you guys, this time's like smarty pants. Okay. <laughs> We're sorry, we didn't mean it. Uh, again, he throws four revolvers, a sawed-off shotgun, um, some bailing hooks, and, uh, you know... Um, cargo hooks. Cargo hooks. Sea mine. Um, <laughs> the, uh... Some, lightsaber. The lightsaber. <laughs> like chainsaw. The chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Plague the 9mm rounds out, I'm gonna file them, cross them, I'm gonna make them dum-dums. <laughs> I, uh, I don't like these guys. Or square bullets for the heathens. <laughs> Uh, with a nail in it. Okay, the, uh, they, they start tossing stuff overboard, and, and you know you're counting the stuff that's going over the side, and um, you know they really a, weapon for, to put up a, a weapon for every asshole goes over the side. They Let's managed see. to dump 28 weapons over the side, ranging from again big nasty knives to in one point, one of the that goes over the side is some crazy looking wooden club, looking like a cricket bat. Um, you no, but it's covered with little tiny, um, like a trench club. No, it's, it's it's big. It's about yay big. It's very much shaped like an oversized bowling pin, right? Um, where there's a thing to the bowl. You hold onto the bottom, and it gets very wide at the top, and it comes, you know, looks like two cones stuck together like this. And it's covered with little tiny weird, um, maybe painted white. Uh, um, <coughs> Shells or something stuck into the wood. Huh. What the That's hell is that? That's yeah. That goes over the side too, splash, floats in the water because it's wood. I mean, the knives and the 
wrench and the you know the the, the shotguns they all just go straight to the bottom. Are both boats in front of us? Uh, they're off to your. You're pointed at the ship. Uh, there's the. Uh, if you guys are pointed at the ship this way, and it's, it's laid out in front yeah. of you here. Uh, bows over here, sterns over here. They came. The one ship came around. The one lifeboat came around the stern, met up with the other vessel, and they came back over. So you're pointed directly perpendicular to the ship. They're off to your ten o'clock. I'm going to turn around and face the other direction, see if there's anything coming up on the other side. All right, of us. give me a spot hidden. Could we oversee a boat? You, you, boat wouldn't be hard to see, but Got a question. he's clearly planning on. Oh, three. There is nothing swimming in the water towards the boat. <laughs> there is nothing. <laughs> there is nothing swimming in the water towards the boat. Um, no shark My recommendation is: this is obviously um, an enemy party. We are legal to sink the ship, and we let them roll to land if they want to. We're crossing the T, we just fire a fish on the top of this dock. Uh, the captain's like, no, that may be the way to finish To end the story, they can just find their way to port yeah. on their own. How many tattoos would a merchant crew typically have? Lots and lots and lots and lots of them. How many tattoos do these strange gentlemen On um, the olive-colored parts? Plenty. And the rest okay. you wouldn't see tattoos because... The, uh, the angry pink nasty skin? Some of the tattoos sort of terminate into the into the burns. This here, you'd have to lose a lot of layers of skin to remove the tattoo. Yeah. But you also have to lose a lot before it's got that kind of pink. I'm gonna yell. How did you get victims. burned? These aren't people who were burned in the fire I just started, it's, right? God. No, they have know. giant oozing, right. uh, you know, open bloody wounds. These are these are like burn burns burn that scars. healed up months, years ago. Okay. I'm gonna yell at him. How did you all get burned? Captain tells you to be quiet. I'm doing all the talking here. Do you really want a conversation with these assholes? And then don't forget to add Schweinhund. Yeah. Just sink the ship and let them roll off and don't do it. Um, Wait, we need to inventory and requisition. Well, inventory and requisition. You know what? You guys are only two weeks out of Kataro. I think our stores are fine. There's nothing on that boat we need to look at. So. Plus, the way people are thinking. They look like lepers. And also, this is bad wrong. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the captain starts telling them, we don't need to see your inventory. We're sinking your boat. Uh, <laughs> land is that way. Good luck. <laughs> I see. He just, he's like, uh, yeah. Good luck and God bless. He hasn't looked right since those two weird swooning incidents. Yeah. He's like, so he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. It's like, screw it. Uh, you know, just start paddling that way and... Have a good life. Uh, yeah, good luck. Well, you know... Enjoy your hideous malformation. Yeah. We are going on the uh, like the, the, the ship's captain is yelling back in French. He's like, but we need to get supplies for the ship and we weren't prepared to abandon it. We're not carrying contraband. We have nothing that you'd sink the ship for. And, you know... If we could just, you know, if we could just have the time to, to, you know, put out the fires, I'm sure we could get underway and there would be no reason for this. He's, he's talking up a storm and, um, Captain starts giving him, you know, 30 seconds, you know, hey, we're, we're going to fire, don't be in front of the torpedo when it passes you. Um, you actually, won't like it. He's not going to use the torpedo, he's using the deck gun to, to hold the ship. Um, they wouldn't use the torpedo at this point. Uh, torpedo would be an emergency like that. If an allied ship showed up. And you had to sink this thing and get the hell out of here. Yeah, you put a fish in it and escape. Because it actually takes quite a. You have to really 
put a lot of holes on those things to make it go yeah. down. Um, he's in the middle of telling him, you know, <laughs> don't be in front of the cannon when we set it off. This guy's still trying to talk up a storm. Um, I need a spot hidden from everybody on deck. Nah, I didn't see it. Didn't make it this no. time. Nope. nope. I did. On you did? two. On two? Okay. What'd you roll? Uh, 15 out of 16. Close, but not close. That's not quite an impale, but... Right. Mr. Had, Ivy? I had ought two out of 75. Okay. <laughs> I saw it. You saw it. It's Eagle not good. I max. Yes. Roll sand loss. Roll for sanity. Oh, crap. Ought oh! out of 68. Oh, what? <laughs> ought nothing. Whoa. Okay, Zero. you fail miserably. <laughs> yes. All right, you lose. If only one could fumble a sand check. I already told you you yes. couldn't do that, so I guess I can't go I'm back on my word. Waiting for the fjords. Uh, you, you take two points from right. what you see. Do I lose any? From below. Uh, you do not quite see what he sees. Okay. You see two figures on the deck do. of the ship. Yeah. You're looking down the gun sight at these guys, and out of the corner of your eyes, you see that there's somebody running around on the deck of the ship. Um, you end up looking right at it. What you see on the deck of the ship appears to be... Um, you're fairly certain... Well, no, no, you won't know it you're you, it is It is a young, small, naked female. Dark-skinned. Uh, North African, maybe, maybe Sicilian. Long black hair. Not very tall. Maybe five foot, you know. Uh, skinny. Um, female, definitely female. Uh, definitely naked. Uh, runs up to the edge of the ship, the the, 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 the uh, railing in front of the ship. Now, I should try and explain the back of the ship from the from the you know the cast in the middle is railing that you can see through. So it's, it's actual railing. On the front side, it's a lip with you know holes in it to let the water wash out and not you know, fill up that space. But it's actually like a, a metal wall okay. uh, around the side. She comes running up to that. Up to the front. Up to the, she's, she's somewhere on the front deck. She comes running up in front of that uh-huh. and is starts to wave or something. And again, they're 40 meters away. The boat is 100 meters away. Um, you really can't hear. But she's not up there but a half a second or two when a, some crewman, one presumes, but another person on the deck Grabs a hold of her by the hair, pulls her, pulls her away from the, the, the railing, uh, you know, with, and pulls her away so that she just, you know, sort of goes in an arc. You know, he stands still, he pulls her, and she just goes stumbling back. And you can see him raise and strike at her with some sort of long bladed weapon, a machete, a cutlass, something, and go whack. That's the first thing you see in this combat round. What do you do? <laughs> I'll scream out. They're murdering prisoners and slaves on the ship. <laughs> um, everybody looks up at that. Uh, you, then everyone, you know, reacts to what you said. As they're reacting, you can see the guy raising the blade up again and hitting the person again, a second time. Um, I'll call out again. Everyone's going to have to roll. Everyone's going to have to roll a uh, basically your cow times five or less, basically your base sanity or your luck. Uh, or your uh, your luck, uh, not to look away from the guys in the boats to look over there. 
If, okay. you, if you do, you lose a combat round to go, huh? Yeah, I'm doing oh, my best. Two. I'm doing, do I'm not, doing my best to tell them to look away from the boat. I'm yeah, you are. You're, you're calling their attention to it. So. Yeah, sure. I, I looked away. What was that? I got it. You looked away? Yeah, I did not look away. You looked away? I looked away. You looked away? I looked away. You looked away? I made my check. All right, you do I not hate, look I away. I got a critical success at not looking right, away. So you, you three are not I looking away. I the guy with the big gun who's still on the target. Yeah. Um, other people look away. You guys see, what you're seeing is there's no girl on deck, and you see a guy with a sword trying to polish off somebody who's down below the railing. Um, I believe the word in Spanish is fuego. Um, I think in German he would say los. Los. It's isn't it uh, release for torpedoes? Uh, for torpedoes, torpedoes. Yeah, I'm not. For torpedo is lows. The, the only the fire is belted out. Yeah. Do you fire, fire. the lifeboats or do you fire? fire. Do you turn the gun. I'm going to fire the the maxim. That's what's handy. So I'm going to fire in the captain. Make sure he doesn't make any of those damn gestures in that war. Because your yeah. character's so familiar with ceremonial magic, you notice he didn't. Well, well you I know, just I, saw that it induced. I could see the cause and effect between the, the gestures and the. Swoon. I'm sure there's just, a rational explanation. I just don't. Yeah. Like How many that rounds would you like hypnosis. to hypnosis? <laughs> <laughs> mesmerism. I, yeah, mesmerism. <laughs> or you could just say. I, I watched. I don't know. That's if you could just say. Yeah, I'm a racist. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad. <laughs> You no, know, he can't first. say that. He's with public radio. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, that, that's just a name, but yeah. As soon um, as I heard him yell, I'm going to fire. Pull the trigger. Uh, Isn't uh, it amazing what liberals do when they get automatic weapons? <laughs> <laughs> they use them because exactly. they're so much fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll fire a 20 round burst into the uh, into the first uh, lifeboat. Yeah, the, the first lifeboat. Now, life again, the uh, basic yeah. automatic weapons rules are this: uh, every round you fire, it, it raises your two hit chance by five percent. Okay. So you fire three shots at a target. Uh, round two and three are plus ten percent okay. your skill, up to a maximum of double your skill. Now you are aiming, so yeah. your first round is going to count as an aim shot, and you'll yeah. get the bonus for that. Everyone's still stuck with the fact that uh, right now the the the, the, the sea platform arm, the, the sea platform arm, both ships have stopped moving. Nobody's going to have to have the problem of minus you know, of, of multiplying their two hit skill by their seamanship skill. Right. Right, so everything's standing still. Um, if you want to, sh- the rules basically say if you switch targets during automatic weapons fire, one bullet gets lost between targets. Right, bleeding. Yeah. However, this is a dozen guys crammed into a lifeboat, <laughs> and they say Germans never really machine gun people in lifeboats, unarmed people in lifeboats, because they threw their arms overboard. <laughs> So what do you know? Maybe that British propaganda is true. <laughs> and of course, yet they're unarmed lepers in the lifeboat. Actually, you know, the only real incident of that ever happening, of yeah. Germans mowing, because every time there's a U-boat movie, they always have to show the Germans machine gunning the survivors so we know they're the bad guys. I mean, they're, they're on the other side of the war. They're automatically the bad guys. It doesn't matter if they're evil. You're, you're still going to have to shoot them, you know? All right, so what, my base skill is 50, so what's my bonus? Uh, you'll be getting on the first shot, you'll get... Um, well, it depends. You aim for three rounds, so, and your base goal is what, 55? Uh, 50 with the maximum. Alright, um, you'll get, that'll be the equivalent of having a skill of 80. Nice. Uh, on the first round. Um, on the first sh- first burst, three okay. rounds into the first guy. Right. Uh, on each subsequent one, you'll use your, your, however many rounds you put into that target modified by your base skill. And um, what I'll say is, rather than losing a round between target, there's, like I said, yeah, they're 20, all yeah. 25 guys in this, or so there's 13 guys in this boat. How many bullets per guy? How do you want to split it up? 
and you got 20 rounds. Uh, two got two bullets per guys. All right. So, so the captain gets how many? Uh, he'll get three. Three, <laughs> and uh, that leaves uh, what about me? 17. Um, yeah. And then you can, uh, we'll work out the rest of it yeah. later. We'll just start rolling and I'll try and keep track with the calculator. <laughs> All right. Um, this is first shot is yeah, the first shot is uh, eighty or less. Right. Actually, no, it's plus five, plus five because it's three, so it's ten percent plus your aim. Yeah, don't roll low over ninety. I rolled a thirty-two. All right, <coughs> roll me a D three for a six-sided die divided by two. Uh, two. All right, hit him once. Roll me two D six and a D four. Uh, I've decided that I'm not going to make weapons be 2d6 plus 4. That means it's impossible to be grazed by a high-powered yeah. rifle. You're always getting horribly mangled by one. Uh, 8 plus 4, 12. If, if it matters, his, his, his d6 roll was actually a 3, so the 2 was representing the d3 roll. Yeah, he had 2 hits. 1, 2, no. 3, 4, 5, 6. That's how oh, three. okay, so you rolled... rolled oh, yeah, 2 hits. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, in that case, you should roll 46 plus... 2d4. Alright, well, I did 12 with the first set of dice. Um, and 12 plus 10, 22 damage. Okay. Rather than bother with things like hit location, we'll just say this poor bastard takes, uh, you know, two in the torso and goes down like a sack of potatoes um, <laughs> as the guys behind him are blinded by his inside. You know. Um, go you ahead stole and, uh, my kill! Go ahead and uh, you get, um, uh, let's see, Roll me eight more attacks. Be quick about it. This time okay. it's uh, only 60 or less. 60 or less. Uh, hit. Roll me two. Oh, just roll, oh, okay. roll, the, roll that one and then. Second one was a hit, too. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll how many hits, how many times you hit them. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm two he, for each one. So okay, it's, one through three is uh, one two and. Hits. Yeah, two hits. Okay, two hits is four. Yeah. Roll me 46. Plus uh, 2d8. Oh, yeah. Give an extra d4. Uh, I'll throw another d4. Well, I'll get d8. I use a d8 myself. Okay. Divide the map. Yeah. Chestix, by the way, sells an eight sided d4. Let's see here. 14. 14 plus 6, 20 damage. If you're doing over 15 points of damage, just stop counting. Um, <laughs> right. uh, th that'll be the cutoff point. If you do more than 50 points of damage, now I'll just say. Alright. 20 points is awesome. I mean, it's a fabulous that did 27 points of damage, but he doesn't notice after the first 14 or 15. It's really <laughs> at that point. Roll uh, 8 more attacks, please. Alright, my second one I, I had already rolled, and I hit with one bullet. Uh, 2d6 plus 4. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, you probably will. Uh, six or three, nine damage. Okay, hold on just a second. Okay, he takes a round. You, you see him take the round. Yeah. Uh, impale. That'll hurt. Uh, one of them will automatically be double damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With two bullets. No, no, that was a six-year-old. That's, that's three really bullets. not yeah, well that's a, only a D2. Only yeah, I'm rolling two rounds oh, for our day. Uh, I, I put three rounds in the first guy and then two for the other. So. Oh, okay. um, all right, so double damage on 46 plus 2d4. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ow. Can I just draw the line through that one right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of ones. Oh, this, is, this is sort of like hitting, hitting a fly with a ball uh, bat. Four, seven. Uh, 
That's uh, still 12, 24. Yeah. Splat. Yeah. Next one. Peace launch uh, You've got, that's four. You got four more. Uh, people wonder yeah. why I love automatic weapons. Yeah, four weapons. more attacks. All right. I'm sorry, five more attacks. Quick, uh, quick, quick. Hit. Uh, let's see here. Hit. Uh, one Are these bullet. Are these guys to uh, only four points of damage. Okay. So, um, next attack. Uh, with the skill oh, 60, so that still hits. That's living big. Uh, Not only two bullets. Gun, but also the Maxim in the same scenario. Yeah. <laughs> and it checks is, on both. It kind of. <laughs> I don't care if I go crazy and die now. You feel your penis growing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How much damage seen on this the movie one? New Jack City? Um, nope. That's here. Five plus three. Should I? Eight, 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 There's a line in there with, uh, I want to kill you so bad, my dick is hard. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> say that. Right. <laughs> How many do I have left? All right. That's uh, you've tagged right now. You've tagged um, seven. All right. So uh, one last. You haven't missed I've yet. Of, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, I believe Jack I said you had. That's right. Um, Ice cube. The captain, then eight, <laughs> and then one guy can only be shot with one bullet. So yeah. uh, you've got one, two, three. Uh, you got two more rolls, but there'll be uh, yeah. multiple shots, and one will have one. So, uh, so roll one, two, three shots. Three shots right. with, with, with two bullets. Uh, it. Okay. So that's two, two bullets. bullets. <laughs> I almost didn't even ask it. You know, it's, that's 40, 46. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I rolled two sixes and a five. So okay, we're done now. We don't, have yeah. to, we don't have to make that calculation any further. All right, uh, next shot. Uh, miss. Excellent. Oh. Uh, and uh, one that gets one. Right. Uh, yeah, that misses too. All right, hold on a second. I guess one, two, as I was getting closer three, to the end of the first, five, it was going six, up too high. He started to giggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, or, or maybe That's the guys in the back of the boat jumped overboard. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very Christmassy giggle. <laughs> you know, what is what is what is the you've got a reservation? Fire and with a driver's license, a wine of a lawyer, and a liberal with a machine gun. Nothing. I'm like, like, holy shit! He makes a bang noise. He makes a very loud, entertaining noise. Somewhere out there in the water, there's a sploosh. I was aiming at. I'm aiming at the. The space that was formerly occupied by, by the, the captain. captain. Get you, don't get the, you don't get the ambulance because okay. he went down. But no penalty. Oh, I miss. Hey, bang, bang. All right. <laughs> that would have gone right through his heart if it had still been in the same place. No, um, unfortunately, it's about three feet behind him now. You can't blame me for that. <laughs> well, we can, but. <laughs> and we probably, we probably will. All right. The first lifeboat uh, explodes. And to a flurry of uh, guys getting shot. Um, um, for all you know, maybe you hit somebody. There's a lot of hits. It's all the same caliber ammo. I Are dare they? them to prove that you didn't kill the captain. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rest of you uh, can sort of get your act together in the second combat round and sure, open fire if you want. How um, far away is the second lifeboat? Is it within... It's tied up next to one of the lifeboats. They're, they're, they're within... Is it it's within... Gonna be another, it's going to be another 10 feet. Don't give me distances. Give me, is it within hand grenade range? No. Okay. No. They're both, you know, the, 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 the prow of the first boat is as far away as the end of the, uh, the end of the uh, mezzanine. Okay. That's where the so, prow of the first boat was. If I was A-Rod, but... Yeah. yeah, well, if you were A-Rod, you wouldn't be stuck with this crappy job. <laughs> <laughs> I like it out of this chicken yeah. shit outfit. <laughs> um, 
He forgot but, to pull the pit out and just threw the grenade through the guy. <laughs> I was going to say, sign with the Eagles. Guy. They'll take anybody now. They'll take Michael Vick. They'll take anybody. Um, All right. The uh, As far as the guys in the lifeboat go, they seem um, a little surprised at the uh, sudden turn of events. Um, so... Uh, when I said there were guys jumping overboard, uh, actually nobody jumped overboard. Um, he just missed. I mean, uh, it appears is that, that boat gonna sink now? Um, he missed a few times. It's a giant lifeboat. Even if you put holes in it, yeah, uh, it's gonna take forever. You could get in this thing and bail and keep uh, keep ahead of the, the water coming in. He Swiss cheese it some more. I mean, you could yeah. rake it a few more times and maybe you could sink it. But it's not going to just disappear into the waves. In the what I wouldn't so. get for a 40-millimeter Beauforge gun. <laughs> most of the Maxim stuff probably went right through people and through the Yeah, or into it. I mean, these, the, the lifeboats are designed to survive in open water, so it's going to be really thick material. And oh, great, another German, yeah. another Hun atrocity. Oh, no. um, these guys uh, look, again, look fairly surprised by the turn of events and also seem to be a little concerned about the fact that, you know, no new orders are forthcoming from the boss. Um, so they apparently have got a moment of indecision, which is really bad for them because everyone else may now fire. Now, Shane, you wanna you can take a crack at the guy who's on the boat. Well, with the, with that, I mean, he's how many hundreds of yards away. Yes, that's what a Mauser is for. <laughs> you are armed with one of the finest rifles in the world, and yes, they were designed to kill guys at 500 yards. Um, hmm. All right. Can I take a Mauser shot this, at one of those guys uh, up there? Because, I mean, if he's going to be kill-stealing me. Uh, <laughs> we have to wait because you guys are working the action to both oh, uh, right. this round while they get to fire. Um, here's what it'll be. Uh, he's about, like I said, they're about um, uh, 250 yards away. Um, with this weapon, that's going to be, uh, take your... You're, you're, well, to take a shot at this guy, you would have to take your rifle skill and divide it by maybe one eighth of your rifle skill. What's your rifle skill? One eight. Yeah, one eight. Forty five, so it'd be five percent chance. It's one in twenty. Six percent chance. That's one in twenty <coughs> chance of hitting a moving target at two hundred fifty yards. That's really not too bad. Yeah. Uh, in in actual military terms. You'll be getting beer off that if you do pull it off, though. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to take the shot at him, feel free. No, well, I've got nothing better to do. I'll take the shot at him. All right, go ahead. Um, Besides, he's more. slinging blood around over there. Yes, he is. This what might, you know, if nothing else, he may flinch. See, it, it, and besides, if you hit him? Uh, 42. I miss a lot. Well, you fire the round. He probably hears it go by um, at supersonic speeds. Um, now, you know, I don't remember you saying I have my pistol out. So No, I didn't. So getting your pistol out would be a matter, if you choose to, would be a matter of getting it out this turn and firing it next turn. Because it's, it's a little clumsy to get it out that way. Yeah. But I do have mine out. You do have yours out. We're, and we're, you else had a gun out in the deck, just you. So were yeah, we, I'm reloading. Were we being, Can I look up at the ship while I'm reloading? I assume that I'm trained enough that I don't have to. Oh. No, you don't. You can, you, can, you can do a spot hidden on the ship. Okay. Were we being uh, prepared to... Row over there nope. and board the thing. Or yes, I mean, where, where's our own boat? Well, your own boat is a terrible, pathetic, collapsing, collapsible yeah. dinghy, uh, airfield dinghy that actually you know you get out of the yacht and you, there's an air pump on the deck, uh-huh. and you and it, it's the size. I swear to God, based on the films I've seen, it's the size of this table, mm-hmm. and you get four guys in it and they paddle over with their collapsible. But you do that when there's nobody on the boat. Uh-huh. If you're really going to do this, you're going to have to salvage those lifeboats. You're going to actually have a real uh, okay. boarding party. 
you're going to have to not blow the lifeboats to pieces. If you really want to go over and fucking park the U-boat next to this thing and throw grappling hooks up and, you know, pull over, you could do that, but no. maybe you don't want to be right next to the ship when they're, you know, no. 40 feet higher than you. And that could and be a problem. On, and it's on fire. Yeah. Yeah, then they could just, I don't know, throw anchor chains on top of you and it would suck. Did they ever get close enough to us that we threw a line out to them? They no, they haven't even no. gotten to the point of that. They were throwing the guns overboard when, okay. when yeah, the we, captain decided, you know what, we're not even going to throw a line. Fuck that. Yeah. That's just not going to happen. Um, what is our captain doing right now, by the way? Oh, uh, he's trying to get his gun out. So he, I failed my spot hit. Right. So. Uh, the fun. He's trying to get his gun out so he can start firing into the lifeboat as well, <laughs> even though it's not exactly pistol range. Um, um, the, I'll it, regret it all my life if I failed to um, shoot those unarmed question. lifeboats. Um, it would have probably depended if you had yelled the order to fire. Fire. Uh, all right. Well, unfortunately, the gun was pointed at the ship. So it wasn't pointing at the lifeboats. Oh yeah, that's, that's okay. He was frightened by digging his child. Ooh, fifteen! That guy actually hit. Well, he's not as good a gunner as Ross, but the guy <laughs> fires the gun, boom, and it lands right under the shell goes in right under the stack, clang somewhere into the engine compartment, uh, ruining some you know poor Chinese stoker's day or whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's so, okay, he's probably uh, chained to the boilers so now these people, so it was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somehow, Sweet mercy of sleep. <laughs> somehow I always knew I'd die by being fired into an oven. <laughs> uh, however, you are firing at the uh, lifeboat? Yes. All right, um, rifle skill, uh, you get two shots around. I actually have the Luger. Oh, you don't have the stock on it. All right. No, but I still have the long barrel. Uh, that's that's fine, but you use pistol skill to fire it without the stop. Got you covered, dude. Uh, in that case, also, hold on, it's 40 meters. Let me just ah. quickly check. I should have did this before. I'm pretty sure... We got it? We're going to have that at half your skill at this range. It is a dope fly for a handgun. Even as fine a handgun. Oh, wait, right by... Right there. Yeah. Ah, nothing like putting my foot on it. <laughs> On the other hand, I have a black one. Now you know yeah, it is. Um, actually, at 40 meters, it's actually a quarter oh. skill. Thank you. Uh, at 40 meters, it's a quarter skill. But feel free to bang away you know, with, with as many rounds as you want. 93. Missed that son of a bitch Bang, big time. I'm pretty sure you hit the ocean. <laughs> I think I did. Mine is 25, by the way, is my skill. Okay. And I rolled a 93. I think I hit the ocean. <laughs> uh, the, the, the highlighted two, black two, number two is the skill. With the, Luger. the one in parentheses is the base skill. The one in I, black is the raise skill. Oh, wait, is that it? Oh, 50%. All right. That's still a 93. Yeah. <laughs> you get two shots around. 82. All right. You splash some browns into the water. Get a fish. Um, nice. Can I... I'm not going to draw my gun because I know it's not pistol range. <laughs> I will uh, keep the binoculars up and guide the fire of the 8-8 so that they hit the ship at the waterline. All right. Because we're no longer warning, we want to sink it. All right. Um, all right, you start directing the gun crew to, to, to fire. They, the, this round, they popped the, they popped the hops yep. casing out. They're putting the next round in. Um, Third combat round. Everyone who fired the first. Actually, you know what? I forgot. Uh, 
even though everybody else, even though these two guys had to ratchet a round in, you've got an automatic weapon. <laughs> so where are the next 20 rounds go, Ross? How many survivors are left on the... Uh, Just go for the other boat. There are still... Um, yeah, there we'll are, pick there up were, I think you only killed five or six guys <laughs> out of yeah. uh, 20. While, so. while Ross is saving the... Go for right. the other boat. Ten guys, uh, two shots each. All so. right. Hold on a second. You, yeah, you hit three, four, five, yeah, you hit like nine guys on the first boat. So you hit nine out of, um, it was like 13 on the first boat. There's 15 yeah. on the second. There's more guys on the second boat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's more guys on the second boat. Well, uh, they haven't done anything to me, but uh, they need to die. So, so. Uh, two rounds an asshole? Yeah. That makes uh, it simple. Ten attacks. Go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> I think this is something you should shoot a 50 caliber does to a Sam Pan. Uh, let's see here. Uh, one bullet. Alright. That's 2d6. How much damage? Uh, 12. Second attack. Hit. And at 60, that would be a critical. Okay. Roll under a fifth. And this is why machine guns kill all those infantry on the battlefield and pistols and rifles don't. Yes. Actually, your skills a little. No, you, I'm sorry. This isn't with your short range. Never mind. I was about to say it's it's, it's uh, your, your short range is 85 85 yards. Uh, so, why not kill Okay. Oh, that's right. You did lose eight points. Two points. Two points. Six. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't shoot them from the hips, machine guns can be really effective. <laughs> Tell that to Rambo. Oh, it looks so well. Yeah, done. 20 damage. Uh, if you pick me up a Coke, I'd be happy. Guys, guys, Are you going to the bar? No, I don't drink alcohol. But you uh, could bring back some alcohol. Yes, I'm going to go to the bar and walk with him since I'm only guiding the gun anyway. All right. There's no right. things happening. Do you want to I missed on the third attack. I did no, 20. Okay. On the second attack, I did like 20-something. Okay, that guy is great. Third attack, no I missed. Uh, fourth attack, I missed. All right. Fifth attack, man. Switch my dice. Yeah. I'll switch to the, the game science dice. <laughs> of course. With the sharp edges. Oh, and they're failing me. Sixth attack missed. Uh, impale on the seventh attack. Okay. Roll, roll, roll how many hits? Alright. Uh, only one. Doubled? Yeah. So, two to six. Uh, still like, yeah, 18 damage. Done. So, Moving yeah. on. Uh, eighth attack. Uh, made it by one. Made it by one's good enough. Yeah. With one bullet. Let's see here, four, six damage. Okay. Ninth attack. Uh, zero, one. Oh! That would be an impale. Yep. Ooh, check your skill twice. And I yeah. caught it. Great. He's just up with there. He's two, like two in bullets. a wild bunch. <laughs> do I need to even need to, I, I rolled a critical hit with two bullets. Do I even need to roll? No, don't. I yeah. mean, uh, your ability to roll less than 15 on OG, that would be 6d6 plus 3d, 3d4? No, it's like uh, I hit him with two bullets, but since it's critical, the first one's critical. Four, but 8d6 plus 48. No, no, you're right. It was 6d6. It's 6d6. It briefly okay. becomes a dissected body double. before it falls apart. Yeah. And last attack I hit with a normal attack. And that hits with one bullet. Okay. 
that does 13 damage. Okay. All right. Is he done shooting yet? Uh, yes. yes, he is. He, he blazes away for a while. There's uh, more sprays of blood. There's a lot of geysers of water around the uh, second lifeboat as he decides the guys in the second lifeboat don't have enough bullets in them. Uh, oses away at them. Uh, Shark's like, oh boy. I actually missed a bunch, so. Yeah. yeah, he did. He missed a bunch. You two guys can now open fire this round since you've reloaded. Are they do, okay. uh, they're um, still stunned, right? They're not doing anything. Uh, they were not doing it during this combat round, which is actually, yeah. that's right. This this The shooting you just did was the second round. I forgot yeah. to include you. Third round, we're going to do it all over again, but let's let these guys go first. Okay. They, they, yeah, I should go last. Um, go ahead and We've fire been suckling away. hind teeth. So, uh, the guys on the actual ship. Yep. You don't, when you looked over, you didn't see anybody on the actual ship. Okay. The only targets are the guys in front of you who are, um, uh, losing. Well, they're losing badly What with having thrown all their guns in the ocean. <laughs> that doesn't usually help. <laughs> Can't wait to report this. The player characters made the, made the enemy disarm and then mowed them down with machine guns and in standard black and, and white I, Teutonic and we'll, style. And we'll all get through this alive, but there was a British camera ship just a mile away. <laughs> Another Hun atrocity <laughs> on the high seas. Whackity, so schmackity, do. this so quick with the atrocity, but... All right. Um, um, why are we making with the atrocity? This is crazy. All right. So uh, you, you go ahead I've got to take a shot at someone in the second boat. All right. Pick out a, a surprise-looking, you know, deep one. All right. Hybrid. Why uh, am I, what? Why what? am I mincing words at this point? Oh, they don't even. They don't even look at either. Yeah, no. Fourteen. That's a fucking hit. Is that an intel? Uh no. All right. Well, that's but, a, they, they weren't know. that close. Two d six plus one d four. They're still a little bit away from the mortality. Yeah. We're not depriving. You're not depriving them that much. What are you looking for? Uh, if, they, if they were just about to fully go, like, I'm sorry about this. I know the living uh, forever. Is... Ten. Ten points. That might just slow him down. That's an ouchie. Well, you see, you, know, you certainly see the impact, uh, and but he does not. He doesn't flop into the bottom of the boat. You know, there's, there's a, there's a, you know. Um, oh. He, he took. He took a. He took a solid hit. Um, I'll actually. Actually, you know what? Roll me a percentage dice. Since you didn't kill him outright, and you didn't knock 74%. him Seventy-four percent. Seventy-four? Gee, yeah, you did actually hit him center mass in the chest and didn't go down. Kind of depressing, right? Uh, you. Roll me some two hit. Oh. Yes. What'd you roll? Thirty-four. Thirty-four? Give me 2d6 plus four. Same guy or oh, <laughs> two plus. Do you want to be whining this? Uh, four. <laughs> wow, you rolled minimum damage. Awesome. <laughs> Give me a percentage dice roll. He's gonna have a wicked cool scar. Ninety-seven. To show Dagon. <laughs> well, you you shot him in the left wrist. Oddly enough. <laughs> then the hairless monkey did this. <laughs> like you used to be one. Shut up. <laughs> Why would you say that to a guy? It used to be one. <laughs> you know, that hurts. It just doesn't hurt, bro. It just hurts. What a miss. Uh, these guys managed to, he managed to roll absolute minimum damage. Yeah. One, 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 and one. One, one, and one. You know? 
hey, screw it, it's still a skill check, you know, it still counts. I like to go for it. Well, it's, it, you hit him, that's the important thing. It's the important thing. Way to disarm. You don't need to disarm him, you are not the Roy Rogers. <laughs> yes, if he shot a gun out of his hand, that would have been awesome. <laughs> there was no gun in his hand. But, I, you know. I thought he had one. It looked like it looked like a gun. I was like, so did the, oh, uh, I mean, well, not badly. I think I drew blood. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're it is shooting. <laughs> I like this combat. What was that thing of Russo's rapture? Boss, we got we're tired of getting shot in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're up against the singing cowboy, only shoots the guns out of their hands. It's like been after him. Let's go up against him like three times. We just we're just tired of getting shot in the hand. <laughs> Whereas. Mine went right through the center mass, yeah. and oh. <laughs> all right. He really should be falling down. Yes, yes, any. you're the merciless killer. <laughs> any what? minute now, Nine he's going somebody to somebody call for the merciless killer. <laughs> any minute now, he's going to fall over. Any minute. Any minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's probably pumping the neighbor's dog. He, who knows? Maybe he'll look sanguine. All right. <laughs> I always like that term, pumping the neighbor's dog. <laughs> I don't know who came yeah. up with that one first. So those giant guts of arterial blood are shooting out, and you've got a time limit measured like an egg timer. Yeah, that's slightly pumping the neighbor's blood. Is it getting cold in here? Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly it's all chilly. They don't have to worry about it if we sink it. Teutonic barbarian. Is there a vending machine around here? No, they've got a... Um, Snack bar down there on the edge, a um, gift what, shop. Since uh, it's a little tougher for him to get through here, let's move this table back just a step so we can yep. slide through Thanks. here better the next time. Thank you. You know, I'm a fat joke. Uh, yeah, like you're I've slimmer seen than me, dude. Yeah, I'm in need <laughs> of actual beverage. All right. Ross, you get to roll a whole bunch more dice. It's the first oh, time. <laughs> and you fired, you've only fired 40 rounds. How many are in Everyone else is, let's see, it's three combat rounds. Everyone else has fired one or two rounds apiece. How many uh, does the maximum hold before it needs to be? A 250 round belt. <laughs> so, yes, right. you can just keep making All it. All right, Lifeboat 2 still. I missed too many times. I must redeem myself. All right. Uh, hit with uh, two bullets. So. Solid. Probably a kill. Yeah. Uh, 46 plus 2d4. Yeah. Uh, One of the d4s wandered away. It's down here. Ah. Mm -hmm. I just used 2d8s. So. Uh, 10. Yeah, over 15. So. Splat. Yeah. Critical. <laughs> All right. Two bullets. He's dead. Uh, that's, yeah, that's going to be... 3d6 plus, yeah. sorry, 6d6 plus 3d4. We're done there. Yeah. Well, you know, he could He roll. could roll all ones like, like Tom. I mean, <laughs> it's possible. He would roll all ones and it would double to... Uh, one, one normal one. hit with a normal gun. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. 11 damage. Give me a percentage roll, please. Actually, I'll do it. 14. Me percentage? No, I got it. Okay. Why, for the maximum out. overheating? No, no, I'm just uh, rolling a hit location for the guy. Oh, okay. Wait, so you wait, could, him. You oh, could, yeah, that's the same guy I hit in the chest. So. Well, I actually am going to have to double check that in just a second because we're not specifying which guy, but I'll, I'll make some rolls here and see if these multiple wounded guys add up to one or two dead guys <laughs> as opposed to everybody getting tagged for yeah, three three, three non-fatal wounds and make change for one dead yeah. guy. So, Can you break a dead guy for me? 
Uh, <laughs> got change for a dead guy. Okay, another normal hit. Mm-hmm. Another 11 damage. See, I think that's 5 or 6. That's, hold on, you, uh, you rolled 1, 2, 3. This is your third attack? This is my... It's your fourth you attack. Missed yeah, too. This is your fourth attack. Okay. Did he uh, miss any this round? Did he only, he, he missed he with, I thought he missed one this round. Did yeah. you miss once? Yeah. So it's your fifth attack. Yeah. You're dead again. So, another normal hit with uh, two bullets. So. Probably another kill. Yeah. So I roll nothing but ones. Those uh, aren't ones. So you five and eight, 13, yeah, it's set like 19. Okay. Uh, another critical hit. <laughs> uh, with just one bullet, so, uh... Still we'll might not kill him. So it's like... Uh, <laughs> 14. uh... 14 damage, so... Alright, uh, hold on. Let me just actually check with the... 14 damage to the left earlobe. No, that does it. Actually, um... Yeah, that does it. That was risk guy. <laughs> that does it. Look no, that. I just right double-checked the, the, the NPC's uh, stats, and it's actually 13, a guy... Which or means that that guy goes from being wounded to being dead. We'd still be calculating the bullet velocity <laughs> for the first attack. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is what? Sky 7? 7, yep. Yeah. Uh, miss. Alright, cool. Zero one. This is like, ow! <laughs> Uh, two, two bullets. bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they travel a, back in time and either. kill his ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> you shot him so bad his grandmother just died. <laughs> in uh, real yay. <laughs> Dagon just got a, got a hit. On bullet uh, attack nine, I hit with a normal single bullet uh, for seven damage. He's still rolling damage. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah. Was it oh, seven? It's second, it's, yeah, seven damage. He's seven attacks. Like you said, nothing like a liberal right. with a machine gun. <laughs> that was that eight or nine? That was nine. All right, the last one. Uh, normal attack. Two, two bullets. Two bullets. Probably nine. Honor. Now I know what their plot is. They're going to ban handguns that legalize automatic weapons. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, legalized maxims. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, three plus six, eight, eight plus 11. Yeah. 19 damage. That's, all right, hold on just a second while I see. After three combat rounds, let's see what's left of these poor <laughs> bastards. Um, let's see, 16 guys killed outright. 17, including the captain. We only started with 28 assholes. We only got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, everyone except one guy has taken a round. Everybody's got a bullet in them. Uh, let's just see if some of these multiple hits add up to the one guy, because we weren't... Let's see. Yeah, Tom wounded a guy and you wounded a guy. Yes. So there's some chance there's two poss- two guys you could have been hit by one of your opponents. So roll a luck roll twice. If you luck out, you struck one of these guys who's wounded. Uh, made the first one and failed the second one. All right. So let's take Tom's and we'll just actually hit him in the chest. All right. I'll take Tom's and we'll add it to a random guy. Yeah, that brings us to luck 14. He is dead. So we now have 18 dead guys, including the captain. Um, Someone pictured the scene with a little body cut. 
Do I have to paint it's, all those guys on the side of the Maxim or? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you little little. Uh, yeah. With us silhouettes of guys holding their the hands number, like when you <laughs> shot them while they were surrendering. <laughs> <laughs> Cthulhu beer. Have All a right. great cold one from the great old one. Nice. The Ooh. beer that made old Rillier famous. <laughs> All right. This uh, this round. Um, three guys. Did they have to make here. a morale check for something? One, two, three, three, four, four, five, five, six, seven, eight. They don't get a morale check because they're just standing there being mowed down. Um, all they did was a check to see if they could make a decision. This round, while you were shooting at them, they'd made a decision that round. Yeah. People are jumping over them into the water. Fair enough. Um, okay. Have a good swim. They're going to swim right up our torpedo. Does anyone else oh, no, want no. We all know they're kind as helpless in the water. <laughs> They surely have no aquatic abilities we're unaware of. Oh, I'm sure it'll be all... It'll be fine. It'll be <laughs> fine. Be just fine. Just keep telling yourself. So unfortunately, they don't still have those heavy raincoats to, to drag them down. Yes, yeah, so now as you made them strip their clothes, Damn. there's no chance of them drowning. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You'll be fine. So we're a humanitarian. Now that they're in the water, water, we can get their boats and over ourselves. I don't know. I wouldn't be living in this <laughs> he gets hosed down, Yeah, we should have just had them left their guns at the bottom of the boat. So we could have I'm sure that at some point Michael Bay will discover this structure and stage a gigantic gunfight in it. You know? Be with okay. some CGI. With robots. With robots. Birds and bats flying around. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. Eight guys go over the... the, the eight guys start go over the side of these two boats. Um, there's at least... Uh, there's one guy who's stumbling around holding a gash in his head uh, and another guy who is um, uh, uh, one of the guys who's holding the tiller looks like when he got shot in the belly he just sat down on the back of the boat and is trying to hold in and hold himself in everyone else shot full of holes or not sp splashes into the water um, uh, this round they are Reloading the gun. Um, Who's reloading? The gun? Well, they fired the cannon once. Oh, okay. uh, last round, they're reloading it. This round, they'll fire it next round. Um, the um, uh, these guys go into the water. They all go into the water immediately. Now, water is the world's greatest ballistic material. Um, I always thought, you know, that scene Saving Private Ryan where the guys are swimming around, the bullets go right through the water and kill them underwater. That's impossible. I saw that Mythbusters episode. We, I, I saw that <laughs> Mythbusters and it floored me. It's a pistol. Yeah. I did, could not believe it was real, but the higher velocity of the round, the more water it gets. Yeah. It destroys it. The rounds yeah. will explode when they hit the water. So, shockingly, be under, being under like three feet of water, they're safe. Um, however, like the 45, which is this really heavy, slow round, did better. However, the yeah. musket did better. Are you fixing bayonets? No. However, he's going to go Bavarian trout fishing. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know how to arm one of those? Hey, pull out the... the uh, Unscrew the, it, pull it down. 
Only I do it right. like this. So you're prepping the grenade this way. Prepping the grenade. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they can stay underwater. <laughs> no. <laughs> if they if they think their eardrums can handle it, they can so stay underwater. <laughs> no witnesses it's allowed. It's a depth charge for people. <laughs> yeah. The style hand granata. It will be, and the, and the, the uh, stick grenade That's actually a has a reputation of being able to be thrown pretty freaking far. Yeah. I'll check the, um, let's check the throw rules. Seriously? I can't throw you a stick grenade from here over there. Yeah. You should be able to lob something, and it, with not much accuracy, but if it's a detonation under, if the concussion is underwater, you don't have to be that accurate. No. Roll, roll, roll to hit the ocean. Yeah, roll to hit the ocean. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So you, all the time I was saying, can I throw yeah, one at the boats? Zero. Can what I throw I one at the boats? Well, you could. It's really easy to miss the boat at that range. Okay. But point, getting yeah. a grenade into the water to detonate underwater, where there's some guy under the surface who's going to be knocked around by the concussion, okay. that's a different story. Yeah. You're right. Bavarian trout fishing. <laughs> all right. Let me just quickly. Also known as Alabama bass busting. <laughs> I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> I like the cut of his gibberish. <laughs> Do you know where that word comes from? Gibberish? Yeah. Uh, gib? Algebra. Gibberish. It comes from Arabic. Yeah. Uh, same root word as uh, algebra. algebra. What's Which? your character's strength? Oh. He's, a, he's, a, he's a bad man. Uh, strength of 18. Shit. Oh, that's right. You guys are the size of a monkey. Um, so, yeah, you're built like a lowland mountain gorilla. You, uh, <laughs> you can throw that thing. According to the rules, it's three, three meters per point of strength over the size of the object. So we're going to call it a one-point object because it can't be smaller than that. Mm. 17 times three is 50 yards. You'll have no trouble getting it to the vicinity of the boats. What's your character strength? 12, sir. Okay, you would have been able to throw it 30 yards. You would have been too short. You would have actually been too short. Uh, you're prepping the grenade. <laughs> still too Ross short. Ross is hoping that, that, that somebody will bob to the surface. Why is there two assholes still in the boat? I mean, um, Ten let's see. No. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are actually putting another round we in your, in your in weapon. Boats. Yes. You did that last turn. You can actually fire this round, but there's nobody up on deck. The target you shot at, you shot at him, you missed. You went down below the railing and disappeared. You do have a round of the weapon list now. Whether you want to shoot the poor guys laying around in the lifeboat with their brains and guts leaking out, you know, or uh, why not? Uh, I'm, I'm You'll save it for the, somebody else. Uh, yeah, I'm watching the distant ship and kind of aiming and waiting. All right, I'm about, still standing on the tower. Yep, yep, four degrees below that. I'll, 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 I'll yell out for emphasis. They're still killing the prisoners over there. Well, um, at this point, the captain is is yelling for the gr gun crew to stop shooting. I think you missed your spot hit, and you never saw the person on the deck. So, or you, didn't, you don't care even if you did. But I saw him, and I didn't give a shit. You just didn't give a shit. Well, the captain apparently gives a shit, so he blazed the order to keep firing into the vessel. Um, what? Uh, stop shooting? Well, not with the, with the deck gun. On the other hand, What's feel free to that? mow down the guys in the water. Uh, the orders are stop shooting the big gun at the ship that might have prisoners on it uh, and keep shooting the guys in the water. Oh, okay. Can uh, do. Can do. Um, Ross, are you going to mow down the guys at those two poor dudes? Are you going to... I mean, nobody comes up. In the first combat round, three seconds, nobody comes up. Um, so the two guys still in the boats. One's yeah. holding his guts in. He's yeah. obviously... And another guy's holding a head wound and kind of stumbling around. Quick question. Yeah, we need somebody to talk to and... Quick know, question. Interrogate. <laughs> are, are they both in the same boat? No, there's so one guy in one boat. It just doesn't feel sporty anymore. 
course. Really? It was okay when they were when they were flabbergasted that this was turning into a massacre and we're standing with our mouths open and being mowed down. That was that was sporting, but now that they're you know, they he's wounded, you know. Yeah, the shine's kind of come off of yeah. He's he's losing his wood, he's not that interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard bit rich hopper uh, environment. No, yes, I didn't but, know you oh, wanted one. I said I wanted a drink. That's a sand point I, for you, didn't I, I, I didn't hear you. Sand point for you? No, it's not a sand. See, I'm just picturing you. him. Yeah. Just <laughs> just remember that you know, the group and now, it's a group it's a group loss. just don't don't let the keeper get thirsty and cranky bad idea uh, I know uh, I'm a keeper I, I, they used to bring me like 8 right. packs of 16 ounce <laughs> bottles of Pepsi in fact aren't those water pitchers over there yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, rush over like and grab one. with teeny tiny hey, shot Scott. glasses uh-huh. oh, Scott yes. carry on with Ross and his infinite ammo I'll get you Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Ross decides well, not to mow down the last two pathetic I'm feeling pretty satisfied with Stumbling this. around. Wimpy liberal. Like a, like a <laughs> typical, typical wimpy liberal <laughs> working no for public radio. I'd like to point out, it was General Rosencrantz who got, got stunned by a Confederate shell on his, quote, wandering around his command tent like a duck would have been struck on the head. That's pretty much where these guys are at. They're not They're not really in a, looking like they're preparing a lightning counterattack at this stage. Yes. <laughs> now you go, you go find our target and kill it now. My, my um, all-time favorite still has to be General John Sedgwick. Yeah, my they, couldn't hit a, they couldn't hit an elephant at this rate. No, no, no. He actually said they, distance. Could, they couldn't hit an elephant at this distance. The guys around him laughed. And somebody said the equivalent of, what was that, General? He said, they couldn't hit an elephant at this distance. And then he fell off his horse. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Cause they, that's yeah. cool. I like Shelby Foote actually has like a, like three paragraphs on this. Oh, is what think really happened to him. Yeah, yeah besides um, if my comrades hit, wanted, hit you know, picked off the survivors. I mean, I, I took enough kills. I'm Below the left. Oh, okay. Now you're going to get magnanimous. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, if anybody else wants to kill the wounded guys, I'm so okay. How many, so, how many notches on your gun there, Ross? Uh, a fair number. You really haven't had an opportunity to blaze away on anybody like this. I mean, before, at the, the worst thing that happened probably in the past was you fired a few rounds at a at a spotter plane that you know before you submerged. You know, yeah. uh, you really probably have not had. An opportunity. I tell you what, though, this is this is one of the highest body counts I've ever seen by a single individual in the fall. <laughs> First, he shoots the ship with a cannon, then he blows down his I'm freaking impressed. When I when I got here, the only two PCs were ballast operator and gun crewman. <laughs> it's like, mm. well, what kind of luck are you <laughs> hey, hey, Ross, You realize what's going to happen now. Yeah. You are getting laid. <laughs> oh, yes. If we survive. All right. Um, if we survive. Before. Good point. You're um, the ship um, <laughs> And I waste the them with my crossbow. Thinking about how this All right. I'll make the sand check now. The 12 era. Yeah. You guys have all reloaded. Um, the captain's belayed that one order. Which one um, order? The order to continue oh, yeah. firing the deck gun at the, at the, at the ship. Um, <laughs> you'll be able to throw the, the grenade into the water, so go ahead and make that throw. Uh, should I top off one of these guys so that we have an empty boat? Um, 25. 25 uh, out of? You mean we have an empty, 50. empty blood stain? Okay. Got soaked. You, you pop the uh, you pop the grenade in the water. Now it's not going to be standard 
damage roll. We can give me a, I'd rather be in that. Give me a 46. Uh, and that'll determine how many, what the effects are. Uh, that'll determine how effective the grenade is. It's not really the kind of damage or shrapnel. No, you're, but, woohoo, 46. Okay. 10. 15! Boom. All right. Uh, you did 15, right? Yes, Not sir. Fresh fish. Hold on. One, two, three, and one. I missed. <laughs> like a little Alabama bass busting. I have a boarding party. I, I see a boarding party happening. Yeah, you really don't look your, you, like you're up there. Do you want to take off one of the... I'm not sure see if you can take out this. one of the wounded No, dudes. no, I'm just, I'm just a hydrophone operator, and I'm hearing too much suffering. I, I would I would just think that... Well, you know, I figure we should do a mercy killing on one of these guys. Well, knock yourself out. I just did. i got to reload now. <laughs> oh, poor thing. Did you actually thing. shoot the one of the Here. last survivors? My I rifle's missed. loaded. Oh. I'll trade you. Hey. That's mighty big of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, happy to help. Right. I'm not a little bit ashamed to be the only German at the table. Well, it's, it's, it's look. It's typical German behavior as played by Americans. Yeah. Okay. Let's point that out. This is yeah. Pretty just standard, pretty standard German behavior as oh, played yeah. by Americans. I'm now terrified to imagine somewhere in Germany there's. Oh yes, group, there are. A group playing, you know, oh, American yes, you soldiers. Have no gone. idea. <laughs> That's right. And now it's we will drink Coca-Cola and eat many hot dogs. Yeah, what, yeah, I, what I think is yes. funny, though, is that uh, when we did uh, the, the <laughs> scenario, scenario in Levine, the uh, Jewish officer, when he first sees the ruins of the library in the cathedral, he says, this is an act of barbarism. We have blackened our own names, something to the effect of, they will never, even if we win this war, we will never be forgiven for this, nor should we. Don't worry, we'll come up with a couple of other mistakes in 20 years that make everyone forget about this. <laughs> and they managed to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not denying that. I mean, we did that with the Herrera as well. Everyone thought, hey, that's kind of a Holocaust. There's, a, there's a really people. interesting book called um, uh, Utter, Utter Destruction, the uh, Imperial... It was, it was a book called The, the uh, Imperial Culture of War, uh, The Culture of, of War in, in Imperial Germany. And it makes the point that um, guys like Lothar von Trotha down yeah. in, in Southwest Africa and uh, his also his behavior during, same guy's behavior during uh, uh, the Boxer Rebellion yeah. was highly encouraged by the Kaiser and it was a top-down, fish rotted from the top down in this case. Uh, yep. That kind of behavior was 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 rewarded, and um, it, it, those incidents in the colonial history probably helped dictate what happened in Belgium uh, during the invasion. Because again, it was this behavior was encouraged. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, it doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah, uh, and because uh, they had 20 years to build up to that, um, and it's I, just it, it, Belgium's the one that just. The, because I yeah because I've read I have I've researched it very thoroughly I've gone like to three different sources. Uh, the hardest part to do I know there are modern historians that have done it is to separate the propaganda from what actually happened. Right. 
believe me, what actually happened... Pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, they didn't even... The Allies didn't need propaganda. Well, the... It's still, it still—it still amazes me that the one that makes all the press is the, the crucifixion story, which never happened. Which never happened. Which never is, happened. I think most people at the time weren't aware. It's—it's it's much harder sometimes to tell the hor- uh, to sell the horrible truth because people don't even grasp what's happening if you describe that. I mean, yeah, the reprisals and the civilians don't make the news as much as, as these individual really? stories. That, that's well, it's what, like John Benet Ramsey. That's what Stalin hmm? said. It's Stalin. John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. There's something that makes the story sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Stalin, kill and one, you're yeah. Kill, murderer. kill once, it's a tragedy. Kill millions, it's a, it's statistic. a number. Yeah. Um, it was. And at this point, you guys drop that grenade in the water. Uh, boom. It's a statistic. There's still two guys standing around <laughs> yes, the boats getting showered with the water. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is looking like it, it's looking a little statistical because you drop that grenade in the water. You know. You guys are waiting around for a reaction, and sure enough, like five bodies float to the surface. You guys can see five guys come up face down in the water. Um, at least eight guys went over the side, but there's apparently five less. Um, and uh, again, the water comes splashing down. At this point, uh, Captain Vellenbach is giving orders to uh, bring the sub closer to the uh, to the lifeboats so they can uh, get a line on them and use them. His intention is to do a boarding. Alright, dear. Take yours back. Okay, I'll put another bullet in it. Just no, I no, I didn't. I didn't fire yours. Oh, oh, by, okay. by that way, was nice. You, you know where oh. the nickname Hunge came from? The from the Germans. That's from the Kaiser. From, from the, the Kaiser himself. From the uh, yeah. that the, telegram he sent to. Uh, which uh, is a speech he made at Wilhelmshaven when the expeditionary oh, yeah. force. I'm sorry, it wasn't an order sign, it was that speech. It was a speech, and he actually made it, and he didn't think there were any members of the Western press present. And there was That's one. Because he was a genius. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, my one of my professors, Dr. Georg Kleiner, brilliant scholar, great guy, German, obviously. Yeah. Like he said, it wasn't. It was. It was not only that the Kaiser was a warmonger. He said he was an he was an incompetent one at that. <laughs> he, was, he was an idiot. Yeah. Uh, the, the the country starts going into the crap at the moment he forces Bismarck to, to resign. It, it's, it's on a. It, they're doomed to have a war at some point. Right. And, and the minute they start building the fleet, he didn't see the he didn't see the advantages of having the central uh, continental position that we had, and that we didn't need colonies, and then we got colonies that we didn't need and couldn't keep. Then you have to pay for well, them. Yeah, they no, did. They poured, it's, not it's, a it's single German colony Germans ever yielded spent millions a of marks on these. You could have shipped them forever. There's it, a reason why no one I mean, ever held these territories before. Yeah, but, well, no, it's not a great God, power. Anyway, I think we all. I like the little. I like the little handheld depth charge. In fact, I got another one ready to go. All right, um, nothing else bobs up from the, from under the ocean. Uh, we're off combat rounds at this point. Um, what are you guys? Are you guys watching the sea for another head to pop up? You bet I am. Okay. Uh, who's watching the sea? Who's watching the ship? I'm going to watch the I'm ship because the ship. Yeah. at this point I'm absolutely ship. confident in my mastery of the situation that there couldn't <laughs> possibly any be threat, any threat left. Yeah, so. Oh, they went into the water and drowned, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, or they were just, the you know, bleeding out from the various wounds. I already make uh, spot hidden rolls for your various places you're looking. Nope. I see yes. nothing. A- I-, I made mine 18. <laughs> yes. Right. 32. The mist of blood lost us. Yeah. And Shane, you can make You were waiting right. for that, weren't you? You have no idea. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, at this point, you guys are looking at the boat and see if there are assholes running around the boat. <laughs> I do. Um, there's um, 
Uh, there's uh, clearly somebody up on the flying bridge right now, um, uh, moving around on the bridge. Uh, there's at least uh, two guys on the forward deck uh, who are looking over the railing at different, you know, prairie different dogging. positions. Yeah, prairie dogging. Um, feel free to take a, you know, take a pot shot at them. Sure, um, why not? Uh, oh wait, I failed my spot hidden check though. That's right. Shane can. Um, no. You can. You're not, but there are guys. There are guys moving around the deck. Guys who are hiding are clearly no longer figuring that hiding is working. So uh, you're not sure what they're up to, but um, like I said, there's a couple of guys carry dog, and there's definitely somebody moving around the, on the bridge. Well, we talked this up, didn't we? Yeah, clearly the stealth plan failed. Um, Let's go for plan. The captain B. goes. The captain actually, uh, as they're maneuvering the boat around, is ordering the gun crew to go ahead and fire on the bridge, but don't fire. Into the cargo holds or into the um, uh, crew section, but they can make sure there's nobody using the bridge for anything like driving the ship. So they're, the gun crew is, is starts working the wheel and raising the gun barrel up. We're not in a position to look at the side of the vessel. You'd uh, change the orientation of the boat. And uh, while we're in non-combat, the little yep. eight-round magazine gets dropped out. The 32-round snail so, drum and the friggin' Stock gets put on there. All right, you guys tool up appropriately. You top yeah, off yeah, the magazines. I'll, I'll just follow him. Yeah. And uh, you've got another 190 rounds. Do you really care about topping up the magazine? <laughs> no, I don't. And, uh, <laughs> and yes, the captain wants us to uh, turn, uh, move the submarine so they can get a rope or get a, a line onto these ships, these two lifeboats, so, uh, and bail the knee-deep blood out of the while they're doing that, yeah. if, if, we can, like if we can do GMC it, sounds like GMC work for me. <laughs> yeah, if, if we if, if we can do it, you're going chum detail. <laughs> yeah, the chum detail. I'm going to I mean, get. I'm a medic. I'm going to, I don't how many to. grenades do we have total? Uh, let me check. I believe it's only like it was thirty. It's a small number. Let me check the exact. Yeah, there's twenty nine now. Is thirty. I said 30, but uh, that was... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's only 24. That's still enough. 23 now. Are there sharks gathering? No. What I wanted to do... And besides, having set off the anti-dinner bell on the water, those sharks around well, right like, now, like, they all... Like, <laughs> they headed off in every compass direction. Like, yummy, yummy, yummy. Fuck! <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> what an unfair world we live in. If I can do this... You put... Blood in the water, and then you do that. You're Why? confusing the shit out of me. I'm sorry. I've got to figure sharks have evolved so that they smell deep one blood, and it's yeah. just like, no, I don't want. No, Scott, what, if, if, I, if yeah, I can, uh, um, you take you unscrew the you unscrew the handles from six of the grenades. You wrap it around the central grenade. And it's actually wired so that it's a single I was talking about, but um, those... I'm I've not seen sh- in World War One, but that is not a field... Uh, I don't believe that's a field um, Not only that, but Not only that, but uh, usually you'd only see... I, I was just wondering if you could do it, because usually you'd only see that with, like, pioneers. Yeah, it's, it's like stormtroopers. It's like an anti-armor. Uh, well, it was a bunker buster. Yeah. Big-ass bunker buster. That's something you could, you could sit down and do here, simply because... The arming, the, the arming pins are inside the hollow. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. But he is gonna, he's not just gonna have two grenades in that belt. He's gonna have four of them. All right. You want to take grenades on the ship while we're maybe fighting in the ship? Yeah. 
Sure. Absolutely. Like a great place for them. After what we every, just went Every door you come to gets a grenade. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> after the hell we just went through with those on Oh, there was a cradle yeah. in just, there. Just to clarify <laughs> the strategy, instead of sinking the ship, we board the ship. Because we want to rescue yeah. hostages, but in order to do that, we clear every room with a hand grenade. <laughs> this, this I'm was, not it, saying there won't be casualties, man. It's this the American war. way. Okay. Being German. Oh, shit, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, it's the... Damn it. I'm sure the court in The Hague will see that there was an explanation, <laughs> like, explanation for all well, of this. It's not like he's harmed anyway. them just now. Well, once, the it's better up, to once we've won the war, we won't have to explain this to anybody. I <laughs> you just say we won and call it it's even. It's better to have the grenades and not need them than need the grenades and not have them. Did anyone see Serenity? Come on. Didn't anyone see Serenity? I saw Tremors, too. This is the kind of situation we actually need. Might have been used. We yes. actually need yes. one of the grenades. You guys go over. Uh, do we have demo charges? Yes, you do. There are scuttling so charges. We, pay, we should pack some of those. You're the guy with the demo skill, dude. Yes, I pick some of those. <laughs> I'll also, make sure I've I get got some plenty extra of first aid supplies. The, uh, the field, uh, there aren't a lot of magazines. There's only three magazines per pistol, which is 24 rounds. So don't shoot out. Or don't miss. Well, the people with the thirty-two round drums, the people with the thirty-two round round drums, are allowed to give me their magazines. <laughs> All right, since every yeah, well, since every uh, uh, Luger uh, yeah, well, has a thirty-two hair. round drum and <laughs> yeah, yeah, three extra magazines. There you are, Herr Leutnant. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the stock, and so I'm not gonna Here use the drum. Here you are, person so. of whom I share a ship with. Yes. Yeah. Well, all right, in that case, five magazines, 40 rounds, still don't miss. I'm just recommending that. <laughs> um, all right. Nope. Uh, yeah. nope. 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 Did you, uh, there's just no way to pot shots at the guys who are, you know, uh, gophering over the edge of the ship? Uh, wait, which you guys? There's some guys on the front deck who are looking up over the, uh, over the uh, railing. Um, okay. I mean, how much time do we have here? Yeah. Minutes. No, I'm gearing up. All right. Cover fire. We want to have people providing cover fire. Well, um, Ross will apparently not be good. If Ross stays in the machine gun, he stays here and ends up spraying the railing so that the people will stay away from it while you guys are, yes, horrifyingly, climbing up the the boarding ladders. Which one of us has the smart gun? uh, Nobody. Actually, I'm feeling even more confident. I'll have one. Uh, can I have one of the other deck uh, gun crew ma- take the maximum? I take a. Uh, uh, is, th- is there still a artillery? Uh, oh, we got one over here. Uh, you took one. <laughs> the medic has one. Medic has one. Uh, he's got the regular uh, Luger sidearm. You can go ahead and tool up with one of them. Unless somebody else wants to vie for it, I'll just let it get to a die roll who the captain assigns it to. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I will also take. Uh, so you two both armed with rifles. Uh, what are your 50. throw skills? What's your throw character's throw skill? Uh, Mine's 40. 45. 35. I, w- I would like everybody with four grenades apiece. All right, well, there's one, two, three, four, five. Oh, what do you know? There's six of you. Well, there's somebody's got three, and that's you. You have futures. You got three. Everybody else has got four. Um, Ross doesn't get one because he already has a high body count. <laughs> it's not fair, damn it. <laughs> not fair at all. So is this communism? So, like, so the whole time we're carrying a piece gets to carve notches on his arm. 
Ross can oh, go first. Dude. I'm cool with that. He's, well, he's yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm having a good day so far. <laughs> you go uh, right on ahead there, Kill. All right. So, I'll be back here. First. Yep. I'll be back here rolling right. some bandages before it's time for me to climb In that climb case, up. we got one, two with the rifles. Um, no reason. The boarding party is now consists of the six of you. You get to lead it. The guy who didn't want to go. Um, I'm so salted. Captain, shouldn't we yeah. just sink the ship? No, they're hostages. Or first they're probably aboard. dead anyway. <laughs> well, they what will you, be after we finish. What are you, what are you turning the into? Uh, what's the character? What's the superhero's character's name? Uh, uh, collateral Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm all disgusted. Oh, so I'd be I'd have a katana. <laughs> I, I already tried to make I a point that you just no, leap sink from tree to tree with the Tommy gun and tri- uh, katana, one in each hand. You heard the order of the captain. I walked between the raindrops. I walked between the raindrops. Professor of Applied Ninjaology. You guys get onto this boat. They, 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 for some reason, maneuvered around. The boats are, are, are lassoed by some crew. Uh, with the grapplers, they pull them over. Um, the boats are filled with dead bodies, obviously. There's about 20 guys. Wait, we can um, just Eskimo yeah, roll them. We <laughs> <laughs> really can't Eskimo roll a lifeboat. But I will point out that as you guys are, as the crew is going down in this boat and grabbing his assholes and throwing the dead guys overboard, well, maybe he moaned a little while he went over the side, but he's, he'll be dead soon anyways. As they're throwing these guys out of the bottom of the boat, yeah, there's some bullet holes in these boats. But these boats are, you know, they're like the length of this of this little area, you know, yeah. and they're almost big. as wide. Uh, they're much yeah, they got a half dozen you know, holes in them. The most of the holes went into the meat. Yeah, they're whale boats. They're not filling up with water. In fact, most of them are filled with blood. I mean, you guys are unfortunately... Like, what if you do? Ew, 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 ew. And you'll be happy to know as you're throwing these assholes over the side, there are more weapons in the bottoms of the boat. Like what? Well, there's knives. There's knives. There's a couple of... You know, there's a sail. There's a collapsed sail for the lifeboat. You know, that's down there, and some tarp to it, and there's rifles rolled up in the. There's some rifles rolled up in the. Uh, God damn! In the oh, so sink the boat. Shoot. It's a right to shoot. <laughs> sink the boat. Um, These guys really have a great deal of respect for the German Navy. Um, uh, there are Which two guys who are, again. Is the, uh, there's there's uh, there's two guys who are alive. One is, uh, you know, one is uh, just barely, you know, one's gut shot and barely muttering. Okay. Yeah, uh, in French. Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> no, I mean, that's... That, 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 there's I, not, no, there's really not a lot you're going to do for this. This guy has got... That, that's that, that's uh, giving him it's, a it's, it's through and through. Um, yeah. And in my medical opinion. He could keep, you could keep him alive for a couple of days. If you were really a son of a bitch, you could keep him alive for a couple of days. <laughs> I'll execute my, both. My... Okay. my yeah, the other my guy, prescription the other is shot in the head and um, cc of lead. You know, and he's showing some scalp and is uh, talking gibberish. Uh, it's not Latin, is it? Um, anybody out here speak Italian? No, sir. Yes, I do. All right, give me a roll under your Italian. What, uh, what Italian? What? Fifty. Still, give me a roll, but it's it's going to be heavily modified. Twenty-two. Um, Joseph French. Yes. You're pretty sure he's speaking uh, Corsican, which is this, uh, which is this sort of Italian language that Frank-talian? It's Frank-talian. Uh, it, it's sort of it's sort of Italian uh, language that for 200 years had to put up with French uh, uh, French vocabulary. Um, so yeah, but if it was good enough for Napoleon Bonaparte, it was good enough for Napoleon Bonaparte. 
Uh, but uh, these, he's, their he's, bread he's, must be so good. <laughs> I remember these are the first because they have that cheese that comes with maggots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they artificially yeah. age it by infecting it with maggots. Actually, it's clearly they're a threat to civilization. You guys do the right thing. I think so. They have the evil cheese. Maggots. I saw Gordon Ramsay eat that. So, um, that guy's actually. That shouldn't be. And it's. You can see scalp. I mean, I'm sorry, you see skull. Sticking out It would be like a scalp on this guy. If. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie maybe, he has, a, maybe he has a fragile had a baby skull, and it was Harvey Weinstein. Does he still have that How does this happen? No. Okay. He was not wearing a hat. Oh. He, was, he had a full head of hair. As you guys are throwing these guys over the side, everybody gets a sand roll. However, greatly modified by the fact that these guys are all fucking dead. My bad. Tell me if you lose, if you lose the sand roll, you lose a point. Ah, uh, I lost. A point. Thirteen. Give me your, give me your point. Give me. There you go. Oh, right. Well, now I'm it's good. a nice even number. I'm good. I'm uh, good. Sometimes I question the wisdom of going to war. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, the guys that do it, the deformities are far worse than you. we had actual cutlasses on the U-boat? I think those are mine. No, there are no cutlasses, sadly. There should be. Uh, right. the, ba- the bayonets are well, yeah, about I'll take, I think that's just, I'll, I'll the, take the, the butcher blade yeah. bayonet is almost yeah. 18, yeah. So I'm 18 taking, inches I'm long. taking one of those and yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the rifle. I think everyone is going to take a bayonet. Bayonet, four right. grenades, and the weapon. But it's, uh, it's you six guys plus, if I'm doing the math right, uh, six other NPCs armed with rifles and bayonets. Right. Well, the person with the medical training, like, hey, this guy may... Look like go ahead and give, you can give a first aid and see if you think this guy has any chance of making it. Alright, so this is first aid in that medicine. Not, the, the belly should I execute. I, so you want to see my intestines? Uh, sorry, fail. All right. I could do medicine instead. Hold on, in that case, you fail, so you think... <laughs> uh, you <laughs> this... think he can make it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alright, oh, so go ahead and make it roll first aid on him. That's cool. All it is is a head. Give him some Failed. Yeah. While well, you bandage his head up, you know, you start bandaging his head up, and he's just, you know, sort of talking in Corsican. If you could understand it, he's probably talking about, and then there was the day that my mom brought me a puppy, and I really liked the soft, <laughs> Our economy is strong. Soft, curly-haired puppy, and I, I remember how much how much blood flowed to my penis as I cut into the puppy and <laughs> ate its brain. You know, whatever people ramble about. Whatever they, whatever fond memories deep ones have about childhood. Being a Charlie the bowl. tuna is a god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's married to my sister. Yeah, so. my, my mother caught me beating off to uh, the little mermaid. The field and she, she gave me a cookie. You know, anyways, I don't know. I forget, but ever, like, they oh, blew the shirt. Take a prisoner. Hey, you take wouldn't a, stop crying at the end of the like old yeller for deep ones. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't look the tank exploded. Don't smile, Bruce. Don't smile. <laughs> don't give the bastard the satisfaction. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. How unfair. They even re edited the movie so Richard Dreyfus lived. <laughs> players have the most warped dad damn sense of humor it just, um, it just works uh, out so anyways there you guys are paddling over to this ship in lifeboats filled with blood I'm gonna I take can't a think of a better scenario just like my honeymoon <laughs> um, 
This is so like my dreams of med school. It's scary. <laughs> With 12 guys, there's not much point in um, there's not much point in putting bringing you guys into two boats. It would be too hard to maneuver. That would be six guys a boat. That would be yeah. six guys rowing and nobody doing Overwatch. So um, I'm presuming that the guys with the pistols are rowing, the guys with the rifles can reach out and touch somebody or watching the uh, railing of the ship while you guys get over there. Uh, everybody has a boating skill. Uh, yeah. Who has the high? Small out. boat? If you have small, it's boating. Oh. Small pilot, have, small ship is like a okay. tugboat or something. Well, 20. 20. 20. 40. Boating with a B is 50. 50? 30. All right. Uh, 40. Um, no, sorry. Yeah, 40. All right, you had 50. All right, give me a uh, give me a roll of the, the highest. As the bosun's mate commands the, the launch. Uh, I'm going to say no. All right. <laughs> you stick your R in. Not like that. Having not, having not rolled a fumble, you don't accidentally sink yourself, but you do not make the rickety spookiest time getting over there. Uh, you just waste a lot of time uh, getting yourselves over there. In the meantime... He micromanages what is up yeah. with this guy. Yeah. Maybe you're, we you're don't need everybody on too fast. You're rowing too slow. Uh, at some point, you guys are rowing over there, the and the you can hear spot. suddenly you hear the Maxim gun back on the submarine open up with a burst, and you can hear the rounds. Just the rounds are going over your heads, you know, thirty feet up, you know, flashing over your heads. Um, I'm sure they know what's going on. The ship. Throw some. Throw one of the deep ones hatch in the air. Like check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to Tollander. <laughs> okay. Um, while you guys are getting ready and moving the ship into position, the deck gun fires twice. Once they fire at the uh, the bridge, the round goes over the ship and disappears off into the firmament somewhere to kill some fish down range. The second round lands in the bridge. The flying bridge is essentially just a very lightly covered structure. Uh, you know, it's just a roof over a whole bunch of windows so you can get a good view while you're steering. It lifts the roof off. You know, the, the round lands up there in the bridge. Would you say it raised much the roof? Sheer, hmm? Would you say it raised the roof? I, I think it's it pretty clear he wouldn't. Yeah. It shears off, you know, it, it, the, the detonation shears off probably the steering wheel and the, you know, the, the, uh, the controls down to the signaling controls down. The telegraph. The, yeah, the engine telegraph. Um, that, that just disappears like confetti. If there's anybody up there... They also disappear like confetti. But uh, there are no more. The, the, well, as you're paddling across, the deck gun does not sound again. But that means that the five deep ones who went into the water have now taken over our submarine. Yeah. There were only three of them. Five of them bobbed to the. Five. I got five of them. And the three other three obviously drowned. I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I, we're the we're the ones facing backwards as we row, so we can see what's yeah, happening. Yeah, so when the submarine explodes in the middle and folds up like you know a piece of origami just sinks down, uh, you'll you you can guys go and stay on this ship. It'll be fine. <laughs> we can take it over, fix it up, sail it back to port. It'll be great. I'm sure that's the way the scenario well, turn out, right? Back to the university. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a pleasant view. If we get to Spain, we can spend the rest of the war in a nice internment camp, drinking sangria and eating. Well, kill people? No, I didn't even know there was a war. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> war? What is this war of which you speak? <laughs> These uniforms? We, fa- we found them. them. Everyone um, was wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> we found them. There was, you know. Yeah, I got nothing. In my locker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got nothing. And the tattoo is like his. No, no, it's Kajulik Marine. Big Marines. World War II. 
Why do you have an eye heart? Why do you have Kaiser and a heart on your arm? Like that's my nickname. My girlfriend has one. It's not Die Bart Die. It's the Bart D. You guys paddle up to the side of this thing, and boy, it sure looks tall when you're down there in the light boat. Look up the side of it. Hanging off the side of the boat are a bunch of lines that were the lines that lowered it down. The ropes that lowered it down. Um, there are also, there are not cargo nets down the sides of this thing, but there are, uh, there are some, uh, ladders, uh, uh, that are over the side as well, um, but that's towards the aft of the boat. These so are stiff two ladders options, or rope you're, ladders? You're two, you're two, well, they're, they're still, it's a steel rung ladder. Okay. It's, uh, just over the side of the ship down to the, to the water line. Uh, the only problem is, is that, um, it will be a bit of a dodgy proposition grabbing the bottom of the ladder from this lifeboat, where the boat is set, because it doesn't go all the way down to the water. Um, the ropes that lowered the boat all the way down come all the way down to the water line. You'll be able to grab one of those, find out that problem. What about um, throwing a line up to the ladder? The, uh, that is another option. You want to grapple the ladder, and then that would that would get you up to the ladder, no problem. I think we should grapple the ladder. That would be I, your call. I would, the guy on the boat. I would respectfully Wait a minute. suggest that you know, Yeah, that would be his call. Herr Leutnant. He doesn't want to do any of this. He's so bummed out. <laughs> like every, every squishy footstep you take. <laughs> every sucks. bad German Dude, accent he hears. Yeah. Sucks. Okay, what can we do? What can we do? My concern is that if we go up the rope, someone at the top might cut them. I would suggest we take the letter, yes. All right. Uh, the ladder's by the aft of the boat. There's still sort of a, you can still see some smoke from where the yeah. right first shells landed, sort of drifting around we the, don't need the boat. Water. On the plus side, yes, when you're knocked off the ladder by a machete at the top, so, try not to hit the lifeboat when you fall through that. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Like, wait, what? Probably a stupid question, but do we have lanyards for the Lugers? Yes. The yes. Luger does have a lanyard uh, loop in it, and yeah. as a naval Luger, I see no reason why you wouldn't. The... The artillery lugers, um, they actually come with a shoulder strap that yeah. goes through the that goes through the uh, uh, wooden uh, stock, so you sure. can you can sling them pretty effectively. The right. naval lugers have the longer barrel, right? Yes, Slightly. longer barrel stock and oh wait no, the it's the artillery lugers that have yeah, but even the naval luger has a, has a stock in sure. The, uh, and the artillery uh, luger yeah, you can sling them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the pistol you have, yes, you can absolutely so, put it in the line. Well, I'll need to charge since it's my job. All right. In that case, um, you guys come to the rear of the boat. And, Sorry, uh, man. Yeah, well, but true, they don't need to And just remember, it's called the stern. We are the one who's starting the wheels. Go ahead and roll me a, uh, since it's Greg's idea, I guess you roll the throw roll so you can get the uh, grapple to hook onto the bottom of the ladder. <clears throat> no. Comes up, splash. Uh, make it. <laughs> you roll it, reel it, reel it back in. Try again. Oh, give me that. Go ahead, there. What's Who's the highest throw? Mate. Mine's forty-five. Okay, this time I make it. Clank. Yep. Make it fast. Okay, you're I'm on. Climb up. Put your climb roll. You can climb like a monkey. Yes, and I do. All right, do you it. climb to the top as you're climbing up the top of this and thing. From the front good guy. <laughs> Well, as I said, it's as, you're climbing up, as you're climbing up to the top of this ladder, you're about halfway up, and all of a sudden the uh, the Maxim gun opens up on the on, from from the U forty nine. 
and clatters away, and sure enough, this this, uh, this uh, revolver fly comes flying down from above and passes you and splashes into the drink. <laughs> oh, jolly, I love it. So as soon as I reach the letter, I pull the Luger and go slowly. Give me a little spot hidden at the top um, there. Can I yell something up to him? Yeah. Uh, my nair, might I suggest that you throw a grenade up over, looping over the top, perhaps? No, don't throw a grenade. Eight. 72 out of what? Ah. What if he misses and it falls well, back down? The first thing you're greeted by is this really <laughs> you're trying to catch guy it. who got hit with a zero-two right in the head. <laughs> um, you know, there's, a, there's this fellow laying on the deck looking right at you with half his head. Um, he didn't need that part. Yeah, who, yeah that didn't work out so It's just the thinking part. Um, the reason why I didn't lob a grenade, someone could lob it back. And it'll just fall into the lifeboat with you guys. Yeah. Or if he Ooh. misses the roll, it bounces hey. off the railing. Hey, I will no, tell you, if that I'm, happens and there's a no, grenade right I'm there, like... No, I'm boarding the ship alone. I'm going up next. <laughs> I'm getting the iron cross for this! You just throw yourself right on the grenade. <laughs> <laughs> still a boat? Make a decent size. <laughs> Actually, yes. you know Actually, I'm sorry, but throwing yourself on the grenade will just tamp it so the explosion goes through the but not only, but not like that. Why throw yourself on the grenade? I'll grab the guy next to me and throw him on the grenade. I still regret nothing. No wonder you regret nothing. Stay down. Stay down. Um, I'll tell everyone you were really brave. Glug, glug, glug. I want to live. That's, it's too late for that. Hush, little baby. Hush, little baby. There's um, We cannot always get what we want. There's, uh, there's actually two guys laying up here dead on the deck. One of them is armed with a uh, some sort of... Uh, bolt-action rifle, uh, maybe a uh, lapel or something. Um, the other guy doesn't need to arm anything. I think his armor went over the side yeah. when he got shot. These guys were apparently laying, laying on their, uh, laying on their bellies on the deck, waiting for you guys to come up. And uh, well, that didn't work out for them. So hard. Um, there's nobody else in the back deck of the boat now. Um, basically, yeah. what you've got here is. Um, there's a big giant cargo hatch in the middle of this deck. Uh, in front of the, uh, uh, you know, to, in front of you, you come up this ladder is this little like rear sort of house, deck house. Yeah. Um, that there's smoke coming out of the windows and smoke coming out of the doors. There's two doors to this thing. One is points towards the front of the boat. The other one uh, is on the same side as you. There's smoke coming out of it. Yeah. Um, big cargo hatch. Then there's a, a big cargo crane right in front of that. Then there's uh, this raised castle section. There's two lad- two staircases on either side. One on either side on each side of the deck, and there are two doors, hatches that lead into yep. the, the main area of the ship. Um, one of which is open a crack. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to climb up next. One, well, okay. okay. Do we have a plan C? <laughs> We're going to plan F now. Okay. <laughs> I got to come up. All right. Yo, you guys. Bye. Hey, you guys. All right, I'm climbing up. i got a 10 out of 60. So. All right, you monkey your way up there. Yep. Get the loot. Artillery. Give me a spot Oh, also, I was getting a bowie knife as a trophy and a backup weapon. Oh, uh, I mean, for out of that. Yeah, lifeboat. That's an 09. All right. Hey? I have 31. Oh, 06. All right. So I'm going to stab you with this blood-covered knife that yeah. belong yeah. to your buddy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I roll like that. <laughs> All right. It, will, it would not be hard to pull up uh, some wicked-looking knife. And they're not... The knife you pull out of the... the Submerging the blood at the bottom of the boat. Uh, the Too knife small. you pull up is... Um, 
you know, well maintained. Yeah, sort of. Here's a winner. Uh, do you actually make me a no roll? Yeah. Um, which character do you have? Is it Becker? Yes. Um, he's the career, is he the career Navy guy? Is he being listed 14? Uh, volunteered in August of 14. Okay. <laughs> I volunteered make, for this shit. Uh, you made your no roll one out of what? Uh, 42 out of 95. That's pretty good. Um, it looks a little bit like a Kukri. Holy But it's crap. not a Kukri. Oh. No, because the Kukri has that little, you know... That little cut out at the bottom that yep, looks like yeah. a little, little wedge. Right. You're talking about. Yeah. There's, I know a, there's a little yeah. There's a little thing that's carved into the bottom of the handle, uh, or into the into the blade itself, just in front of the handle. Right. It has some ceremonial purpose. I can't remember. But it's basically uh, a curved leaf-shaped blade um, of some sort. Damn. Uh, but it, so it looks a little bit like a kukri, but it's it's not. Kukri, and it's about as big. heavy as. Kukri knockoff. So. Oh, yeah. You know, from stem to stern, it's like that. So, like, something you'd use for cutting cane. Yeah. Okay. Or cutting A lines. guy named Kane. Yeah. <laughs> During the Kane mutiny. Um, <laughs> more right. nautical jokes. Well, I, I climb up uh, on the ship behind him, right. get the Luger out as my primary weapon, and uh, wait for the lieutenant to give orders. Well, right. I'm, you I'm, rolled the 06, I'm, right? I'm climbing up, too. Um, what's your decks? I want to climb. The left. Well, his is seven. Um, you spot him first. Uh, there's uh, somebody, looks like there's some guy trying to take a shot at you from the partially opened uh, door Drop while you're waiting for him to, while you're waiting for him to crawl up and climb up behind you. Oh, I'll jump oh. down and take a shot. Okay, you get two shots per round. Why do you never, why do we never have, have a Lewis gun handy when we need one? Um, check that out. They're, aren't yes. they really heavy? Um, all right. One PC maxes out strength and size, yes. the other PC Eight. maxes out his gunnery 56. skills. That's you mount the gun on the shot. PC1's back, and then he just drops down. 62 hits? Alright, roll 2d10 damage. Ouch! Good thing makes damage. Can the rest of the PCs climb up? Well, 13. That's it for him. Bang, bang, he goes, he flops over. Nice. Uh oh. Your first kill of the day. Congratulations. Right, I'm Shooting I'm the wounded guy. Um, you I hear some gunfires are coming up. You yeah, get up there. Right. And I don't know who got shot, so no. I'm next. As soon as he's up, um, up the clip, you're good. All right. Rather than get caught flat-footed with six rounds. That you, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know right. it's only eight rounds. Um, you're going to want those two rounds. You really are. Yeah. Um, after having cleared out these three guys at the top of the, it, 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 the people rapidly start coming up the top of the, uh, this ladder. There doesn't appear to have been anybody sitting here immediately ready to go to fire after these, these right. three guys got cleared out. Um, at this point, everyone's able to get up to the top of the ladder. Who goes which way? you got uh, the, sm- the building that's you know, still sort of coughing and smoke. Two right. Uh, there's the, up two, ups, the two, le- two staircases that go up to the second level, uh, which actually doesn't go up to a, an area that has any enclosed space. What it is, it staircases up to a flat deck, which the funnel right. is on. And the smoking remains of the bridge are on. Um, there are also ladders down the other side to the front deck, oh, which you guys okay. can't see from here. Then there are two doors in the sort of elevated section that's in the middle of the ship, and presumably there are doors on the opposite side of that that lead into the, to the foredeck. And they're narrow as hell. Uh, last, yeah. 
Last summer I went to Patriot Point in Charleston. We toured the Lexington CV-10. Yeah, and those doors are tiny. They're yeah. tiny. Those passageways are claustrophobic. Yeah. Uh, this is a being that this is a civilian ship. There's a little more room, but not. Enjoy your size 15. Well, open door, toss grenade, close door, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, there might be civilians. Too late. Are you questioning my orders? Nine. <laughs> all right, your first. All right, you. Skirt, all right, uh, again, there's grand total of six player characters, six NPCs. Where do you want the NPCs? Um, at the front of the party where they can get wasted. Are they, all wearing, they, are they all wearing red shirts? Wait, we all no. get a red shirt. <laughs> Everyone gets assigned a red so, shirt. <laughs> and some brown pants. Let me draw that. Yeah. Um, the part you can see looks like this. There is this... Um, right. The huge cargo. No, that's not the cargo. Yeah, this is this is the yeah, one-story like tall uh, building sort of built into this thing. Right. This railing all the way around. Said, this railing you can see through. It's just you know, a post right. with some bars running so right there. And a friend of mine. There is a big cargo a, hatch here. Oh, used to call it. With a driver on a Los Angeles crane built in here. Beyond that, there are these ladder, these staircases. That are flush with the outside of the uh, yep. flush here. Took a look at the that lead up to this top deck. Like, where the hell oh, is that? This is the central bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and there's like a luxury this hotel. This would be the central bridge. He said, he said even on the LA coast, and what, just, what was left of the bridge up here, right. there are two doors here and here. Okay. Presumably, there are two doors on this side and stairs down, but you can't see it from this point. And there is a door in this. Oh yeah, and there. Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, yes. this is not and there seems to be a yeah. bulkhead no, every 30, this is, uh, you know, every, this is more every typical of coal burners. There's the is a very door narrow and the big door here and the ladder is here. So where is the guy that shot me? They tried to shoot me here. This guy was over here. Okay. There's two other dead assholes lying right, right there. Okay, the first guy famous. No, he just wrote the favorite land. Okay, you open the door, throw it in there, there's a whole lot of smoke. Because this is uh, where Ross out. tagged so. the ship back here and here. Whatever's burning cool. below deck, so, no, smoke not, is coming up into yeah. this. Um, um, okay. Roll, roll uh, to throw your grenade. Do not fumble. Well, you don't fumble. My name is Frank uh, Ryan. I'm not famous. I'm infamous. <laughs> famous last words. Oh, I'm not going to fumble this. No, I'm not going to fumble this. Okay. Roll that O2. You're going to crit that. I crit this. <laughs> in his mouth. Oh! <laughs> you throw the grenade in, close the door. One combat round later, there's a resounding clang as the thing goes off in there, and boom! Um, okay. no, there's no sound of a response from there. Okay, um... I lost my kneecaps. So, is the, the well, cargo... Here, I think this is open. it. Or the cargo, the cargo hatch is not open. Okay. Now, these cargo hatches are gigantic and heavy, it can only be lifted off with a crane. Does anybody have operate um, crane? Uh, that'd be operate heavy machine. Is, um, it, is there a, not me. Is there another way into the hole? Yes. The yeah. the There's either going to be uh, the two, uh, two likely, likely options. One is the rear deck house. The sky well, the staircase. It has a staircase down. It would go into the lower decks, and those might those connect to the cargo. They'll also connect to the bilges into the area around the drive shaft. The engine room. Is going to be under the central raised section, the middle of the ship. Um, okay, um, two NPCs stay at the house, at the building at the okay. end of the ship. All right, to make sure nothing pops out. Right. And to protect the ladder and the way off the boat. Exactly. 
Um, two NPCs uh, are going up the ladders to the bridge. All right. To make sure that so everything is rolling through Yes. So I, the way I imagine is that basically, you see that right, so we have this. First movie is small hut, two head. We have these letters that are up the bridge. Um, then here's something which is like another deck. And then I am pulling awesome. up my map on my computer to attempt to show you a little better what this cross section looks like. And so by, let me just hide what the, yeah, hide the parts I don't want you to see. Yeah. So there's this little tiny, very small house back yeah. here. There's the hatch in the deck here. There's your ladder up. Uh, yeah. There's the there's this one deck here. Yeah, there wow. was a wheelhouse here. There's the flying bridge on top. The round took off the top of the this yeah. thing. There is a sort of a room or a building or a floor right here. Yeah. This is where the life was. This this area here we can see. Where did the uh, girl appear? There's the railing she was you can on see. The this is the raised, the, uh, the this is the raised yeah. area where the woman was killed. Was ship, this is another area. There's crew quarters. There'll be a hatch, and you can do I mean, yeah. a, a doorway right into this. So there'll be crew quarters here. There'll also be crew quarters down below here where those rounds landed. Uh, and there'll be uh, the both both uh, crew and passenger space here. And underneath there'll be engine space. Here and here are the two cargo holds. Okay. So yeah, I think um, we put. Two NPCs basically up these ladders on the deck where the where the flying bridge is. All right. Um, Just to make sure nothing comes roaring over the top. Right. And also, oh well, we don't have. Never mind. Nope. Um, it's all hand signals and yelling. screech and screams. Yeah. And yeah, the rest of us, I would say, three to every hatch. You take two with you. I take two with me. Uh, Herr Leutnant. Yeah. I. Uh, I think uh, one of us should go forward to where the young woman was. That'll be over the top. That's either through these hatches and search the area as you go, we, or go over the top and down and, 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 whoever and that maybe woman have is, go that around there. Us. Go around that, 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 that. Whoever that woman is, she's dead now anyway, so at least we have to assume that. Yeah, so, um, I would say we approach the central bridge area from two sides, two groups of three. All right. So that's, uh, you still got two more, uh, two more NPCs. Yeah. Um, I can't possibly you said see there's a boathouse on this. there. Yeah, right here, right, there's a flying bridge, victory. but there's also this, this, this room here, and it does have a door. Uh, yeah, villains. Then um, four people go up here, too. You've been smoking that stuff again, haven't front. you? Oh, yes. Uh, All right, look what's happening on the front. So the, the NPCs are up on the roof here, and they're also back here watching right. these entrances. All right, I'm just going to be simple and go. Everybody on this side goes with uh, Hans, and everybody on this side goes with Frank. Wait, what side am I? Yeah. Um, uh, the NPCs that go to the deck here, oh, so yeah. they can see what happens on the front yeah. deck, I want to have okay. a report. Hey, Tom, we're going to the same side. Woo. I'm the engineer. Yeah. You and Tom <laughs> get to go through the door together. Yay! And yeah, I'll take this door where I just. What's going on? I heard the uh, shooting. What are you on? Everyone okay? Everyone Got the ginormous Luger. You'll be the first to die one day. You want me to go first? Yes, I should. He really does. He wants to winning somebody to go first. I'll get wild sanity. Besides, it's right. The point is, I, I cannot let you go on the ship first, but now that we are on the ship, we have to go. So you you go first. You're going to send the medic first? Ass. Okay. Yeah, you notice it's a tremendous ass shot at you know to what, let you I, go You know first. what? I care about the medic once I'm dead. <laughs> at all. So. All right. The most frustrating, uh, the most frustrating, uh, whenever we used to play like Twilight 2000, 
We always had an NPC medic because otherwise, if you had a PC medic, they never got to do anything because everybody else was like, stay down, stay down, stay yeah. down. <laughs> Roll some bandages. It's, 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 it's the old saying, you know, if I die, I die. If you die, we're all dead. Yeah. All right. Um, so don't be a douchebag and die. As you guys come up to these Note doors and approach them at the same time, I presume I everyone's moving tactically. This one, oh, that's the crouching. open one. Uh, not too tactically. You know, yeah. Navy guys. No. But uh, you're clearly not strolling up to the door like, you know, hello. Oh, we're selling, hello. Va <laughs> we're selling vacuum cleaners. Would like, you, <laughs> could I interest you in an encyclopedia? Like, <laughs> but if not, how about a hand grenade? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're give, we're, yes, we're giving them away free, free samples. <laughs> free samples of the of munitions works. Yes. Let us know how, how, how the shrapnel feels and I mean, fill out this form, mail it back into crop. If you don't like the vacuum deal, we can throw in some hand grenades. It's not going to bulkhead like candy grams. <laughs> Enjoy our newest model, the style hand granata, the steel hand granata. I think it's like model 1914. You come to the, yeah, you, you come to these doors. Um, let me see. You guys are on. <laughs> Greg does the, and everyone punches the door open. You're on the. You guys are on the uh, left hand the side. Door. You guys are on the right hand no, side. No, we're at the open door. You're supposed to shut the guy down. Wait, well, so, th oh, and that's, that's the And to think, Call of Cthulhu is a game of subtlety and horror. <laughs> well, don't worry, I'm there's fine. more to come. Who's Scott, I'm going through the door. Scott, I've read once more from the top. <laughs> it's a perfect uh, I dread this, okay. <laughs> yes. Fortunately, you guys don't have BARs for this scenario. So I wanted a Lewis gun. What you really need is Winchester 97s. <laughs> We're clearing rooms one at a time. You need Winchester 97s and hand grenades. Oh, well, you're just going to have to make do with these Mausers. Um, Lugers, please. We have to get do with the you open up the uh, You open up this hatch in front of you. Uh, you're, who's going to open up the door uh, on your side? Ross. I will. He's clearly confident. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, Is are it you locked? psychotic? They're not. They're not barred. Okay. Uh, you go ahead and open that door up. Um, the other one is actually open. Uh... On your side, it doesn't take a spot hidden, because it's freaking obvious. Um, there is a guy in the middle of the corridor. Shoot him. Um, all right. That's as far as you want to go with the description? Go right ahead. Fire away. I shot him. No, there is a dead guy laying in the doorway. I mean, there's, there's a guy with two rounds in him who's laying there, you know, in the doorway where he... Where, there's where, you know, there's the another guy standing there. Yeah, there's a guy behind him. Um... Basically, uh, this corridor goes down, and it appears to take a, uh, a so. right uh, a right hand turn. From you guys, when you open your door, it looks like the corridor goes down and takes a left hand turn. It's kind of a horseshoe shape down here. Right. Um, there's a, a door. Uh, there's one door on your uh, right. For you, it's one door on your left, uh, and then there are like three or four doors on the opposite side of the hall. So. Um, when you come in, there's one door on your right and like four doors on the left going down. The door. outer side. Yeah. Oh, uh, four doors on the outer side. Yeah. Okay. So where there's more portholes or whatever. There's a guy in the middle of the hallway, though, uh, wearing, you know, like, uh, you know, work dungarees. Uh, uh, he's barefoot. Um, and um, Is he holding anything in his hands? Yes, he's holding uh, what appears to be uh, a straight razor and Bang. some of his neck. Some of his neck? Yeah, he, he, you come in there, and this guy has got this straight razor, and he looks like he's desperately trying to peel a flap of skin off of his neck. 
bang. <laughs> I'm confused. I make my sand roll. Make a sand roll. Yeah, I made it. All right. There's blood while he's doing this? Oh, my God, yes. He's painted in it. He's completely soaked in blood. He's got most of the meat off of this side of his neck, and he's trying to get the other flap. He's I just love when they do our work for us. Well, it's going to be worse <laughs> if there was no blood. He's not cutting into the neck deeply. I roll a 27. Out of? 60. All right, that'll do. You get two shots around, or two attacks around. Uh, I'm just going to shoot him once. All right. One D10. Hope, I'm figuring he's already injured, and I need to conserve ammunition. All right, fire one D one D ten. Four. Okay, I need to fire. I need to conserve ammunition a little less. Uh, you shoot him in the chest. It goes thud. Uh, he babbles some crazy moon talk at you. How's your Italian and your French? Uh, I've got French. Uh, French is forty-five. Let me roll on the on the on the on the French. Nope. Right. Almost. He babbles some crazy moon talk at you. Um, bang. You're right behind him. I follow the suit. He goes in. You hear him go bang. There's enough room in this corridor that you could shoot around him if you wanted to. Yeah, the I'll step aside you, and give him a shot. How's that? You're I'll step aside so that if he wants to shoot, but I'm going to, you know. He clearly wants to shoot. 70 miss and hit. All right. Bang, bang. Roll me 1d10. Five. Now he goes down. Flop. He flops into the corridor. That was exceptionally odd. How's your Italian and French? Uh, my French is 45. Roll me a real French roll, please. Nope. Okay. Did you see it what was he was doing? It was crazy moon talk as far as you could tell. By the way, what weapon did the guy have that wanted to shoot at me? Uh, he had uh, a bolt-action lapel rifle. Okay, that's not exactly handy. No, it's another big nasty rifle. <laughs> no. Really, it was a bayonet platform, is what it was. <laughs> the three round, a three round magazine and a combat rifle. The has the tubular magazine. You can't strip no. it. Uh, no, that's the earlier one. That's the Model 86 this LaBelle. This is an earlier one. This is an older LaBelle. Oh, this is the Model 86 LaBelle, and that's got a tube-fed magazine. Yeah, you can't put a stripper clip in it. This is this is the older model. It's not the black powder, but it's not the one that's used in the front lines. Should be, right. up, you know, point to the, uh, and it's the doors, the and doors it's still on the outside. And platform than it is a rifle. Okay. You guys start opening these doors? Yeah. Um, and yeah. So there's three of you. So, Shane, are you like, well, we're going to put Shane while you guys are opening the doors. Actually, He's the one with the long arm. Um, probably covering the rest of the corridor. All right, you're yeah. watching the corridor while they open the doors? All right. Yeah. You're looking down the end of the corridor. The you doors wanna... you open, you start opening. The first one on your right, the, the ones on your, sorry, your left, the ones that the four ones portal right. facing. All right. First one? Uh, oh, just two questions. First of all, how, how tight and cramped is it? The corridor is big enough that you can stand two guys shoulder to shoulder and they will fill the corridor. Okay. All right, so it's you work time. in the knob, and I'm so how uh, how how wieldy is the this rifle? Um, you're to turn it around. You have to you're going to have to point it at the ceiling to turn it around. Yeah, I mean okay. it's going to be kind of like that. And what kind of lighting is there? It's for the lights are not off. There are lights uh, in this corridor. He didn't throw a hand grenade in here and blow out all the light bulbs. Um, so smart move. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> we forgot to make that smart move. Um, there's all the lights are on in the corridor. Um, uh, and it's not really well lit, but there's a light. There, there's a there's a bulb inside a cage every 15 feet. Okay. How noisy is it in here? Um, the engines are not going. So we could actually listen at these doors before we open them. Correct. <laughs> They're 
completely opaque, right? These Wait, doors, these doors are not uh, watertight. These off, are not watertight doors. Okay. They're not big steel watertight doors. They're just doors. They open inward out of all the you know, right. out of the hallway. So, so we just wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, I slam the door open. You. It's a shower. Next one? Yep. It's a toilet. Yeah, next one. <laughs> Too late. Based on the uh, 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 based on the, the, the trail of blood from the door to the dead guy, it's dead guy's room. Let's look in dead guy's room. Yep. Dead guy's room uh, is uh, it's a very small cabin. It's got a bunk bed in it. Um, it's got uh, an open porthole that is clearly too small for someone to fit out, yet somebody did try and fit out. You can tell he tried to get out the porthole because he clearly tried to get out the porthole after he was cutting his throat. There's blood all over the door, there's blood all over the porthole, blood all over the rim, um, and uh, there's blood what, all over the floor. What can the British have been saying about us that he could do assist to himself for us and fall into our hands? Well, he certainly wasn't speaking English. I think he's speak, he speaking English. Uh, yeah, uh, do I? Yes. He wasn't speaking English. Yeah, he no, was okay. speaking English. English. But I just uh, assume that he has been reading British propaganda translated <laughs> into whatever barbaric... Crazy moon talk that was. ...to his barbaric dialect. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, like the evil Germans want to... <laughs> Carve my giblets. There's a um, small... The most interesting thing in the room, of course... Of course. ...is probably the small altar... With the sticks of incense burning in it. Hey, over to you guys. <laughs> so, uh, other corridor. You guys throw the wheel on this watertight door, open it up. Who sticks their dick in first? I do. I do. All right. Um, again, I, there's nobody in this corridor. I mentioned the way it was set up. Right. Um, from next door, you hear a couple of gunshots, blam, blam, and then those yeah. guys disappear into their door. Civilized right. muttering. Now what? Um,. So I don't see anything in the immediate vicinity. No, uh, there's doors. There's you know, there's doors right. on either side of the hallway. Which I'll start going left to right and just open each door. I'll take door it. number one. All right, yeah. the left side door. Uh, you open this thing up. It's a room filled with what looks to be um, uh, dry goods, provisions, uh, cans of food. Uh, Do they look good? Um, there's cleaning supplies. There's, there's all kinds of provisions. Do any? Of the, does the food look good? Uh, it looks like it looks store bought. I mean, right. it doesn't you know? It's not you know, brisket of shaga, you know, right, with, right. Uh, with uh, chocho sauce. It's you know, it just looks like canned goods bought in places that was like. Julia Childs. Uh, the brisket with, is the um, tenderest part. <laughs> uh, the labels are all you know, but some of the the labels are all in uh, uh, you know, Roman letters. There's no Greek or whatever Arabic. Okay. And, Pictures of peaches or I'll uh, or grab a few uh, cans uh, for requisition. It is, it is time for the Felgro to slap that shit out of his hand and tell him to get back to work. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. We'll yeah. grab it on the way back to the boat. Okay. Don't don't stop the loot while there's people who can shoot us. <laughs> Crazy man. <laughs> Looting comes later. <laughs> Be that many. Kill them oh, first and then oh, take yeah. their oh, stuff. Yeah. Go ahead and wait till you crack open that. That uh, cargo hatch. Yeah. yeah. There can't possibly be any more guys in this boat. It's not right. right shot so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't be fair. I shot so many. All right. I'll uh, open the next door. All right. Um, 
Um, it's a uh, some sort of uh, uh, cabin, uh, private quarters. There's one bed in it, not two. Um, uh, it's got. Uh, you, there's a foot locker, you know, that's been pulled open. There's some clothes on the ground. Yeah. Um, there is uh, there is some uh, uh, wooden uh, carved masks uh, hanging from the wall. Um, there's some sort of uh, uh, three or four foot tall totem-like um, uh, uh, post propped in a corner. Uh, knowledge check. Is it like a Catholic or something? What'd you roll? <laughs> there, uh, I made it. Uh, Sixty-four hundred ninety-five. Looks like Southeast Southeast Islander shit. Looks tiki. Huh. Like tiki crap. You know, Hawaiian Islands, that kind of stuff. Tiki savages. Fucking bunch of dirty pagans. All right. Uh, Jack Lord's going to get you for that. Yeah, probably. Book him, Dano. I'll, uh, if there's any closed uh, containers or cabinets or anything, I'll pull them you, open. Um, maybe you maybe spot him, please. All right. Again with the loot. Uh, uh, nine under 60, so I guess. All right. You're, uh, while you're, 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 you know, poking at things, and there's obviously nobody in the room. Yeah. I mean, you look in the room, there's nobody in, there's no place for him to hide, but as you're uh, poking around, and he hasn't stopped you from poking around, um, you come up with this uh, vaguely bowling pin shaped wooden It's a crazy club. Um, and uh, now that you've got a chance to actually pick it up and look at it, um, you notice that it is a polished mahogany sort of wooden club. Uh, spheric, you know, it's cylindrical. It's round uh, with a with a grip that's the, the friction grip is carved is carved. We've carved this stuff into the handle so it has more friction to hold on to it. And embedded all up and down the sides of the club, and from the, on the business end, are shark's teeth in rows. Dang. That's uh, nasty. Uh, so it's a pretty nasty-looking weapon. It is a rather nasty I uh, show this. Look at them. Great souvenir for later. Mine, right. I'll try the All next right. door. Let me uh, let's go ahead and advance this a little bit quicker because I don't want to I don't want to make you do every room. Yeah. Uh, you guys work your way forward, and basically this like, thing is a horseshoe shaped corridor. Yeah. Right. You guys meet looking at each other like this, and you manage not to shoot each other. Yay. Each of these rooms now on your on your side, you come across um, the mess hall, which is again a galley filled with uh, what looks to be standard uh, expected food. There are no uh, uh, you know, haunches of humans in there, anything like that. Um, the problem, and the, the rest of the rooms all up and down are filled with bric-a-brac that uh, is related. It looks very South Seas Islander. Uh, if anybody's got any history or archaeology or anthropology, you might make a roll oh, on that. Oh, history. There you go. Yes. Um, it, looks real, it, looks, it looks real Micronesian to you. It looks <sighs> like, Missed it you know, by one. Just, but, um, um, when Germany acquired certain South Pacific possessions in the Bismarck Sea, like uh, bits of Papua New Guinea and uh, Old Penampe. Uh, and Rabal. And Rabal. Uh, this looks like stuff from that area of the world. I mean, you would have seen pictures of it in the newspapers, and it would have made the rounds of, here are glorious German missionaries spreading, you know, spreading civilization to the copper plantations. 
you would have seen bits and pieces of this and you recognize it. Look, as look at their quaint work. Yeah. Cool. Well, obliterate this culture. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, what you do see though is I, there are a number of rooms that have shrines in them. Um, they are small, flat, al- they're small altars, maybe six inch table, a table with legs about six inches tall. It's a carved wooden statue on it. Uh, they appear to be uh, Looks like, it looks a good description. Be it looked like the Buddha is trying to take a dump. It's a little fat figure standing on the balls of its feet with its knees up here, but still standing on the balls of its feet with its hands on its knees, um, sort of fat, uh, with uh, this clearly not human head attached to it. Just some sort of um, squat, blunt, noseless, chinless uh, face with a big, long, wide mouth. And you know, big blue eyes. Um, there are a lot of uh, there's so, a lot of jaw sticks that have burned down. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of there's a bowl in front of it in which it's been burnt. You can see that there's been burned money has been burned in the bowl. Uh, you can see that um, by the smell of it, it smells like maybe uh, meat or something had been burned in the bowl. Uh, sort of a copper bowl with which they have, uh, they can put a, um, well, however they lit it in the past, but they, you know, it looks like they use like a can of Sterna here on the ship to heat the metal bowl and burn things in it and salt it. Um, there are they a number of them in the room, no, no, no two are the same, they're all sort of individually hand carved. Um, uh, at least one of them uh, will have a few finger bones in the bowl. That looked decidedly human. Wow, we really How did old? shoot the right. Now, after we're done here, this thing goes to the bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not towing. You're not going to tow it in as a prize. Shark's Teeth Club. Shark's Teeth Club. Who, who doesn't love a Shark's Teeth Club? I don't know. You know, this, this, I don't you want to hit a guy in the face with that? <laughs> just pull the whole thing off. Yep. There's a big skull screaming there, going. Where's oh, banging on the bang on a bar? Like, give me a free drink or. You know. Shark's teeth for everybody. Don't, don't make me pull this out of the wood of the bar and hit you. <laughs> oh, no, really. Don't make me. I don't think I can. <laughs> um, up at the front of the... Uh, at the front, though, uh, is where you come across uh, a bit of a problem. Uh, when you get up to the front, there is a... Uh, so there, are, there are cannons all along the sides. Side. Yeah. There's the uh, galley and the stuff is in the middle of this thing. There's a section that you can't find any doors to that is probably the funnel is behind it going through the center of the ship. Um, there are no latches down. There are no ladders down in this section that go down into the, um, Cargo uh, into the uh, uh, engineering spaces. At least not according to the map I'm looking at. Uh, the map I'm looking at seems to indicate the, uh, the ways down into the uh, uh, engineering spaces are actually that real, that real thing at the back of the ship. Um, and uh, from the front of the ship. Uh, you, um, the front uh, cabin holds a uh, rather large room, appears to be perhaps the captain's cabin. It is filled uh, with South Seas bric-a-brac. It's on the walls, the floors. It also has a big, giant, crazy bed. And I say crazy because the headboard and the footboard look like South Seas Island tiki shit. I mean, it's got these big leering faces, you know, with sharp teeth and you know, uh, mother it's of pearl eyes. Yeah. I think I dated her. Um, it seems fairly obvious that uh, you, the, the picture you're developing here is that there's this bed, 
um, there are there are uh, uh, four point restraints on this bed that are that are snapped um, or, 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 or cut through. Um, the bed sheets themselves have a lot of dried blood on them, um, and um, there is an open door just flapping open that leads from this room out onto the floor deck. I wonder if this was. And this is the this this after searching the size, this room is one you have to congregate in to move to the front of the ship. Is this going space this room to, to, to go come from? Ready. Mm. Up ahead, outside. Um, you guys start poking those outside. Is there a Shaisa Buddha? Uh, in here? Yeah. Uh, this room would have a, a, a private head, yeah. No, no. The, 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 the statue, the, the altar. Yes. Except this one's a little bigger and fuggly. Too many apparently, apparently this time the Buddha uh, was attempting to eat an octopus or something and got it stuck on his face. I should <laughs> I've been known to do that on occasion. Um, yeah, unlike Master Malathotep, I don't make it get sand losses because there's a statue. It's after you realize it's all real that you get sand loss. <laughs> I'm thinking, yo, look, it's the crapping Buddha. Hey, didn't Elvis go that way? Yeah. That's, that's a, to me, it is now the Shaisa Buddha. <laughs> this one, uh, I guess it's a little more elaborate. The smaller ones, didn't have wings. Smaller ones didn't have the big uh, calamari head. Yeah. Uh, Remember John It's Dice highly stylized. End. It's highly stylized like a, uh, a tiki with all that sort of triangular, you know, sort of herringbone carving into the body. Uh, is going to pattern all over it. got a bad feeling about this. Um, I've had a bad feeling about this for a while. I had a pretty good feeling out when I had the maximum. But, uh. When you guys take a look out onto that uh, foredeck, the foredeck is empty except for a Dead naked girl and a big giant pile of blood out, in the, out mm. next to the railing, off to your uh, when you come out front door. It's off to your right. Um. Uh, yeah, there and it is a big, huge pile of blood. No one left tracks in it as. Yeah. Oh, goody! Let's follow the tracks. Now he ordered some of the NPCs <laughs> to go take the ladders up on top of the place when you're searching underneath. They're walking on your roof. They are now actually. Behind you, on the upper layer of this, the upper part of this deck. Hans, Fritz, all is well. Um. So yeah, they they signal the guys who are on top of the of this area. They signal that there's there's nothing alive up here. There's bits of something that was alive, but you know they found some arms and legs, but that's about it. Good. How many? That's good. Um. <laughs> they couldn't really count. They could be. We, we, we didn't. One person. All right, sir, we'll collect all the bits and we'll line them up and see if we can jigsaw this guy into find out if it's, it's two the, or three guys, but he's not sure. It's amateur forensics hour. Just like your 12 person. So you see if you can identify a body. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as far as the dead girl goes, you're right. Somebody see, hacked see the crap out of her and then ran off, yeah. leaving their bare footprints, uh, going to the front part, going to the, uh, hey, to yeah. the uh, hatch that goes into the front part of the ship. I got an 11 on my track roll. I think he went that way. <laughs> There are the bloody footprints. <laughs> There's that minor detail. Like that's usually a good sign. Okay, second you wheel, lead the way. <laughs> Come on, Harriet. Uh, if, you, if, if you can read this, I'm going to go grab the water. All right, I'll be right back. Yeah, well, my man. Oh, I have a bad feeling. Something's going to be bad in the cargo hold. No, there's going to be a bunch of puppies feeling. and kittens. 
I think there's going to be something and great Bambis. in the cargo hold. <laughs> you know, there's a deck, we have a deck gun on the submarine. Dead lawyers? They got, and they maybe you played the Call of Cthulhu video game, Dark Corners of the Earth. No. I heard it was pretty cool, though. It was. There's actually a boss fight with Dagon where you're on a ship with a deck gun. And you don't kill Dagon, but you have to, you know, go through the thing and drive them off. Is this Dark Corners with... of the Earth? Yeah. No, you drive, drive them off the deck gun. Yeah. I was trying to get that for the, for the lawyers, guns and money, the yeah. shit hands, yeah, get a van. And you electrocute Mother Hydra at the point you pass it out. Find it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on Amazon. Alright, so, what next? There, like I said, in front of you... Boldly forward. In front of you is uh, the forecast. Which is basically there's there's, there's there's staircases on either side yeah, that lead up to the top uh, of the forecast. It's an open yeah, deck. There's nobody up there. You can see it's obvious. Forecast. Oh, the forecastle. Forecastle. Excuse me. But in front of it, there is a hatch that leads into the the, the raised area. And that's where Bloody Footprints went. This is where you're heading. So who gets to go through the door first? I will. Okay. Because oh. Ross has got a hard on for killing shit. <laughs> All right, Ross. I, 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 I don't think anything's going to break this lucky streak. What, yeah. uh, what do I need to roll? Uh, you, <laughs> anything? I'll pull uh, the door. It depends what you want to do. You want to look, peek through the door? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen you got, the door? I'll listen. Then I'll, yeah, there's something like a liberal with a gun and some wood, is there? All right. Build my listen check. All right. It's clear there's nothing back there. Yeah. Uh, Wait, but I'm I will the gramophone the guy. Door. Let me listen. Oh, fine. Let look. That's my job to listen, basically. <laughs> All right, Mr. Hydrophones. And yes, I listen. All right, you do not hear anything from behind the door. All right, no, I'll peek through the door, then I'll go through. Door hatch, the, 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 uh, it's a watertight door, and the uh, wheel does not turn. It starts turning, and it's dogged from the other side. Aww. Oh. Can I violence it? Up, let's somehow? go back. Can you what? Can I use violence in some way to... Well, he brought the, he brought the scuttling charge. Yeah. I move aside for the expert. <laughs> Blow the door. I would rather use it somewhere on the outside in the hall near the water line. <laughs> Is there another door that goes right, in the there's same a couple, direction? There's a couple ways you can do this. Number one, there are actually it's not one, but there are two hatches. I was incorrect. There is a on the front of the ship. There is a there are two cargo hatches. If anyone's got operate heavy machinery, it would not be hard to hook up the the. Uh, I have it at twenty. Uh, to hook Shane up has the uh, 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 crane. To the hatches and lift them off, and you'd have to be able to see into the cargo holds. I'm all functional. Okay. Otherwise, uh, now getting down is another matter. Uh, you'd have to you'd have to either um, but we could throw some cargo throw nets over the side and yeah. climb down, or you can go to the back of the ship and go down, or we could throw grenades down. I, there. I, I would grenades. strongly recommend you, you take yourself off the down by the, the cargo hatch. I mean, does the, does the crane so look functional? Well, it is powered on its own. It has a gasoline generator. Um, we could try to do that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I Ooh. got an 8 out of right. 20, so I made all it. Jesus, all right. Another yeah. skill to check. All right, all <laughs> that means is that you managed to lift this thing off of here. Uh, you, you, you undog the hatch. There are these giant clamps that hold the, hold the cargo hatch in place. It's not hinged. It's just this big plate that is, they've got these giant, you know, uh, not what I call not hinges, but uh, clamps. Clamps. Thank you. Mr. Bill's gonna get it. <laughs> um, you guys pull these clamps off. You, you manage to lift the thing off in one go. Um, as soon as you lift the hatch off, you know uh, everyone makes listening. Yes, the, the, yes, the, the, the 
The engine is pretty loud yes. on, the, on the crane, but let's see if you nope. guys hear it. Yeah. Yes. Yes? Oh, yes. You yeah. hear the screaming of uh, children coming from inside Shaysa. the cargo hold. Okay. I, is the, yeah, the hatch open now? Or, well, it's or lifted off. You're swinging the crane over, okay. so that this the hatch is coming off the side. Okay. So, um, as he's swinging it to the outside, of, uh, towards the edge of the, of the railing, there's no reason why people can't look down into the... Yeah. Into the I'm going to look yeah, down I'm with extreme look. care. I'm going to look right. down with extreme aiming. All right. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. Anyone? Care and aiming and... Look down. I'm going to get a grenade. I, I already have the grenade in my hand. All right. Um, everybody make the spot hit. Well, there's no spot hidden. You see a lot of running around down there. Um, this is the general thing. We'll make spot hidden and I'll give you more information. But you see running around down there with a lot of children. I made an uh, made it. three with okay. my spot hidden. Made it. That's yep. it. You made it? Yep. Um, you Aught, peek over the edge. Lot six. Lot six, Jesus. There is a guy down there in the hold with the children. Um, there's a crewman. Um, uh, there are children running around everywhere. There's at least one child on the floor, dead as a hammer, blood everywhere. Um, this guy has got this big, wicked-looking... Sword-like knife, um, which, which, uh, yeah, you said you were aiming. Um, uh, He uh, looks like, I mean, there are a number of kids who are, you know, and he's he's, he is uh, uh, in the process of trying to uh, shake off a couple of kids who are trying to uh, get, trying to hold on to the sword arm. I mean, he's obviously hit. There's kids who are injured and running around. There's kids who are on the floor who are. You know, maybe dead or dying, but uh, clearly, clearly, a couple of them just got tired of, of uh, being targets, and uh, they're like, "There's this Lashing maybe twelve-year-old or thirteen-year-old kid who's holding on to the arm while he's, you know, hitting him with his fist, trying to get him to let go of his arm." You said you were coming, looking over, aiming me, so yeah. I guess that means you get the first crack at him. He is within your short range for the mouse, so it's your regular skill roll. What is it for uh, pistols? Well, uh, for it'll be it'll be half your skill roll for the for the pistol. well for the crazy uh, still the artillery. Still the The bullets don't go any further okay. because you're going to stock on it. So but half, use rifle, half your rifle skill. What I'm going to yeah, I'll take a round to aim if he doesn't. I, I actually skill. am going to aim. All right, you take a round. My odds are just I not just, that great anyway. Right. Uh, then uh, you're just going to take a shot. Is yeah. that what you said? He's right. got a mouse. It's, or it's so. half your. 90, 98. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Let's see if you hit one of the kids. Thank you, Ken. Okay, we're only 2d6 plus 4 damage. Oh. That's... Why 2d6 plus 4? It should be 1d10. Oh, I'm sorry, it's 1d10. Roll 1d10. Three. Well, oh, that could have been worse. You uh, accidentally shoot the kid who's holding the arm. He falls off of the arm. Uh, the guy draws back the, you know. Hey, free shoot. Obviously, my gods are, are, are blessing me because <laughs> so I got that annoying kid off my arm. Uh, and he draws back. You're not going to aim. Can I go ahead and fire at him? Next round, him? he next round he takes a swing. You'll get your one round of aiming because you. Well, he was shooting his aim. See, see, you can that, take a second Can I shot. just can I just get the blast off without taking oh, the round yeah. to aim? That's a twenty. Is that yes. half your? Yes, okay, roll one d ten. Oh, two shots. Yeah, yes. Ten. You plot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see how he handles that. 
I first had to get that mic out of the way. Boom, the kid goes, yeah, the kid falls over. Let me see what the kid got hit just to make it more. Gruesome? It fell off. In his kidney. <laughs> yeah. Well, it crawled in my hand, honest. You know, I first had to get the kid out of the way and then I could shoot the guy. So. <laughs> I had to nudge him out of the way, you know, you with hit him my in his left arm. Um, make a sand roll. You shot a kid. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, he's a German. He shouldn't have to do that. Is that a 99? <laughs> That's a 99. Okay, uh, roll me a d4. <laughs> oh, God. Um, d4, right? That's half the three. Three. Uh, no, no, it, it didn't feel good to shoot the kid. It felt no. okay to shoot the guy. Where do you where do you hit the guy? Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Arm. Give me a give me a percentage. Oh, yeah. This couldn't be swinging that thing one handed. Exactly. Thirty nine. You gonna take a shot at this pun? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Do it now. Yeah, you gut shot. Oh, I critted. Very nice. Gut shot for You rolled 0-3? three. Uh, well, leads. considering you only had three hit points left, go, so roll, roll, roll hit location, just just for entertainment's sake. <laughs> he wants to see if you shoot him in the groin oh, and it flies through and impregnates somebody. Right. Like, no. <laughs> well, you know the funny thing about that is that the <laughs> roll damage. Just just do roll damage. Two d six plus four. <laughs> You're shooting the rifle, right? Yeah. Uh, Three plus... Seven. Three oh, plus, plus 1d4, sorry. You can still manage to roll a 1. It's 1d4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I rolled a 3 for Two. All right, you shot him in the foot, literally. Uh, you shot him in his left ankle, which, you know, so a toe flies off. He's shot in the belly by him, and he, he falls over on the deck, and there's a little gout of blood shoots out the... Shoots out of his ankle. <laughs> I thought you got him in the arm. <laughs> you know, he got the He got the uh, guy in the in the belly. Um, Best critical uh, the kid, hit the, ever. The kid who got shot is scrambling with his, scrambling away, holding his holding his left arm. Uh, at this point, the guy fell Maintain constant down. pressure on it. What was that? Was oh, that's right. You should roll double the. You roll roll two d six plus four again. You cut. You probably cut the left on. foot off. Yeah. <laughs> You roll terrible. This is a terrible dice, dude. I know, they are. Seven Jesus. plus That's... five. Okay, you did 12 points of damage in his foot. <laughs> he only had 13 points before he hell. took 10 away. <laughs> so, yes, you literally blew the foot off the foot. It explodes. Um, if, if he hadn't shot him, someone would have to run up and put a tourniquet on it so he didn't hose down the entire, uh, you know, hose everyone down with the spraying femoral artery. Yeah, 13, 12 points of damage in an hour. Yeah, you blew his foot out. Completely blew his foot out. Um, Take that, you lucky so-and-so. He would have passed out if, he would have passed out, but he'd already taken so much damage from me he drops dead. Uh, at that point, this, this, the, if you guys up at the top are like, damn, there goes your aimed, you lost the opportunity to fire wildly into a crowd of children oh, wow. and lose some samples. Next time. At this point, there really is a crowd of children because... Once this guy's dead, the screaming kind of goes down an octave or two. And there's sort of mumbling, this sort of confused hooting at the, in down there. And what you've got is the light coming through where you've opened the hatch, a big square, where there's this dead guy laying there and this wounded kid holding his arm. And at this point, you know, there's, a, there's some sort of confused hooting, and then 
the screaming goes from terrified to angry and out of every corner of this cargo hold, all these kids rush forward and start attacking the guy's corpse. And beating it and kicking it and pulling the hair and pulling the ears off. And I feel that this is psychologically healthy. It will give, it will give them the closure. Ah, the benefits of a university education. When, when I needed to desperately rationalize the horrible thing I'm seeing. And the children then rush forward and begin mutilating the body. And uh, they don't, they're, they're, they sound not, nothing but uh, for well, just angry. We should be happy that they're not angry at us. <laughs> give, us, give us a second. Wait till we you find another target. We are your saviors. Really? We'll patch that arm, we promise. We are the German Navy. We're here to help. We're always uh-huh. the good guys. Are you kidding? We're from the Navy. We're here to help. And, and don't believe any British propaganda no, you Right. All those, all those women and orphans on the Lusitania, it's all just propaganda. Um... It's going to take you guys a few more minutes to finish this up, but um, searching the rest of the ship, there's no more opposition. Uh, there are a few dead bodies in the, in the, in the in, there's a few dead bodies in the engine compartment where they put a round of dead something through the ship. There's a couple of dead guys in the back crew compartments who clearly just, you know, whatever they're doing, they were doing it in the wrong place when Ross shot them. <laughs> yes. Um, is the butcher. The butcher of the Cuervo. Um, it doesn't take long to convince these kids and uh, you know, to shout down to them that uh, you find somebody, including the kid who's got a bullet in him now, or his arm's grazed. Well, points not terrible. I can help him with that. Um, that uh, he speaks some sort of bad French. Um, and, um, Zut alor, let me bandage that. They uh, they undog the hatches. They're able to undog this. Whoever this guy was came down and dogged the hatch at the top. He dogged the hatches at both ends of the cargo hold. Um, they're able to undog the hatches and let <sighs> you guys in. Failed my first aid roll. Uh, well, how badly? Um, Your name I got is an now- eighty-eight out of seventy-five. You name- make it worse, but you bandage it, yeah. and that just means you won't be losing your hip points. Okay. Uh, when you, you succeed, that's when you roll to heal them back. And I, think, uh, I think I think out you'll be known as Doctor Death. However, there are or Doctor <laughs> Death. There are three. Have some morphine. There are three dead kids down there who've been chopped up with a sword, and there are five other injured. So go ahead and make your uh, rolls on those guys. So each can come up with. Uh, sixteen. Done. It's one. Uh, seventy-four. That's that, a success. Okay. Um, that's a six. Sixty. That's okay. a success. Uh, Seventy. That's a success. Sixteen. That's a success. Right. Uh, they all get one d three hit points back. We won't worry about calculating that right now. But you've managed to pass these kids up. Uh, three dead ones gone. Um, Let's see you do that with your maximum gun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> hmm, uh, I'll take you up on that challenge. <laughs> the, uh, I've wasted my life in pointless speak anger. In, like a civilized language, if I may be Eurocentric for a moment. Uh, a couple of them speak kind of a gutterized uh, French, and uh, you know maybe at like twenty percent or so, and Spanish. Um, I speak uh, French. As you guys police them up, uh, and their grand total, there are. Um, A grand total surviving there are 51 kids. 
Yeah. We can't okay. fit them on board the sub. Um, there are 51 kids all total. Uh, they um, range in ages from, uh, like, you know, four or three to early teens. Right. Uh, like maybe 12 or 13. Um, but, you know, um, I presume you guys are going to, you know, I, again, I'm going to roll this for a little bit more. It's now like 2 o'clock in the morning, so we won't really be able, we won't be able to finish this chapter. We'll be able to finish this chapter. If you guys will play the same scenario tomorrow, we can. Or we can do one of those shorter scenarios and just leave this up to here. We still got an hour to go before they kick us out here at 3 o'clock and we kick us out. Um, but I want to fast forward over some of the interrogation. I know you guys are going to have a million fucking questions. And uh, as you're policing this thing up, you're going to find out that most of these kids are from North Africa. They're from Spanish, Morocco. They're from uh, Algiers, Tunisia. Some of them are um, the kids who can speak uh, French and Spanish and explain that the, the ones that can't speak uh, French or Spanish. Some of them are, most of them are Arabs. There are a few Berbers as well. Um, kids in the deep desert, you know, uh, there's a couple of Tuaregs thrown in for good measure. Um, these kids are all orphans. These kids are all street kids. These kids are all uh, people who, everybody's story is essentially the same. They're minding their own business, pickpocketing and shoplifting and begging and prostituting themselves in whatever shitty little town, village, or burb they were in, being you know, orphaned, when some guy showed up, thumped them over the head of the club, threw in a gunny sack. They spent various amounts of time in various back rooms of bars, uh, back rooms of opium dumps, warehouses, until eventually they were all uh, brought down to the same warehouse in the docks in Tangiers where they were herded onto this ship. And um, one of the girls uh, was, uh, uh, was taken away. Uh, the oldest girl was taken away. Um, um, they don't know what happened to her, but obviously that mystery gets solved pretty quick. Um, I'm sure she is fine. Yeah. Um, and these guys had them in this third. They've been in the ship for, uh, you know, like four days now. Um, they... There was water. Uh, there wasn't. Uh, there was a little bit in the way of food, but not much. Uh, as you search the rest of the ship, you're going to find that there's a few odds and ends. These cargo holds are mostly empty. That's right. So, uh, so there's high a in the few water so odds and ends of agricultural produce from North Africa. Uh, they were basically. Um, uh, feed these kids, they'd uh, open one of the hatches and throw through a few melons and then close the hatch and that would be it. Um, there's no sanitation in this cargo hold, um, although the kids were apparently, you know, attempting to only shit and piss in one corner, you know, and you know, police themselves. Um, wow. But, and there was some, uh, and there's some, you know, water brought in and, you know, rusted buckets. Uh, but no attempt was made to divide it up. Uh, some of the some of the older kids sort of organized it so that uh, the really youngest would get some water and not be you know, shut out. Yeah. But the amount of water that was brought in was like, you know, there were 60 kids in this hole and they'd bring a couple of buckets I have every a, day. I have, a, I have a question. Yes. Does the radio in the ship what work? Radio? Never mind. There was never a radio to begin with, and if there was, they blew it off the bridge when they put that You know what we're going to have to do here, Lloyd Don. SOS sent in the clear. We can't take these children back on the U-boat. Well, there are options there too. Um, 
there was that incident in WW2 where they, they just tied the lifeboats to the U-boat uh, and drove on the surface and were going to take the uh, lifeboats to a, a neutral port. But luckily, the U.S. Air Force was there, or the Army Air Corps was there to strafe them. You remember that incident? Yeah. Very early in, very early in 42. And it was the, it was the, it was the American effort, not the Brits. But some U boat thought, well, we'll, we'll tow these guys to, I guess, the Canary Islands. And they thought they could get away with it, but they got strafed and they submerged. And the, uh, as I understand it, the, the people who did the strafing weren't real happy about the orders. So, like, yes, we dropped our bombs, but we missed by a mile. You know, they just they just shot their their weapons way off target and said, "Gee, sorry, sir, we missed." But after the first after the first bam that happened, the Germans cut the uh, cut the lifeboats and just went under. Um, now, the only time they ever actually machine gun lifeboats is actually during World War One. There's one incident. A guy accidentally, apparently, accidentally torpedoed a hospital ship, and then realized his mistake. And being a 21 year old U-boat commander thought, I can fix this by eliminating all the witnesses. <laughs> what? Uh. Well, there's, there's one incident in World War One where he torpedoed, they torpedoed a hospital ship, and then, and again, the commander was like, again, a child. And he, he thought, ah, this is a terrible, oh my god, I'll be in so much trouble. Oh wait, I know, I can I fix this by... Well, he tried, but it, I mean, they didn't succeed in killing everyone. We cover for each other. And, we tell the same story. But it, it's it never happened during World War II. It always happens in World War II. Yeah, to me, the option is these children need help. Yeah. And we can't yeah. do it out of the... Out of the out How far of are the we Uber. from shore? How far? Well, from the mainland, first of all, all of North Africa is Allied territory. It's right. either... Well, no, any shore. Italian. I mean, what's the closest shore? The closest shore at this point would be the Balearic Islands. Right. Which are Spanish. Spanish. You could get there in Spanish. less than a day. Spanish or neutral? Yeah. You can go this into port and stay for 24 hours and... But now this ship. boat isn't going anywhere, though. Not this boat. The Did best you, you could do would be to, to tie up the uh, lifeboats right. to the to the sub and run on the surface. Can we drain some of the blood out of there? You might want to wash the... Yeah, you might want the blood out of the... You put the kids in with the blood. So <laughs> are you kidding? These kids are going to feel great about it. All those fuckers. Ah! <laughs> can we dance in it? Do a little jig, you know? <laughs> do a little dance. <laughs> So, uh, uh, that would be the, the best option, the closest option for neutral territory to the Balearic Islands. And the yeah. good news is, the Balearic Islands are an astounding backwater. Once upon a time in the Napoleonic Age, there were these really, they were, they were owned by the British and there were these important naval bases because God knows the British can't come to an island without building a navy base. Um, but uh, they oh, bargained nice them, what you do. They bargained them away back to Spain like in, before, the re- before the American Revolution. Um, and since then, they have been completely ignored by Spain. I mean, they're just these isolated backwards. There's no Spanish naval bases that I've been able to determine in this time period. You know? Sounds yeah. ideal. Menorca, 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 probably, Menorca and I can't remember. Probably the majority of the yeah, population. No, there's there's yeah, a church nothing but tourism. Like tons and tons of tourism. There's tourism now. Uh, I found a guidebook. I found a guidebook in the 19 from 1922. And the chapter on the Balearic Islands is like, you know, there's like, unless you like bird watching, there's nothing to do here. <laughs> oh, sort of like St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I think these children Florida. will very much like doing nothing. Classic. All right. Like, so you guys police up, uh, you guys police up the, um, uh, what do you call it, the uh, kids. Yeah. Uh, wash out the boat. Is there anything else you do about the ships, uh, checking the holds? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, looking you know, for the logs. What do you gonna do? That's what we want to do. Look, we should look for the logs. We want to see where they came from and where they were going. You do. Uh, it won't take long. You will. You will eventually police up two sets of logs. Yeah. There's one set of log written in French. You'll find that this ship has a number of different papers. It's a French registry ship. It's got a Spanish flag. It's got a Greek flag. It's got a Norwegian flag. It's got some stencils and paint for changing the name. From what you can tell, it really is registered in Corsica. It's a French ship registered in Corsica. Home, home port would be uh, no, on the same on the Which home of it's the language? Um, yes. Uh, the, uh, there's two sets of logbooks. One is in French. One of them appears to be in... You'd recognize... You, you would be able to guess it's in Corsica. Uh, and again, it's not French. It's not Italian. Um, the the French logbook is like picked up melons, took them to Tangiers, picked up camels, brought them to the. There's a whole lot of places it's been on this logbook, and there's all this produce and boring stuff on it. And then there's a second logbook which you can't quite read. So you know, is it in Danish? Yeah, I'll tell you okay. <coughs> no, it's in Corsican. It's in Corsican. I speak both French and Spanish. All right, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, uh, What's your French and what's your what's your Italian? Yeah, the French Blair is Island 15, Italian like is 15. Alright, give me a roll. Yeah, 30, okay. 36. Um, you're having trouble with it, but you're going to keep working on it. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, pack up these kids, put them in the boats, uh, clean out the boats, steal enough food off the, food off the ship, enough containers of water, uh, and you guys make a run at full speed. Towards the Balearic Islands, and hopes you can get there before I'll, you bump into some French or German. I'll stay in one of the boats with one of the boatloads of kids. All right, all right. Yeah, I'll be in, let's get the injured ones in one. We can take the injured ones on the U. Yeah, right? there's enough room for them. Yeah, we're not. You, you can make room. Although, frankly, you know, I'm not sure about putting a Tuareg kid in a can under the water. It's gonna that that's probably gonna be fairly disconcerting. But um, <laughs> well, you can totally turn this into a media crew. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. we, we can overlook the whole We mowed down the semi-unarmed. Well, they're unarmed as far as you know, but no, it's still right to no, shoot. We're gonna, yeah, we're, yeah, right <laughs> to shoot. We'll sell it as we killed a bunch of slavers. No one's gonna be pissed. Here's what happened: as they were rowing over, we told them to take their coats off, and instead they pulled out guns and started shooting. Like, there I was in the ship, bullets flying by my. None head. of which apparently hit the U-boat. Not <laughs> a mark on your ship. Well, you, well, you know how well those savages shoot. Well, exactly. They're Corsicans. They're people not known for their gunplay. Oh wait, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Luckily, Rocky here was on the, <laughs> the Maxim gun. Um, Just vaporized them before they could even dial it on us. Uh, I mean, uh, All right. Uh, where you guys are at, let's see here. Uh, where you guys are at, the closest Balearic Island is actually the smallest and most eastern one. It's Menorca. It's not uh, Majorca. It's Minorca. That's great. At this time, it's actually... It's still, you're right. It's, it's, it's at this time it's still, it's still called Minorca with an I. Uh, the capital is still called Mahon, which is the Spanish name, not the Catalan uh, Catalan name, which is Mal. Um, but uh, the closest port is Mal, so is, is Mahon. The other port is on the other side of the island. It would take uh, another just a couple of hours really to get there. But the closest port is Mahon, and that is the biggest town on the island. Well, 
Uh, let's go ahead and see some luck rolls. Getting there. Well, There's still a British base in the uh, turn of the 19th century. Alright. Um, on the Yiddish bread. Nine on your, all right, on the course of. Uh, it's going to take you like a day to work through this thing. That was your first day, was the first roll. Second day, we'll, we'll get that in a second. You guys get to uh, Menorca. Uh, the harbor is oddly a lot like. Um, it's a lot like uh, uh, the one we came from. Tara. Uh, yeah, it's this really weird harbor. It's, it's this long, thin, weird, high cliffs on either side. Long, thin harbor that opens up into this sort of, you know, uh, semi, you know, circular bay. Now, um, which uh, you know, you guys can navigate down this thing. It's wide enough to take any number of kinds of ships. And frankly, you, the U-boat just ain't that big. Right. Uh, good questions. Yeah, uh, comparing the two journals, yeah. I'm guessing that the front that the French one, the you know the public one, the travel places are accurate. Well, it, it mentions uh, it, all the all the, the French ones all full of. You read speak French? You yes. French? Okay. The French uh, uh, logbook lists major ports. Okay. Uh, you're already getting from it that. Um, and you're going to have to sit down with the ship's navigator, um, uh, Taubman, uh, because a lot, I don't, you don't have navigation. Do you have sea navigation? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. You have to sit down with Taubman because it's filled with longitude and latitude markers and start comparing them. And you can tell right off that there are longitude and latitude markers for cargo that are like, they, they it's, it's, it, you know, you look over the charts and the, the ship turned up off the coast of Tunisia. And just rode some boats ashore and brought aboard the cargo, you know, and delivered this. And it's kind of vague, the, the Corsican journal. It's like, um, uh, you know, it's things like um, uh, picked up near here, dropped off um, uh, uh, mirror. You know, they're described as, you know, uh, the four jars. Um, uh, they're, you know, they're described as, there's, there's a mention of caskets once or twice. Um, there's uh, something called the rock. You know, picked up the rock here, dropped it off here, you know, uh, uh, took payment, you know, in gold. Uh, the gold later is marked as deposited at this bank, you know, and whatever, and on the mainland. Um, they're moving stuff around, but it doesn't look like they're, they're not taking anything back to a central location. They're not going All right. Not a, I just want they, to make sure that this is this port isn't where they're, they've got buddies. Okay. Um, if, you, if you check the uh, longitude and latitude numbers for uh, uh, Mahan, they do not appear... Uh, in the French logbook at all. Uh, okay. In the uh, Corsican logbook, uh, you're not seeing them either. Um, but that's just comparing numbers and flipping through pages and comparing numbers. Right. And, um, a lot of the a lot of the places that are uh, that are visited are just they're just described by longitude or latitude minutes and seconds. Um, uh, there's a, there is 
every once in a while there are uh, personal the, the, the French one is incredibly dry um, which means that itself is suspicious there's no commentary um, and everyone almost everyone can't resist commenting and you know editorializing a lot um, but the course one has a number of you know comments about you know um, and because the people they're dropping stuff off to are referred to as you know um, uh, the era or the uh, uh, the manual or Mr. Han. They're referred to fairly obliquely. Every once in a while, the uh, the captain apparently made some comment about you know what a cheap bastard he was and uh, you know. Uh, so and so never even bothered to offer any uh, hospitality, you know. And uh, after all the things we've done for them, you know, they you know, he grumbles a lot about the uh, uh, to the uh, uh, lack of gratitude from some of these customers. Um, Captain was named uh, Petru Salasetti, but uh, since he's uh, currently drifting around the bottom of the. Um, uh, well, I mean, he's, he's floated to the top by now for the gas, I'm sure. Um, that probably doesn't matter. Um, your uh, arrival in uh, Mahan is nothing less than spectacular. Um, you guys pull this thing in here with these kids in the boat, and you're met by the harbor master, who tootles out the go to read you a riot act about, well, as an enemy combat, as a combatant involved in the Great European War, uh, your time in this port is limited to 24 hours under the terms of the, you know, goes and gives, gives the riot act on the neutrality and how long you can stay in the port. Mm -hmm. uh, once the scenario described that, we'd like to drop these, you know, orphans we rescued from pirates off. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and if should, they're yeah, he there are any fans. beautiful young women who want to know what it's like to know the love of a German hero, <laughs> an orphan-saving German hero who's going to be a It's always the married guys, isn't it? It's always the married guys. <laughs> yeah, they got their pick. Yeah. <laughs> or a killing machine. Oh, <laughs> Ask the um, orphans how gently I bandaged them. Yes. <laughs> now, how to operate a Maxim you know without a efficiency. Well, it depends. You want the healing hands yeah. or, you know. No one touch. wants to know how gently you touch the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> Except some prosecutors back in field. Um, why do you think he joined the Navy? <laughs> I, yeah, because I knew this would happen. <laughs> You, um, you, uh, like I said, uh, the, the, the harbor master is amazed. He uh, takes the harbor launch, shoots ahead of the U-boat, roars back in town as fast as possible to get there. So that there, I mean, again, there's no CNN. There's no telegraph line to this island. There's only, a, there's only like a bi-weekly mailboat from, from Barcelona, right? Or actually, the mailboat comes to... Uh, Mallorca, and then a mailboat comes, you know, over oh. here from Mallorca. So, the the, the newspapers are the crappy secondary mailboat. Yeah. The the newspapers are three to they're a month old. There's no news. Um, oh, uh, you guys are beating the shit out of whatever's on CNN right now or, or HBO. Uh, pretty much before an hour can go by, um. You get the, 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 the docks start getting crowded with people. Everyone comes down to see, holy shit, there's a U-boat. Holy shit, there's orphans rescued by pirates. 
by the time you get to from shore, pirates by pirates. But <laughs> by the time that you guys uh, are actually, you Arr. know, uh, lashing the ship to the dock, uh, you uh, there were six pirate ships, um, and um, one of them was commanded by Blackbeard. Uh, you know, um, uh, there was a chest of gold, um, and that's something else I should point out. There was gold on that ship, and I will I will get to that in a minute. There, you guys actually found um, um, uh, gold coin on this on that ship. Um, hmm. uh, Mexican gold dollars and uh, Austrian Maria Teresa silver silver coins. They just my luck finding treasure in the one Calakatulu scenario um, the where there's Mexican nowhere to hide. Gold yeah. Yeah. And the uh, Austrian Maria Teresa Thaler are weird coins. They end up all yeah. over the world being used as trade coins. Um, the Mexican gold dollars all over China for some reason. I don't know how that happened. Because it's yeah. gold. Because it's gold, and you know, well, everybody knows what that is. Um, but uh, the Maria Teresa Thaler is all over Africa. It's like the standard trade coin all across Africa, even though it's from Austria. And, um, so they had a fair amount of that on board, uh, like in the range of a couple of pounds of it. So, you know, um, that goes into the war coffers, or it'll be used to, to buy everyone a brothel when we get back. Um, <laughs> Take my share. And give it to who's ever responsible for the kids. Oh, you're you're just so saccharinely <laughs> sweet. I can't stand it. Um, well, as far as who's responsible for the kids, they're a little shell shocked by this weird, you know, uh, this weird uh, being treated like celebrities. But how did we get out of hell again? The the problem is is that there's I'm nothing in the way of government social services. This is Spain. In 1917, it's called the Catholic Church. Bingo! The oh, the penguins show up. The the, uh, the the nuns show up in their habits, and God, how can they wear these black, full to the ground habits in the Mediterranean? But apparently, they can. So they're all underneath. They're all really svelte and smelly. And the, you know, but it's like little personal signs. I can relate to that. We can yeah. relate to that. <laughs> so the uh, the, um, how the penguins show up to take charge of the kids. And put them in the main couch and the orphanage that can't want anything that's even remotely like um, a social service at this time. The government's pretty much the mail, the the tax revenue in the harbor, the you know, the harbormaster, the local gendarme, the guardia Seville, and the mayor. Who, and that's it. That's that's the government. Yeah. There's no other government services. Um, there's not even electricity. Everything on this island is either generator. With a, with a with a for that building for that function, uh, or it's oil lamps. What language uh, do the sisters speak? They speak uh, Spanish uh, and Catalan. Uh, no Latin. Well, there are going yes. The the fathers will speak Latin there, and there are going to be some of those too. In fact, the the, the bishop of Menorca, uh, the bishop of Menorca shows up uh, to to oversee this this handoff. Furthermore. They get the only photographer on the island. There's one. Um, he has this wa- he has this wagon, uh, this horse-drawn wagon that goes around uh, on a circuit around the island, recreating wedding pictures. Because you can't actually be there at the wedding. They go to the town. Everyone dresses up in the clothes they had on at the wedding and stand around like it was taken at the wedding. And so that's sure. why the bride looks six months pregnant. Exactly, because she was. Um, and they uh, he has like a dark room in the back of the wagon for the wedding. Oh yeah. So uh, 
they wheel his wagon down to the dock and 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 everyone, you know, you guys are changed into your dress wise. I'm Can not sure we want to have this picture taken. Uh, because yeah, yeah, the people the that shit. <laughs> because yeah. the people who captured these children might still have That's, some kind of designs they're, upon they're them. They're savages. They can't possibly organize in a worldwide conspiracy. No. There is no such thing as a German consul on the island. There's a German consul, which really means a German businessman who lives in Mallorca, who has, you know, been given, you know, somehow got the job for an extra five marks a, a, a month to yeah. be the German consul on the island. Uh, uh, well, word will be sent to him, and they will, you know, they will be getting the story out. There is, like, there is a paper on the island uh, that's like, talk you know, about again, a major like photo a red. Yeah. Um, they'll be. They'll, they they want to interview the captain. They want to interview everybody. They want to take a picture of the kids and the crew in front of the U-boat and with everybody in town crammed into the picture as well. Um, you know, the Calde wants a picture, you know, shaking the captain's hand and like he had shit to do with this. You know, and at some point he, you know, disappears for an hour and comes running back in some flea-bitten uniform that looks like it's left over from the Spanish-American War or maybe earlier, you know, something that, you know, something from the, the Peninsula campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had our dress whites with us? Um, I am not, I wasn't sure if you would have. Uh, likely is not. They uh, would be the khakis. They had a khaki duty uniform. Uh, they would find the cleanest uniforms that you could find yeah. for you guys. Uh, everyone ended up standing around in those, <laughs> those uh, you know... Uh, you didn't want to go on the Kaiser boarding party, so you get overnight blood scrubbing yeah. out of uh, pants well. cuff duty. <laughs> a little gruff is good for the Yeah, but you'd uh, probably be wearing the sun helmet that the, uh, the sea battalion and the naval landing parties wore sun helmets. You might be able to scare up your sun helmet on this ship. That's your, that's your one square foot of, of cargo you're allowed to take. So, something I, I want to try and talk to, you know, the priests or the nuns or someone I can communicate with about... No one wants to talk to you. You're a murderer. I'm a, I'm a man of healing. Every time I tried to shoot someone, I screwed it up. We only killed bad people. Then why do we call? Then why do we call you Doctor Death? because they were praying to these little They don't. Let's day the Doctor Day with this. I want to talk to him about. You know. Okay, so clearly we need to leave some money. No, no, no. There's no point. No, no, no. This, this is what the. This is what all that. This is all that collection plate is for. You know, it's not just yeah, to buy new artworks from Vatican. Really? There's a lot of these kids, and I want to make sure they're okay, but I don't want to make sure that there's so much money that they become... Well, the, um, the captain is, you know, it, 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 uh, um, you know, would probably consult with his first officer okay. and say, you know, there's no way we're going to ever buy better PR on the planet than if we turn over a chest of Maria Teresa Thalers for the care of the orphans. We're all gonna go home. We're all gonna get the, you know, the blue, the port de la merits, you know. And so, yeah. so, so we're and keeping the Mexican dollars. Then. We'll keep the Mexican silver dollars, you know. But <laughs> why not turn over at least some of it somehow and, and make a big show of it? This is Did, uh, wasn't yeah. that what I suggested yeah. about yeah, ten minutes was, ago. It was, but when but, when it came but now it's you, the captain's it idea. The captain's idea it doesn't it doesn't come off as sucking up. <laughs> you know that that idea was going to come over. But the problem is that when you said it, I, I actually believed you cared about the children. 
the captain says it. He's like, we're never going to be able to buy press like this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're going to forget if the Lusitania ever happened. The, the Lusa what? The Kaiser is going to cream his pants over this. Yeah, pretty much. Um, maybe he'll have us to his palace for sure. Well, yeah, maybe we'll. Yes, maybe we'll come to the palace. Maybe we'll come to the palace and be not have to go on another patrol for three months or longer or however long, or or better yet we'll go on the war bonds tour yeah surely you just go roll. from one you just go from one rat skeleton to the other dude <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not so like, surely the war will be over soon yeah, yeah really. <laughs> by, by, by Christmas, Christmas. The, the Americans haven't shown up yet <laughs> oh they just they just declared war a few weeks ago they'll never get their act it's going to take months to them for them to assemble Everybody knows they do a half-ass job. <laughs> oh yeah. Americans. So um. <laughs> no work ethic. That's their problem. No discipline. <laughs> right. So um, it is an enormous production. <laughs> and uh, yes, um, uh, there are more than a few uh, uh, young Spanish ladies who uh, cast. Uh, any number of uh, admiring glances in the direction. Um, Lock it in, killer. <laughs> um, the ship is the crew is going to leave during this 24 hours. Uh, that includes uh, and the closest thing to a five-star hotel on the in the port throws their doors open for you guys to come in and uh, shit shower and shave and get try, try. get the last three weeks of uh, stink off you. And, We're gonna uh, make tail hook look like a baptism. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I would note that uh, you're not the captain would certainly admonish you that uh, if you do anything to embarrass the Imperial German Navy, we'll we'll have you keel haul under the U boat. <laughs> well, submerged. And leave the Sir, I intend to do the Navy trap. <laughs> we just swept you to the She'll deck and then you were the Just a little time, like five minutes underwater, Max. <laughs> um, Release the fish. But uh, there will be plenty of opportunities. Now, how far you get, I don't know. Because, again, we're talking we'll about... We'll just draw the curtain on that. We'll just draw yeah. the curtain on that. Rural Spanish girls. This is... That's the problem with Catholic countries. It's It's... They're uptight. Yeah. It, well, no, it's they've got all these rules about shit they're not supposed to do, then they do it, and they show up on oh. Sunday and explain that they did it. They're uptight throughout the whole week. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm you're, the opportunities okay. may exist, and I'm speaking of opportunities beyond the um, business arrangement kind. But rather than going into the professional details, we'll just <laughs> leave that alone. Uh, okay, this was great. But, I enjoyed the hell out of this. So you guys have uh, a better reception than you ever got coming back to Katara, where the Montenegrins are like, "What? Yeah, yeah, yeah what? He's back? Yeah. You know? Hooray! They wave their little, you know, Austrian-Hungarian flags because the, the Austrians are pointing guns at them. <laughs> yeah, and what is really funny is um, just how much the Austrians and the Germans and the Prussians hated each other. Yeah. There's not a lot of love lost the no. between the Austrians and the Germans. The, the Germans think that the Austrians are, are, are incredibly disorganized and lazy. They can't... The stories about them trying to requisition stuff from the Austrian-Hungarian, you know, quartermasters, you know, nothing was ever where it was supposed to be. No, things that were on paper didn't exist. You but know, they, you know what the German term for that was? There's a term... It was... Uh, Schlampery und Schweinery. Schlampery und Schweinerei. Yeah, okay. 
Thank you. I, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm now getting my accent correct, uh, my yeah, pronunciation the, correct. Their Austro-Hungarian allies were. Yeah, they were. They, the were shackled to a shackled corpse. to a corpse. <laughs> yeah. the Germans. Yeah, the Prussians used to regard them as the other enemy. The Austrians <laughs> used to regard the Prussians as the other enemy. Yep. Um, you never got over 1866, you know. No, and who would? What? We're not one big happy family. If you have friends like this, who needs enemies? Oh, yeah, you throw the Ottomans in for good measure. Jesus, I don't know how you lost. <laughs> you know, two dying empires attached to you. Uh, yeah, you if you could only found a way to ally with I the mean, Russians, it would have been perfect. How's that empire working out for you? If we had the Italians on our side in that war as well, would have been, you know. <laughs> the Ottoman Empire, I really have no respect at all for any political organization of footstools. Yeah, well, it, it, it's called the Ottoman Empire because it was run with all the energy and intelligence of a sofa. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Yes. Anyways, um, you guys are, you know, fitted to 24 hours in port. The ship is resupplied. Um, uh, you guys, uh, uh, at least half the crew has hangovers as you guys go back out to sea. Explain um, very carefully to her that she was There are a lot of photographs taken. Uh, an official, t an official letter is proposed by the captain and put on the mail thing to go off. They're going to send Ben to send a special mail launch to Menorca to get this to the German consul who will contact the consul in Barcelona and the embassy in Seville. Yeah, it'll be a big you're going to love this. And you guys are turned around and, and headed out to sea in 24 hours. Uh, where it's, it's, there's some hangovers to go around. There's a lot of guys on deck. You know, her heroes are heroically throwing up over the side. Eve <laughs> two! Yeah. Eve three! Eve four! Now, one note. Uh, let me just check one thing. You guys forgot something. And I almost let you forget. There was that one guy who got, took one in the head. Oh, that we still have. Oh, yeah. He didn't die. Now, the captain is not interested in blowing his brains out. But um, you blew your first aid roll. Yeah. That's a damn shame. He uh, gets weaker and weaker uh, on the trip, but he is actually still alive, although not conscious anymore, uh, when you guys get to Menorca. And it was, you know, strapped to a gurney and taken off with a U-boat and handed over to the Guardia Seville for whatever they want to do. Um, He's like, we'll I, take good. Yeah, exactly. We'll have a first-class trial followed by a first-class hangar. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the guard of civil janitor that day. Yeah. Well, you so yeah. They they drag him off the boat and away he goes. However, uh, having had him on the boat for 24 hours, you also get uh, a better look at those mutations. Um, Yes, their necks are fucked up with weird waddling of flesh. Yes, their eyes are creepy and bulgy. Yes, he's got webbing between some but not all of his fingers. Oh, God, it's yes, Turk. his uh, skin is peeling off all over, and he's got giant swaths of, uh, you know, of, of scales, scales a scaly, dry. Um, the wor it looks like the world's most virulent, horrible case of eczema. Where it's down to the last layer of skin before they be raw meat. Um, it's not leprosy. It's not leprosy. Mm. Um, All right, I was wrong. But anyways, he's he's taken away, and that's the last you see of him. Um, and you guys get back out to see. Um, 
Oh. What did you roll on that second roll for the turn? Uh, 31. No, that was the first roll. You rolled oh, the roll. second one was a... Uh... It's also a 31. No, no, it was, in, uh, it was a... Was it a 6? Oh, yeah, it was a 6. About 6. And your skill was 50? Mm-hmm. You guys get back out to sea, start trying to resume normal patrol. This just isn't as exciting. Um, everybody roll a d6, and that's how many sand points you get back for um, uh, killing the pirates. Can we exceed where we started? Before? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yay. Thank you. Yay. Six, yeah. not bad. Give I me a high I saw that, you bastard. I know. Damn it. No. One. Four. Hey, bet. May I borrow a d6, okay. please? What can I say? Now, roll a sand point. Okay. Great. Uh, no one is dead yet. No. We're halfway through. Okay. Roll a d4. Does anyone have a pencil? I'll do fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do two. two. I'll do all those. Here's two sand points. Uh-oh. Corvo was going to drop these kids off in a bay up the coast of Monarca on the north side of the island. This is why I wanted to check! No, you didn't. That's not the reason you wanted to check. So, wait, we just dropped... Do you, do, you, do you tell everyone? I tell the captain. He gets a sandwich. Only... Okay, he makes it. He demands to see your notes and explain why that's true. You and Talman, the navigator, sit down and explain. That's, well, in fact, I'll show me who's pull out the map of Menorca here. I knew it! Knew it! Knew it! Knew it! Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck! Uh, that's, that's how you do it. Okay, so what we're now going to have to do is go and shoot king of penguins. <laughs> Just a second. It reminds me on another game that I played where we ended up with an ex called Goat Bane and a revolver called Granny Bane. Alright. Alright. There's your satellite picture of Menorca. We blow it up for everybody. I thought that was our job. Suddenly! I'll show you on this side first. Basically what you got here is on one end of this sort of kidney-shaped island is this long bay. So I can oh yeah, turn this around this way. And there's this long bay. This is where Mahan is, right? In this long, narrow bay. Now, up on the north end of the island, now the only other, the only towns are the one on this side. Let's see if I can work this. And there's another one down here on this side, this end of the line, right here. Um, however, on the north end of the island, there are a lot of uninhabited... There are some villages spread out over the island. But on the north side of the island, there's a deep bay surrounded by um, cliffs. Would you like me to do it? I'm not doing so hot. Let's see here. Not doing it in reverse. Okay. It's this bay here. It's this long, deep bay 
sort of teardrop shaped. It's uh, this area, this, this peninsula here is covered with cliffs, really tall sea cliffs. But on this side, it's, it sort of slopes up uh, on this thing. The other side of this is also covered with sea cliffs. There are no communities around this in 1917. Um, they were supposed to drop these kids off in this bay uh, at a beach right over here. The natives refer to this as Sea Devil Shitting Buddha Fish Bay. No, sadly not. Um, actually, I don't know what the name of the bay is off the top of my head. But, but it's sure not that. Because I haven't looked at it. It's Michael yet. Bay. <laughs> However, that's where they dropped them off. Um, and yes, the bad news will be spread because the captain's going to go ahead and, and spread it and say, well, there's good news and Guess bad where news. we're going. There's bad news. The bad news is... Um, the bad news is that... we got to get back. Uh, I didn't have a bad The extra bad news is... Uh, we were violating uh, Spanish neutrality if we returned to the port um, within a month's time, the same port. But the good news is, we're a sub, yeah. and no one will see us. Yeah. That would be the other good news. Um, however, uh, going back, uh, we should probably just, we could go back and sneak back in, but I think if we just go back in publicly, we can just go to the authorities and tell them that, you know, we can explain them what the situation is. Um, that might work. Now, from the other logbooks, we've seen that these guys have a lot of contacts all over the Mediterranean. I he just he doesn't he just can't believe though that everybody in town, everybody in Mahan's in you know, on I mean, it's a big town. It's like you know, it's like five or six thousand people. Um, that's uh, that's as big as Lake Alfred, Florida. Yeah. Well, by Tiny little towns in Spain, this, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, going in publicly might cause a problem in that we've returned to the port in less than a month, but if we explain our explain the situation... I think we've got some goodwill. Yeah. Uh, I think they might let us bounce in and out of there and not be a problem. So, Captain, go ahead and says we're just going to make a public return to the island. And... Um, rather than submerge and send the commandos ashore in the rubber dinghy. But... Uh, I do like avoiding the dinghy. But uh, everyone, when you hear the news, everybody gets to roll another sand loss. If you miss, let me know. It's a D4. You're finding out you dropped off the kids in the wrong place. I, nope. I, I made tried mine. to check that place. Success. All right. Mm, success. Can I? I made it. All right. Nobody loses any sand if you made it. Yay, I made it. All right, um, but uh, as far as going back to the island, well, it's 2.35 in the morning, so we're not doing that tonight. Nope. My question is, do you guys want to go back to the lovely island of Menorca, the yeah. sun-dappled yeah. island of Menorca tomorrow, sure. and uh, see yes. how it turns out, or okay. do you want to go stomping around the Belgian Congo? Oh, uh, sorry, no, stomping around German Cameroon. I say, I'd rather go Menorca. Yeah. I would, too. i vote for Menorca. I've right. become attached to I mean, how much, well, I mean, like... Uh, Given how fast we went through tonight, how much do you think we would totally finish it tomorrow? Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. 
Okay. Can we do that? I think we also started all in all relatively late. All we right, well. We started at 9. If we get another hour, we get in, we start by 8 tomorrow. Oy. We I'm, have I'm played for five and a half hours. So. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. <sighs> all right, well, we'll be back with the conclusion of uh, U-Boat Herself.